destiny. Woke up this morning, can't remember nothing. Two bitches just flowing from London. Two bitches. Nothing I remember, they calling me daddy. The mattress was covered in money. Went to sleep with my jewelry and chains on. Had to wake up and recount the money. I got a bitch, she gon' kill for real. Talking about Clyde and Bunny. Cool with the kid, cop it. Got to. Pull up with a stick, stop it. stop it. Rich nigga shit, solid. Rich nigga, old hundred pockets riding. Cottage. I go to space with the stars. stars. Might smoke a blunt on my pilot. Saturn, moon, earth, and Mars. Nessa take off with the rocket. NASA. Half a million on the no. neck. Young rich niggas, we successful. successful. Say she wanna feel special. What? And Coco make her feel special. Coco. I kinda hunted a better one hundred. Back in two hundred a better two hundred. I might go put all my chains on. I just might change up the weather. Change. She pop a perk and pussy weather. Drip. I met the bitch at Coachella. Coachella. If she Nutella, she probably do better. But can I get an E for effort? E. I pray to God to watch my sins. God. Not the form against me, not a weapon. No weapon. Ask him where do I begin? Where? Devil trying to take my blessings. Blessings. They don't know the meaning of the white. Nah. You don't really live this life. Nope. Niggas in the hood shoot twice. Said my niggas in the hood shoot precise. Real wise, we ain't taking no advice. Nah. I realize that these hoes ain't right. All on. Don't even ask cause they know what's the price. Price. Ain't got a snow, they already know it's white. I talk to God cause I been baptized. Baptized. I got mom tied to the north side. Now fill up with the sticks on the nigga straight slime. They gon' make the north side high crime. Now but not hit a lick with these niggas dropping ten. Huh? Hit a lick with these niggas dropping dimes. Fucking on the friend, I'ma break a back in. Thinking that the watcher can't waste time. Take, take, take off. Woke up this morning, can't remember nothing. Two bitches just flowing from London. Two bitches. Nothing I remember, they calling me daddy. The mattress was covered in money. Went to sleep with my jewelry and chains on. Had to wake up and recount the money. I got a bitch, she gon' kill for real. Talking about Clyde and Bunny. Cool with the kid, cop it. Got to. Pull up with a stick, stop it. Stop it. Rich nigga shit, solid. Rich nigga, old hundred pockets riding. Cottage. I go to space with the stars. stars. Might smoke a blunt on my pilot. Saturn, moon, earth, and Mars. NASA take off with the rocket. Sad morning, man. Sad fucking morning, bro. Super fucking upset, man. Super upset. Um, rest in peace, Quavo, man. Shit, this don't make no fucking sense to me, man. Ass lane, nigga, soul change, get the real fame. Whole gang geeking on the plane like it's so plain. What's your name? Catch your thing. All you know is gang bang. What you gonna do if I fuck you a couple of them things? What you gonna do? Block hot, leader spot, got a half patience. You know what a bando was till we said it's vacant. 1.2, I cash out in casinos out in Vegas. 1.2, give me my cash and money, my nigga, no time for no way. So, um, really quick, man, I just wanna, you know, just to wake up and hear this fucking news is just really disturbing to me. Um, And uh, anybody can come up and speak and they can give their thoughts on uh, what happened. Um, this is the part of the, the show that I don't like doing. Um, being someone that, you know, built his career off in hip hop and now venturing off doing so much that this culture has given me an opportunity uh, to even change my life. To hear this news is just it's just crazy. I mean, every time we hear this, but in a lot of these situations, man, that, that I don't like, oh that, is that 
a lot of stuff can be avoided. Mm -hmm. Right? A lot. Like a lot of stuff can really be avoided around this stuff. I never understood this, and maybe someone uh, can pull my coat. Maybe I'm just an old head, and I just don't know no better. Um, I ain't shooting dice with niggas. It is just it's not happening. It, that that time is done, and that time is past. A long time ago. Well, that is a that is a true statement in hip hop. Yeah. And in music, more people have died in a dice game than any place. Andre, um, and I was going to give you ahead, con yeah, context with the dice game, what, what was going on. Because um, I, you know, I alerted you about it early this morning. I was getting pinged up like about mm -hmm, four o'clock East Coast time about this. And they were at an event at Billiards and Bowling in Houston, was in a raunchy place, was in a backdoor alley type of place. And it was a table that was set up um, because it was the event had different games, you know, like poker and things like that. And one of the games mm -hmm. was a dice game. So uh, just want to give context to the people that it wasn't like they were hunched in a corner somewhere, you know, shooting craps or something like that. It was actually at an event that was a very nice event, actually. Um, a lot of people were there and, it's sad that we can't have nothing nice, you know, um, and it's being said from multiple reports that um, takeoff wasn't, he was quiet, he wasn't anything, he's an innocent bystander, and exactly. that Quavo was getting to, he kind of, Quavo kind of started stuff with the people they were um playing he was he was playing dice with because takeoff wasn't playing dice, it was Quavo, and they said he was beefing with the people that he was playing with and just kind of mm -hmm. like going there, which is unnecessary. I'm sick of people, you know, going off. We have to have better self-control of ourselves. Um, but he was going off and then they started shooting and then reports. And I'm, I'm trying to get this cleared up, but it's also being reported that uh, people that were with Quavo was shooting and that allegedly, and this yeah, is allegedly, got hit. Yeah. yeah, allegedly, but it's allegedly he got hit from both sides. So from the opposite opposing person of Quavo and Quavo's own people. Um, so it's just a heartbreaking situation and I'm trying to get more information because, um, you know, in these situations, you want to get correct information because when I saw it this morning, it was getting pinged up a lot. I was like, this can't be true because, you know, a lot of people say stuff, but more and more outlets that are um, reliable were reporting it saying they spoke to sources that were there and related and it's just terrible just i think this one hits different um, yeah it really does it just and, it just really hits different and uh welcome unique hi unique i miss you so much um yeah and, and just to clear about backdoor shooting dice there's many instances where these shooting dice is really at some nice places <laughs> uh mm -hmm. there was a jeweler that was recently killed, a very popular jeweler. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. If anybody want to Google him, they would really appreciate it. Um, but it was a, a jeweler that was at a game. He provided a lot of jewelry to superstars, um, shooting dice at a game, and people followed him to his car, and they killed him, took a jewelry. It's not even the backdoor shit. It's just that, you know. It's Duke the you, jeweler. You, 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 yeah, Duke the jeweler. Uh, rest in peace to him. Um, I never, 
anybody from the hood and y'all can interject at any time you know when we were shooting dice who was out to you know break a nigga get his money you know fold double up some motherfuckers even use the money in the dice game to start start up whatever business alleged businesses uh that they were in, in involved with we always knew that at a dice game there's always going to be some seedy characters at a dice game i don't care what dice game it is it's fun otherwise whatever people are just not there you know people are there to take your money and you have some people gangsters involved as well that when they lose some niggas don't even like to lose they don't yeah you're gonna shoot you really they're playing for right like you playing but their objectives is yo even if i lose i'm taking your money anyway nigga like this is just how it's gonna go down so either way you're gonna win lose or whatever it's just what it is this situation i don't like because it was an you don't know you 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 don't know who you actually are shooting dice with everybody. Well, they said right? allegedly it was like a mob, like a gang mob type of uh, people it, that I, they were I'm, shooting I'm dice with. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who they were shooting dice with. Um, they were shooting dice with Jay Prince's son, uh, Jay Prince Jr. Um, and his people, because that's exactly who brought them out there for the event that they were doing at the Bolton Alley. So you're breaking up, bro. You're breaking up, bro. Yeah, you're going in and out. Yeah, you're trying to blend. Go, go in and out. I, I don't want to even put that out there. Like, we know what the event was. It was Jay Prince's birthday, and there's other people involved. I highly doubt that they will pull guns out on Quayle. So I just want to just put that out there. I don't want that, that, that. Not on this show. I just don't want that to be put out because that's not what our show is about. First of all, welcome to the Hip Hop Rewind. But it is Jay Prince's birthday. I don't want to put that energy out there because that might not be what that is, like saying that they're involved. No way at all. I don't know who the other individuals. No, no, no. no, no hold not, on. Let me clear it up because you're, you're okay. still in the blender, brother. So let me clear it up. Is that we're not saying that here on the Hip Hop Rewind. We're just giving you context of what's going on. Of it was at Jay Prince's birthday party in Houston. There's other people other than just Jay Prince that was there at the event. So we don't know who was responsible for any weapons. We don't know any of that stuff. We're just as part of our podcast. We're just here to report the news. Um, so I just want to put that out there. My point that we was making earlier was these is multi-millionaire guys. I will say this, people that I've been around that have a lot of money, they still play the shit for the sport of it. It's just what it is. People that grew up on it. But again, you just never know how these situations are going to turn because everybody ain't out there to play just for fun. Some people are out there to play for real. You know what I'm saying? And this is one thing about us when we, and it's not just us, it's, it's, it's multi-culture. When you, when you yeah. lose, it happens to white folks too. So let's be clear yeah. with that. When motherfuckers be losing, I don't care how much money you have. You're like, fuck this, this nigga just taking my shit, this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And other people are feeling the same exact way. Like, yo, I'm losing 
and this nigga is talking greasy to me. That's another thing that happens at these deck games. Niggas be starting to talk and, greasy. And, and sometimes this is how these things like, uh, boil out of control. Go ahead, Oh, uh, yeah, Jerry. Um, I just really honor and respect uh, Jay Fetty. He's down in the audience. Um, he's Absolutely. He said in the comments that uh, some stuff is not fully true. He was there. Um, so, Jay, I invited you up if you'd like to talk about it. I know it's a pretty hard situation. Um, yeah, that's our guy, there. too. Um, Jay's been in the room a couple of times, too. Yeah, and I just I, wanted mm-hmm. to honor can, him and appreciate him since he was there. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro, please. Yeah, ahead, Vanessa. Um, yeah, so I just want to honor and appreciate the fact that um, he was there. He said some things are not fully true. Which is, I think, thank you for sharing that. Um, and if you're ready to talk, if you would like to discuss that with us or in the chat, thank you. We appreciate that. But whatever and, is good for you. And I want to say there's some close people that are really close to, you know, the the Prince team and their their families too. This, you know, I, I just shout out. I love Unique to Death. She is so, so dope. I don't know if y'all remember when we did this room with Keisha Cole, where we raised all this money. You know, Keisha Cole was the one that was reaching out to even Jay Prince to come and help donate money to the, the cause that we did for Houston uh, in Texas when they had the freeze over. Um, Unique, I'd like to ask you a question. It has nothing really, I mean, it's not like we were all there or anything. Unique, I know you're really close to the family. Uh, well, not well, close to Jay Prince, close to their, their people. Um, I know this had to probably shock you this morning, just hearing this, because anytime when you're around Jay Prince and the click, usually these things are kind of tight knit and um, really protective uh, of that. What, what do you think, Unique, if you don't mind talking, if you feel like talking, Queen? Um, you know, um, to my understanding, it's also uh, Jazz's birthday. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what they were celebrating. I know that if I was in Houston, there was a lot of stuff going on um, over the weekend. And if I was there, I would have been trying to be at that event myself. Mm-hmm. And so, but I also know that in these situations, things happen really fast, you know? And I think that's the part that people kind of, you know, forget and when they start pointing fingers and this and that. It really only takes um, a couple of, hyper energetic people with weapons and stuff for things to go down like that mm. unfortunately um and i just think it's um a, a sad situation i haven't heard um any real specifics but it just kind of seems like something got exaggerated and you know things just happen really fast but i'm pretty sure um you know we'll find out relatively quickly um yeah. You know, with all of the, you know, footage and things that's going around, I just hope that, um, I don't know, man, I, it's just, it's kind of hard. It's just sad all the way around, um, you know, and take off uh, quiet, you know, guy, yeah. you know, and, and, and well-loved, um, and I'm pretty sure did not deserve that and I'm already, you know, hearing him, you know, being compared to other rappers that have been murdered and stuff is just so sad because I don't know him to have any, you know, public beefs and stuff like that. You know, it's like he just really kind of didn't deserve that. Um, so, yeah, that's just it. I'm just trying to be patient and and uh, see what comes out. Now, thank you, Nick. Um, and, you know, I always appreciate you. 
And, you know, I have so much love for you, so much love for Keisha, and just that sentiment when we did the um, raising the money for people in Texas, because um, she didn't have to do that. You know, she wanted to get Jay Prince and the family in here to also support what we were doing. Um, and I just have so much respect uh, for the Prince family, what they've built um, decades with their dad, with the sons continuing on and music and in the culture of Houston, always putting on for H-Town. And um, so I want to be very clear on that, man, that we support them. And, you know, more information will be coming out. And we don't want to be like other news media. And I, I think I, I tell my friends this, man, you know, our... You know, our podcast and shit is taking off crazy. It's really taking off. 25 episodes of some of the biggest superstars on it. But I always promised myself when I got into doing this that I didn't want to be one of those people that just wanted to break the news. I, I didn't want to do that because everybody wants to be the first to do something. And they want to be the first to put information out, whether it's incorrect or whatever. And I just never wanted to be that. I don't care. I'd rather be the last because our show is literally called the Hip Hop Rewind. I'd rather be the last to talk about it and, and rather have the information for people rather than put out um, incorrect information. And I'm going to come to Rashad in a second because Rashad is also from Houston. And I want to get his thoughts on what's going on. And um, I'm going to put up in the link as well because uh, I know Rashad probably knows a lot what's going on because he'd really be on the scene. Um, another legend out there in, in H-Town. Uh, Rashad, um, you feel like speaking, my brother? What up, yo? What's going on, family? Not a man. It's crazy. So, yeah. he, he wasn't, it wasn't no hood shit. He wasn't in the hood shit, dice, none of that. It was a dice game going bad at him downtown establishment right across from the house of blues out here man um hey man i don't know if y'all know man in texas you can buy any rifle at age 18 and at 21 you can have any handgun you want all you need is a texas id it's open carry down here and you know there's a whole lot of stuff being said it was a little birthday party blah blah whatever all i'm gonna say is this any rappers or anybody in the room that's from another city, especially if you're, you know, famous and yeah, you need to know one thing. There ain't no do-overs in life. Once it's over, it's over. But number two, if you have security, right, you should also hire uh, local police. Always get you a couple of those, especially if you're swimming in millions. Get a couple of police officers as in this this will be avoided in in most cases. I'm gonna leave it at that, man. I'm not really gonna speak on the situation just yet because a lot of speculation. And I live here, and you know, and I'm not from here originally, Jerry. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I live here, and I and I'm in certain circles. So I you ain't gonna have me on Clubhouse talking crazy. But um, yeah, I I give you an update tomorrow, Jerry, because I know some people, and I'm I just do it like that. Uh, I love that. And I think, um, you know, sometimes, uh, and I appreciate what you were just saying, Jerry. Also, um, hey, Rashad, what know, Marie? we have to be a little patient sometimes with, um, you know, trying to gather the information and stuff. And I'm like, you know, we've learned time and time again that sometimes what we think happened ain't what happened. You know? right. 
So, you know, it's kind of, you know, sometimes cool to just, just chill out for a little while. I mean, we just learned yep. that with the, with the artists that at, at Roscoe's, you know, they crucified his wife and it just came, you know, to be a totally different thing than what, what, um, people thought. So, you know, if, just, yeah. If you can just allow me to, please, I just need to clarify this because I, I need this off of me. Just, just, Jerry, just give me a minute. Let me, let me just clarify this. I'm no, I did not in no way make any accusation towards Jay Prince or his family or anybody. I'm not saying that. I had a phone call with personally someone who I'm connected through that camp, not Jay Prince's, um, but through that camp this morning. And this is what they told me. They told me they would get back to me later with more information as it becomes available. And I'm just leaving it at that. So I just want to clear that, that I'm not making no accusations towards anybody about doing nothing. Okay. Thank you. Nah, so love. The reason why we kept uh, uh, cutting you off, Hip Boy, to be honest, yeah, your stuff was going yeah, in and out. And it's, it was, yeah, it was blenderish. Yeah, yeah, it, right. And it was, update, and it was. I had to update my app. So right, yeah, and it was just the it. information was not coming out the way you probably would attended. So that's why we was like, let's just kind of get in the mix and let some people that that was either there or out there uh, be able to expound mm -hmm. on it. But we appreciate you being to clear yeah. that up, and we look forward to that. Yeah. Um, go ahead, V. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, I appreciate you guys, uh, DJ Hipboy, Unique, um, Rashad, thank you, any updates you can provide, because we always want to give accurate information, because the bad part is, when things like this happen, people start circulating their ideas of what's going on, and it's just horrible, and for myself, I wasn't even, I was getting pinged on a lot of things about this, and was looking through Twitter to say, is this, you know, this can't be true, is this happening, and a video the video of what happened afterwards popped sickening. up in my timeline and it's sickening. I, I could, I was, you know, in my room about to cry with my mom. I could cry now because you saw the pain of Quavo and I'm like, people, humanity is lost. It's lost its mind. But why is this a video moment? It's not, it's, it's, you know, my heart just goes out to the family because this is the worst day of someone's life. And someone had the nerve to video it for what and you could tell you the video was trying to go through people you know trying to hide it but trying to sneak through and it was just disgusting and you know my prayers for them because they'll have to keep reliving this you know with it online and it's just disgusting and i would just advocate for people if you see it if, if it pops up in your timeline do not repost that do not recirculate that it's just don't be a part of that you know, that's what I say. Don't put that in the atmosphere because it's important what we sow out into the earth, you know, and we have to support one another. And that's a good way to start supporting one another. So just wanted to say that. No, nah, thank you. And and V, I'm glad you said that, man. And I've expressed this to so many people, man. This is the one thing I really hate about social media. Mm -hmm. Social media could be so much great, you know, disseminating information, getting word out when we really need it. Like, you know, when we saw everything go down with George Floyd, we needed to see what was going on. Like, it was important, right? Like, when those, those moments went viral because it made you, you know, want to stand up and fight and take a stance on some things. So if we wasn't in, you know, these areas where these travesties is taking place, man, we would never know, right? So sometimes social media could be very important. And, you know, some of these messages are getting to us in lightning speed. Very important. But then in mm -hmm. situations like this that I just don't understand, that mm -hmm. like what drives you 
to want to videotape P P and B Rock laying in a pool of blood dying. I, I don't understand. Like, yeah. what are you what are you, what are you gonna do with that footage? Are you gonna go show that to your friends? Like, like, what is the point of that? What is the point of you showing take off like that in most vulnerable position dying? Like, the yeah, the, the, clicks, the clicks, the, and, clicks, the reshares and shit like that. Getting, but, you know, a TMZ to take your video and post it on their website. That type of shit. That's what people right. And you're selling it. Like, they're selling it. They they clearly selling this right, stuff, right? Because right. TMZ already got the video and all that. And it's sickening that damn dog. The the, the one time, like I, I ain't gonna front, man. That shit always like, God damn, man, you lying, dead, dying, and people over you with a fucking camera out like ain't nothing sacred in life bro that's, nothing that's how we've seen nipsey that's how we that's seen what i'm nipsey. saying it's crazy yeah. bro yeah that, you know what you know what reminded me too jerry with this i like i said it for me i got emotional with it because i told i was talking to my mom about it and she's like this is a damn shame an epidemic that's happening but i said you know what i'd be so livid and pissed off if someone had videotaped the moment my brother came out to the hospital parking lot to tell me my sister, my dad didn't make it because the how and the scream and what was going came on. It's a very vulnerable moment. So I can only imagine for Quavo being there, seeing his family member, because it's not just a musical group that they're in. They are literally family for real. So seeing his family member literally shot and lying there it's like a very vulnerable moment. And I was just disgusted by seeing that. And I'm an empathic person. I'm a feeler. So naturally, I feel a lot of things through stuff. So if you guys hear me emotional, that's literally why. Because I feel that. And I have an empathetic heart. And I just see the world so void of empathy. And, you know, you, you can have some empathy. Don't record. Don't circulate it. And I was in a, another room. I won't mention the room's name because it's ridiculous. They were more focused on doing their stories, but then they wanted to lead with this story. And this guy said, is it bad that I want to see the video? I'm like, are you kidding? Yes, it's fucking bad. That's yes, it's fucking bad, it. bro. I was I was out of there, and I should share the name of the, of the show, but I won't be that nah, petty right now because yeah. I'm not that yeah, I don't get no light here. I'm not get. I'm not right that here. type of. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna focus on the light and move forward. But I just thought that was hella disgusting. It's like he was really like, oh, and he was like, she was like, oh, is it really bad that? He said, is it bad? I want to see the video though. And the guy, one of the people who are the mods and leaders of of this uh, room, was like, uh, no, that's not bad. I mean, it's up there for everybody to see. It's news. It's what's happened. So I mean, no, yeah, I don't think it's bad that you want to see it. I'm like, you just want to find glory in this. What glory, what joy, what benefit of your life does it give mm -hmm. to you? You know, that's why I'm just, uh, humanity needs a, I don't know, a reset or something. I don't know. I thought maybe through the pandemic when we were in a lockdown that people mm -hmm. would get some type of clue or reset. But it's clear to me that has not happened. And I don't know what it's going to take. For you know what's crazy, clue. though? But you know what's really mm -hmm. crazy? This is how people should counter this. this. And I'm saying this with my whole chest. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, would you want to see your mother like that? Yeah. Ask yourself, would you want someone to see your brother like that? Would you want to see someone in your family laying there, dying, gasping for air, head blown fuck off? Would you like to see that? That's the question oh, people no. should ask themselves when they ask these stupid questions. Oh, is that bad for me to want to see that? Dog, you can actually keep that to yourself. When you want to go look at it, that's on you. 
But you're gonna really ask people that question? That shit is crazy I'm, to me, I'm man. Blocking, you know what, I'm Jerry? Blocking people who share that video. If you share that video on social media and you on my list or time, I'm blocking. Yeah. You. I don't want to see death like that. Like that shit is. You know what? Mm -hmm. One night I was sitting up here and I'm looking for some entertainment that doesn't include killing and people being massacred. And I thought about it and I was like, why can I not find just some some cool stuff to watch that doesn't include all of this this death? And then I thought about it. And I thought about back to the Coliseums. And this is something that in t entertainment was watching people be killed and be torn apart by lions and all of these types of things. And so people are using their primitive minds, but we're in a day and time where we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to, to watch death and consider it a form of entertainment. So, I mean, I think that was DJ that said, you know, shut down anybody who's wanting to watch that because we don't live in a time where our resources and our ability to, to um, find good entertainment are limited. It's unlimited at this point. So, you know, unfortunately, this is where we are in terms of the way we're thinking um, and we can't, we can't legislate scruples. You know, and, and these people doing this, it's just unscrupulous and disrespectful to say the least. Um, so yeah, let's just, let's just start finding and producing things that are more um, fulfilling to, to ingest. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm gonna say this, I just wanna jump in really quick. And again, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna say this is the total problem um, in our communities. I'm gonna speak for black people in our communities. This is why, at least one of the issues, this is why we're so desensitized to what these kids are doing at these young ages of pulling out guns and shooting people. You know why? They're seeing this shit constantly over and over. They're seeing this shit. They're seeing these images. It's almost like every day. That is one of these problems. Because I know when I was a kid, shit, like, when I was growing up, motherfuckers feared seeing motherfuckers get shot and killed and all that shit. Now, you seen that shit on a daily basis. So imagine the young kids, because people always ask, yo, why are we seeing, and again, it's not all of the problems, but it definitely is one of them. 14 and 15 years old, why is it so common that now death is nothing? Death is literally nothing to these kids now. You have these wars that's going on in multiple cities where they are killing each other like crazy, like it ain't nothing. Like literally nothing. Your life absolutely means nothing to me and vice versa. It was never hey, a time Jerry. like that. Hey, but that's Jerry. a time. That, one second, then you, you can just jump in. There was a time now you see it so much that it's like common. It's common. It's common like every day. So you think that doesn't wear on kids these days seeing these images over and over and over again. Oh shit. I hear the kids talking like, yo, they push his wig back. Yo, that shit crazy. They're not saying yeah. the fear. They saying that shit out of like excitement. Like I'm like, damn, this yeah. is how some of the kids. So no again, sensitivity to it whatsoever. Right. Right. So again, I'm not saying that's all the issues, but that is definitely one issue. And that's why I have a problem with social media and what they're doing with like showing shit like this. But go ahead, brother, you want to hey, say Hey Jerry, something? you said something hey, Jerry, earlier said something that 
was on the money. I'm not going to say no names or who it is, but we all pretty much know who it is on this platform that is older than damn near everybody on here and is endorsing and promoting rooms where instead of utilizing their age and influence to teach the young people, there's a better way of resolving your conflicts, there's a better way uh, of handling things. They give it they give it all of the light with the negativity, man. They give they, that that's disgusting to me when you see older people who uh, are supposed to lead the way, encouraging or or just cheerleading this kind of behavior on the low. Like, you know what I mean? We we got to take responsibility as parents, and we got to take responsibility as elder statesmen to where we have to do our part to eliminate that. Like it's disgusting. I went in another room. I won't, like I said, I won't say who it is, but the young lady who spoke earlier kind of cop probably in the same room and they're over there posting videos and you know what I mean? It's disgusting. Like it's, it's really disgusting. This dude is another young, tragically murdered dude that shouldn't have went out at that age. You know what I'm saying? At all. You know what I mean? And it's disgusting that they got a death video that that's where we are in society that we got to post death videos without any consideration of the family without any consideration of anything and without it's, their permission too on it's, top of that it's awful you know what i mean and 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 it, it has to be if i'm ever in the same room and that dude talks and i got a speaker i'm gonna let him have it because i feel like he's complicit in a lot of ways to this type of culture you know what i mean and somebody has got to call him on it and you know what I mean? And I'm going to land on that. Nah, I appreciate hey you, you saying Good morning. Good morning. Who's Sorry, speaking? Dear. No, no, who's it's speaking? Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Ashley Sweet. Uh, yep. <laughs> hey. Thank you, Ashley. I just wanted to say to the, I think it was the young lady, I think Billy who said it, as far as like going back to like the olden times and watching lions tear apart. I mean, it's, I mean, it's even go back older than that, too, as far as watching people be hung and, um, you know, put put on trial in front of us. And then to watch it go to a hanging and everything like that. Like, I literally always said when that whole world star, all that shit came out, I was like, world star is like the new age going to the middle of town to watch a hanging be, be taking place. And I'm like, yo, nobody wants to be like, you see a fight and then you want to be like, oh, this going on world star. Like, no, I would never be that person that would be behind the camera talking about some world star. Like, no, I would either be the person walking away um, or trying to break up the fight if it was if it's my people in it trying to break up that fight or I'm gonna walk away because I'm number one I'm black uh, number two I, I value my life um, you know even when I was younger I still wasn't looking to be in the middle of no mess because I get it when you're young you're dumb and you full of cum and all this other stuff or whatever all the saying goes but it's still a sense of like yo I I am not that desensitized that I would want to sit here and watch any kind of videos that is going to show somebody's ending of their life. Like, no, thank you. I'm not signing up for that. Um, I love thrillers. Don't get me wrong. It's seen as how we fresh off of Halloween and I love a horror film, but I know that's not real, but something that is real. No, thank you. I, I'll go ahead and bow out gracefully. And mm -hmm. I'm a land. Nah, thank you for saying that. Go ahead, and then I want to back to Yeah, so I, I wanted to address something that Chativi has said in the chat. It said, what's the difference? We're sitting around talking about it right now. Look at the title. We're still using someone's desk for clicks, no matter how you try and slice it. 
Um, okay, so our room, we're an entertainment and news program. That's what we do with Hip Hop Rewind, and it affects the culture. So when something affects the culture, we have to talk about it. But there are rooms on Clubhouse right now that are literally describing bit by bit what was in that video. That's the difference with that. Now, if you don't agree with it, you can definitely leave, that's for sure. But I think we have an opportunity to talk about why people don't like that. Why mm-hmm. it's, why it's insensitive to the family because one, like I said, um, and let me put my PR hat on for just a second. Um, they didn't have permission from the family to do that. And I think that's something a lot of people squirt around a lot. Well, well, anybody could take it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, you, you still got to have a certain part of permission. There is a certain type of decency. I don't care what your religious affiliation is. It's called humanity. Okay. And they didn't have permission. So we're sitting here taking videos of people on the worst day instead of being supportive or even just leaving the situation. You know what I mean? That's, I think, where people are frustrated and they are tired and they are tired of Black lives and Black bodies being used for sport and entertainment values. Because again, the room I was in today, real briefly, I was like, well, let me see what's happening. And that guy was like, oh, is it bad I want to look at this video? It wasn't for support. It was it was his salacious attitude was like basically salivating at the mouth. Let me see it. And that is disgusting. And that's the thing where a lot of people are fed up with that, especially when it comes to black people. And this is why with the Till movie that just came out, they did not showcase any black violence because they said they are sick of seeing black people distributed that way for entertainment value, but rather the Till family wanted to tell the story of a beautiful black boy that was extracted out of this world unjustfully. And so I just wanted to land my plane there and say that, that we are not talking about this for sport because there's a lot of rooms that are doing this, but for informational purposes. And I think we're coming together as a collective to air our frustration and our grief. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. And I want to add to that, uh, to whoever was asked that question, you know, we're not saying that people can't talk about it. We part of the hip hop community. Let's be clear on that. There are people that's part of hip hop that loves the culture, loves the music that support these artists. We can't tell or dictate any news outlet or wannabe news outlet or uh, TV program or TMZ or uh, Hollywood Unlock or the Shade Room not to report on it. That's not the issue. So I want to be very clear when we say that. Because people need the information to just know what's going on in their communities. So that is, I think it's more of having a responsible way of communicating that to people. That's the issue that I have. It hasn't even been 12 hours. And we got people on here showing the video, talking about it, and being real disrespectful to him and his family. That's the, pip, the part. So I hope that answers any questions. There's thousands of room. People, listen, I'm going to tell you this now. People are going to be talking about this all day. So you, you, let's be clear on that. It's going to be talked about here. It's going to be talked in other rooms, other outlets, and other media people. You're going to see it on Say Cheese. You're going to see it on Jasmine Brand. You're going to see it all the way through because these are prominent members, prominent people in hip-hop Like that's are super successful. So that's their job to do that. Unfortunately, we're in this space now. We've been producing a highly successful podcast. 
that we're in this space too. We're literally called the Hip Hop Rewind. So we're gonna talk about it, but we're gonna give it some respect and give people the information as it becomes available to us, because someone just back channeled me something, and I'm gonna talk about this in a second. I'm actually gonna post it um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, of kind of maybe what led up to this thing and, and everything else. So I'm gonna put that up. Uh, some telephone messages and stuff like hey, that. Hey Jerry. Yes. This blue. Whatever you're done, I was gonna chime in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I just want to clear that up for anybody is that you know nobody has the uh, the, the right of saying what people can't report on. We're not saying that on any space. We're just saying, let's be more respectful to people's family on how you do it, even if it's your space. And that's what you actually do every day. Let's have a little respect. And I'll always flip the shoe on other people. If it was your family, how would you want them to handle you? Once you pose that question to yourself, that should always settle things in your mind. Always. If that was your family member that you loved and you cared for, would you want to see them laying out like that? That's it. Once you get that question, I should answer anything else that you have in your mind of what's right and wrong. That's all. And hey, I'm not nobody's judge or nobody's maker. Uh, go ahead, Blue, please. All right, man. Um, being from Georgia, this hurts. Um, in my PTR, I personally took this picture in um 2014 when um Migos came to Augusta um for a party. And I'm gonna be honest, Takeoff was actually the only one who was kind of like chill the whole night. Um, you know, he came like, you know, he dapped us up. Um, what happened was um they this um guy skipped the flipper. He was uh, a part of um you know, uh, YRN, and um, he actually was cool with a friend of mine named Cooks because Cooks used to date his sister. And, you know, we was on stage with them, you know, chilling and things like that. They was performing a couple of songs, and it was just all love from him. And it just hurts because he really was uh, not a confrontational person. Um, you know, if you know, you know. And I just, I, I agree with you, and I agree with Vanessa wholeheartedly that, you know, the news is going to be reported, but I, I do applaud you both for, you know, just just, you know, speaking to, you know, the, the validity of it and just really just saying, like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, let's let's try to just at least let people know what's going on. Let's, you know, give it context and let's just kind of speak like positivity. And my, I'm here to speak the positivity about someone that I've met and you know how his music was actually, you know, one of my favorites out of everything. And I, I it hurts to lose someone of this nature in the way that we lost them. Um, I, I've seen a video, it is sick. It is very sick that someone will really take their phone out because that's, that's the world we're in right now. And it, it's, it's sad, man. And a lot of people, you know, I'm gonna bring up Charleston White as an example. A lot of people, you know, think he's crazy and this and there, but he's right. He's like, hey, if I get junk and I see people with their phone out, I'm gonna shoot the people with their phone because it's like, what you got your phone out for? Like for what? Like what do you what do you gain from this? And for the people to just constantly post it, constantly post it, man, it it, it really is sick, man. And I, I I really don't know how to wrap my head around it. Um, like I literally just woke up and seen your room. I didn't see anything else. I just, I literally just woke up um, and I seen this room and this, it hurts, man. It, it really does hurt. I, I, Georgia, you know, um, Atlanta area, Gwinnett area, um, they lost a real one. 
and it, it's 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 just truly sad for me. And I I still don't know how to wrap my red around, uh, head around it. Um, just prayers up for his family. Prayers up for Quavo who had to endure that. Um, I do hope that Quavo and you know Offset can really really put aside side their differences, man. Because you you never know when you're gonna lose your brother, bro. Like like you never know how people are gonna leave you. And I do hope that this can be like a a moment where they can just be like, you know what, fuck the bullshit, fuck everything else. You know, we we need each other, not even just for music or business. Like we just need to be solid for each other. Like fuck fuck losing your friends over women or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure exactly how they broke up, but I just really hope that that they can really mend their relationship and they can just be more positive, you know, in the future. And I land there. That was a great sum up there, I my just, brother. I Hold just, on one second. Oh. One second. I got you. I promise. Uh, welcome, Jay. Jay, I just want to give you the space, man. You you know, our show, our rooms is always done respectfully and tastefully. And um, I, I'd love for you to kind of give us some more background and depth into it because you was actually there, Jay, if you feel like speaking, my brother. What's going on, brother? Uh, I can't really speak on it on too much of it right now. I'm getting informed by my team, but um, I, I would say maybe about ninety percent of what you guys are talking about is correct, though. But there are some things that that you know that isn't really valid to the whole situation. Though. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, I think that was Bougie trying to talk. You can go ahead, at Bougie, and I want to post something in, in a second and. You don't even have to uh, comment on it as, as well, Jay, but I want to put it out there because someone definitely back-channeled me and say, hey, uh, maybe you should talk about this because there's actually some messages that kind of gives us maybe some light of what kind of escalated into the situation because there's some text messages or whatever people are sharing. Uh, Bougie, was that you talking? If you want to chime in, you can. You know, I'm sad. To, I'm sorry. I, yo, Blue, I woke up to this too, literally. That boy was 28 and nobody deserves to die like that nobody does and you know jerry you're right um i had to step away when you were talking about people being critical of you having a conversation and i'm like but the only way we have we fix things the only way we meaningfully move together and move and elevate and progress as a culture is if we sit down and have conversations about what the fuck is going on. Excuse me, but it's, it's early and I ain't had no coffee. Um, about what's going on in our community. We gotta have these conversations that are uncomfortable. We have to start talking to our children and to each other about why they are killing each other over nothing. Nothing. And, you know, it's, it's like, you're right. We have gotten so desensitized as a culture, as a people, that um, instead of running to get help, people are running to take fucking videos. Like, wh what is going on here? We have the opportunity to reset, to stop, to move in a different direction. But the only way we do that is if we absolutely make the commitment that to acknowledge that there's a problem in the first place. But absolutely, you know, everybody nah, wants right. to be here for, and that's not about for clicks and likes. I got you, Shannon. 
You know, this is this is real life. Mm-hmm. These are people, these are human beings. Even if they are celebrities, they're people. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, what the like this don't make no sense. Nah, I, I definitely appreciate your sentiment and uh thank you for sharing. Uh Bougie, you know you're always welcome here. Uh Shannon, you want to jump in? Uh, yeah, I was just first of all, let me let me, let me be correct. Uh, I just want to send condolences um, to to take off family um, and to those that knew him the best. Um, obviously, I did not know take off personally. Um, I was introduced to, to to Migos through being a fan of Drake. I'll be honest, um, but but I want to say this on on the hills of what Bougie said, where she she spoke about this very articulately, right? Is that we do have to start having these these conversations. What I'm saddened about is that instead of us talking about what happened, a lot of people want to cancel the culture, right? Like they want to cancel the music. They want to cancel um, the things that where I, if I'm having a bad day that I'm drawn to, right? Like sometimes um, if I want to get in my bag, you know, I can, I can, I can listen to Migos, or I can listen to Drake, but then I'm the same person that'll go and listen to Anita Baker, or Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? And so I think like the message today should not be canceling culture, right? This has provided opportunities for people. I think that there's accountability and responsibility that should be t- talked about. But from what I'm hearing, right, is that y'all, he wasn't even the one that was chewing dice. And we can't act like we can't act like rich people don't gamble. I I, I don't understand that. I I don't understand how we've gotten to this place to where instead of having the dialogue, we would rather go to the low hanging fruit of canceling the culture, the thing that embodies a lot of us. Right. And, And there's and there's so many different genres and different sectors that you can pull from. But I'm very confused on on today how he was just regular being himself outside, right? He's to me one of the most laid back out of the three. Um and yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't even his battle, right? It wasn't even yep. his thing. And so like what I want to say is that to see him pass from just being outside and then people want to tie it to lyrics like where are oh my we? God. Yeah, like where are we? I like, hate that, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that, Jerry, that, that's the only reason why I wanted to, to speak is that the, what we are facing now, right, is that there's a, to me, a censorship instead of like conversation about accountability and, and what, you know, music is put, is put out, right? I, I do think like it really does start in the home, you know, like I, I personally don't subscribe to drill music. I, I couldn't have that on my brain all the time, but I also know, right, like I was young once and, and, and people told me that you know Pac, big j like that ain't good for you that ain't good for you, you know what i mean and so you gotta allow people to evolve i am saddened by all the young brothers and sisters that that are affected by gun violence um that that have been affected from whether it be music or just within our communities but i think we need to talk about that as well right um it's very sad what happened to take off but let's be very clear there are young people that are dying in, in the streets that don't have a name to us yep. but having yep. them to the family members and so i think we really need to take a strong look and i thank you for the space i thank you for it being positive when i came in i didn't hear you know people wanting to cancel the culture but i just want y'all to be mindful right now on clubhouse is a lot of rooms that are pointing to lyrics and saying like oh well you can't say this and you can't say that this man was just being a regular a regular young man right not even gambling watching his uncle mm. gamble and lost his yeah. life 
Um, can I can I jump can in real I, quick? Because I, I disagree. Um, and you said agree. A, it, I dis, she said disagree. A, it's not a strong. Go ahead, Monique. Because you know everybody has the right to their own opinion on this, but um, like when I woke up and saw text messages, and the first thing that I go on Twitter and see is a death video. Um, immediately I thought to myself, damn, like all we listen to is murder music. All we listen to when these like, you know, certain rooms that recap shit and do all of this stuff, it starts off 30 minutes of murder music. It puts you in a zone. Um, that, That can't be skipped over. I think that it's a little bit selfish of us to want to preserve the culture right now when someone is is dead. Um, I don't even want to talk about the culture, to be honest with you. I think it's a, a non-factor in this. I think it's us. And I think that we need to, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of selfish. I think we should, that's just my opinion though. Um, everybody has a right to their own opinion. And I absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. Your, your, all opinions are valid. I want to be clear on that. We, the thing that we pride ourselves here is we're not a monolith. You have the right to your opinion, your thought processes, all that. And that's what creates great discourse. Um, and it can still be respectful, even if you you disagree. Like you know? we uh, all love hip hop. We all love hip hop. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. You know, let's, make, let's make no mistake about it, but there's a danger in this music. And I don't think that we can shirk around it. But Monique, these are their blues. Hold on one second, hold on one second, bougie. It's again, people have the right to their opinion. We're not gonna Absolutely. make it right, oh, no, make listen, it into listen, uh, that type right. of thing. We're good. But, but, but I wanna, but I wanna make good. it clear when we talk That's about fine. this, we don't say, and this is the narrative that guess, yeah, it's murder music, but like to Shannon's point, if anything, it is absolutely them talking about what they see in Chicago, in Atlanta, in Seattle, pick a place. This is going on regardless. This talks about where we are as a people. So to me, once the mute, once the people change, I am sure that the actual product that is being produced is changed. Why? Because they're going to be talking about something else. So right, but I think. But, no, nah, but hold on, hold on. But I think what her point is saying that just because you are telling people what you're seeing every day doesn't mean that that has to be the primary message that you get out to people. You know what I'm saying? There could be other stories that can also be told. You know what I'm saying? I I, I listen to it all. Uh, drill, uh, deep rap, Southern rap. I listen to all of it. What I think on both sides that everybody is making, which is great points is don't blame the culture because two things could be right. Don't blame the culture and say everything is wrong with hip hop because these messages from some certain rappers are being promoted. At the same time, you can also say, yo, this is what I'm seeing every day. This is all I know. That's a deeper issue than rap. If this is all that you're seeing in your communities, it's deeper than music, y'all. That's other societal issues that's, that's going my on. Point. That's my point. All right. That's why that's why that's why I'm eloquating it on both ends that we understand on both sides. So it doesn't have to be this clash of, oh, it's the culture, it's the music. Oh, I hate it because this is what they play every day. Bro, there are 
bigger societal issues of why we're seeing this. This is why when Chuck D and, and Public Enemy, they also spoke to shit that was going on in the community, right? But they gave it a different perspective. So I was just saying that just to uh, make sure that everybody's points is mm -hmm. valid here and that we actually understand. And I think Brandon was next. Uh, yeah. But yes, please. Go ahead, Brandon. Morning, everyone. So, like, the media's narrative of hip-hop and, like, wanting to cancel it, because hip-hop is a fairly new genre of music, like, you don't see the same attack on, like, heavy metal music and, like, the sadistic music <laughs> within their community. So, like, right. it, it's a narrative that you paint, because if you listen to heavy metal and go back and listen to the stuff that was in the 70s and 80s that the Headbanger Ball and MTV used to produce a series behind it that would come on after midnight and like the satanic shit that goes on on stage like nobody attacks that genre of music the way that they attack hip-hop like the music is the music and unfortunately in our community some people take these things as literal narratives that people are doing these things on a day-to-day -day basis if the things in music were documentaries or factual information like everybody would have bricks of cocaine, everybody would have people running from Mexico, so on and so forth. So like, at some point, the music is the music, but not everybody has a discernment to say, I'm using it from an entertainment standpoint. So they, they try to imitate it. But then the socioeconomics that goes on in our community, the lack of food, uh, and other things that we've spoke about ad nauseum exacerbates the things that we have. And like a certain piece of it is from a governmental standpoint, a certain piece of it is our people need to do better. Um, and a, a certain piece of it is people just don't value life anymore because we think everything that we see and read is factual information. So like you have this convergence of different points that are coming together in the middle. Um, but please understand that the same things that are happening in the inner city that is reported at ad nauseum is happening in rural areas with white people too. Like the black on black crime thing that you always hear about, like crime is a thing of proximity. You're going to commit crimes against people who are in the general vicinity of where you are. White on white crime is a thing. Asian on Asian crime is a thing. But because of the, <laughs> the right. narrative that the media paints is these black people are savages and they kill each other. Well, if you live in a community that is made up of people like you, the same burglary, the same murder, everything else that happens in other communities, but they don't cover it the way that they cover us. You know, it, it always points to Chicago, Houston, Memphis, uh, when you want to exacerbate the things that are going on in the black community. But there are black communities where things are thriving but you never hear those stories. So like if all you hear is the negative side of something and they never give you the positive side to balance it, your perception of something is it's really, really negative. Like pay attention to the news. When do you ever see, or rarely do you see, I'm not gonna say never, rarely do you see them give us balance from a media standpoint that highlights the good things that we do in our community. We find that on accident, but the bad shit, you find that front and center every day. So like from a, a, a narrative standpoint, because your diet is more than the things that you put in your mouth, it's the things you consume with your eyes and the things that you consume with your ears. And if the things that you're consuming from a media standpoint always points negative, your subconscious automatically goes to a negative thought when things come up because they're not giving you the balance of it. And the, the room that is here 
you know how to find the positive things. So you give yourself balance. So you're part of the people that get it. But there's a larger piece of our community that doesn't know how to do that for themselves. And the negative is seeping into them more and more. And I'll land there. And I'm going to say this really quick, just to hammer what he said. <clears throat> the videotaping, I, I meant that on social media in general. I'm not even just talking about us. I want to be clear. It's not a, this attack on us. There was a situation in New York City. It was a Chinese, a Chinese um, I want to make sure I say this right. An Asian man fell on the train tracks in New York City. Nobody helped him. The first thing someone did is take out their cameras and videotape them on the tracks. Got killed, hit by the subway train. Shit was on the front of the daily news and, and everything. My first thought, again, he's not black. The person that did it wasn't black. This is an overall issue of us being desensitized. Please Google it. Man falls on the track, front of the daily news. I just do, it's just something with social media and, and people wanted to video and tape everything, dog. Like you could have went and helped this man on the subway tracks and pulled him out. So this is not just something that happens in the black community. We're talking about overall society, these issues of everybody wanted to film every single thing. And some things are just not meant to be filmed. These is like, like super personal moments sacred moments someone's death should not be highlighted and put out there you want to talk about it you want to talk about the issues that's maybe underlying it great maybe there is some way we can get to it but i'm gonna be honest and maybe i need to be the one to say it in the room seems like we keep having these same conversations over and over that's all i'm gonna say and even though yes some white people be gambling they be getting into some shit i would like to see how many of these cases though it's white people pulling out and shooting each other at the dice games or gambling spots. Everybody fights. I'm telling you, that's just how that's what gambling is about, guys. I'm telling you right now. In the oh, heat they ain't never been to a gambling spot then. Right, right. Okay, exactly. That that that's my point. It, it it happens, right? I'm not saying it doesn't happen. So I want to be clear on that. I'm just saying there's a saying in our communities, man, more motherfuckers die the dice game. And I'm not saying that this is uh um a situation that actually lends to that because again rest in peace to yeah. uh take off because he wasn't even shooting the dice he wasn't even gambling innocent bystander. Innocent from, bystander. right innocent bystander but my point is at a lot of our dice games and that's something that we know that's true as us motherfuckers don't be playing at the dice game bro motherfuckers be getting killed to that whether it's a, a, a nice one in the in the joint whatever it, it, it usually doesn't it doesn't end up well in a lot of dice games and a lot of gambling things I see with white people. Yeah, motherfuckers fight. Should we see that football games? Niggas losing their fucking shirt. <laughs> they lose their house because white people be gambling like motherfucker. They be putting up thirty towels. They putting up their rent, their house, all that shit. And yeah, shit gets testy. I just don't see a lot of that where the first thing is that they're pulling out guns and shooting the motherfucker over it. So, mm -hmm. again, I could be wrong, but, hey, put in the chat if you show me different. I love it. Game uh, of Uno. Draw a phone. Uh, I tried to kill him. Let me know when I did I'll, I'll say this, Jerry. Like, what you were mentioning about the how it gets heated and stuff. I remember a couple of months ago we were talking about spades and stuff like that. And I, I'm one of the black people. I don't know. I don't know how to play spades, right? Why I didn't learn how to play spades is because my dad, who's from Chicago, 
you know, family from New Orleans. He then migrated up to Chicago, and that's where he was born and lived. He said he's seen too many times where literally people pulled out knives and guns on people over, did you renege, this, not have the right book, and then over a spades game. And he said, my Crazy, children bro. will not be involved in that. And people are like, that's dumb reason. That's dumb reason. You see why? Because he's like, you can't be in a situation where he said, my job is to keep my family safe. He said, I've seen yeah. too many times where I can manage my emotions, but you can't mm-hmm. manage somebody else's emotions and what they've been through and all this other stuff. You that's don't know all the, all the mess that they've seen and what they do, all the unhealed trauma, and then just going to unload on you. And my dad right. was like, I don't want my children to be a part of that. Is spades wrong? Is it bad? It's not a this evil game. It's not. But when it gets heated and de- you know the deception is up behind it, that's the intent. That's where he can say, Vanessa, you your that. family members won't talk to you they for three won't. more picnics and three yes. more barbecues over over spades. Over, over Listen. Spades. And Listen, how many white people are getting That's killed over Jim Rummy? How many people are getting killed over Jim Rummy? I need to oh, show me that. <laughs> oh, biz whiz. Show me that. Yeah. Show me that. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm to Brandon's point earlier about how media just really like portrays like just you know people of color in a negative way. I've actually wrote about this in, in um, my local newspaper years ago when I was in high school. So I went to Glen Hills High School in Augusta, Georgia. Um, if you are, you know, from the area, you know it was actually one of the toughest schools in the whole entire, like, um, city. Um, we had fights every day. We had um, bomb threats often. Um, a lot of wild stuff happened, right? Um, and every time situations happen negatively, Every newspaper, every newspaper, every news channel was there. I mean, literally, it was often, right? Um, but we also signed the most, because um, I played football as well. My senior year, we signed the most students to college. We signed six students to full scholarships in football. And we only had one newspaper come. We had a... Um, fashion show where we actually had like a, a famous designer come, no newspaper on was there. And I was upset about it. So I actually wrote an article to the newspaper and it actually was published because I, I spoke about that. I said, yo, we have so much positivity going on here at the school and nobody comes to report it. Nobody comes to look at it. Nobody comes to, you know, expose what we have going on positive. But as soon as there is a rape allegation, oh, everybody's there. As soon as someone, you know, there's a big fight where, you know, people are who aren't even students pulling up, oh, everybody's there. Um, as soon as there's an alleged shootout, oh, everybody's there. And I just got tired of it because at the end of the day, y'all want to put out this this narrative, and I get it, right? You, you're reporting the news, but if you're going to report the news, let's report all news. Because at the end of the day, we have a lot of positive things going on. Like I said, man, like we we signed six students in the whole entire CSRA. That's including the outside countries. I mean, counties. But everybody was at Aquinas where one white student went to Auburn and didn't even do shit at Auburn. Everybody was there, though. It, like I'm talking about every um, news station, News Channel 6, Channel 12, F26. All of them was there for him, right? Just because he went to Auburn and didn't do a damn thing at Auburn. But nobody was there for us. We only had one news channel come for us. And they only they didn't interview anybody. They just filmed us and that was it. 
Have you ever? You know heard, what? Though, I just want to say this. Have you ever heard that when it comes to media, it's called when it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Meaning it, the stories that are the most gory and horrific are usually the, the stories yeah, that lead that. in the media. No, I get that, right? Mm -hmm. But I also have a county called Columbia County. That's like the next county over where a lot of white people, um, you know, mostly attend. And I can assure you, I hear stories about race wars, about like so many people fighting, stabbings, a, a, a kid got killed at a school. Guess what? It wasn't reported anywhere. Not Let me anywhere. just say this, though. But the thing is this. We got to be very clear and very honest this country was founded okay the the birth and conception of this country of this land was was through blood violence and murder Let, let's let's not delude ourselves so when we sit here and have conversations about how problematic the music is i'm like bro this ain't a black thing. This ain't a poor thing. This ain't a country thing. This is an American thing. Because when you go to other countries and you look at other places, they absolutely have, they talk about how violent this country is. They send, you know, um, state, you know how um, the State Department here in the US gives reports to people who are traveling and they talk about what you have to be aware of. They tell foreign nationals, they tell their citizenry, yeah, you might want to be mindful about when you go over to Miami or you go over to Oklahoma, because guess what? The Americans, they love their guns and they love their violence. We have to stop deluding ourselves about who we are as a people. Nah, because when uh, we that... have a conversation mm -hmm. about, an honest conversation about who we are as a people and make a decision to change that narrative about who mm -hmm. we are as a people. Cause I'm gonna keep it a buck. I was going through my podcast thingies. NPR through line has a, their latest episode is asking, is America on the brink of another civil war? When we based off of what is going, where we are lying politically and how this country is so factionalized. This ain't got nothing to do with the ghetto. This is about us as a nation, as a society. And we gotta mm -hmm. take off. This is just the the most recent incident in how this country moves and functions. And we need to have, we gotta have that come to Jesus moment, that come to God moment, that come to ground moment when we realize that what we're doing is a problem so we can change this problem. Because we don't think it's a problem. We mm -hmm. love our guns. We would rather give up our health care than we would give up our guns. And that's just nah. what it is. Can, can I, I got some back? back I, I love those points you made. Yeah, because I want to get some other new voices in on this too. Um, does anybody else want to talk? Um, if you want to add it. something, Jerry. This is uh, Miss Southern Bell. Yes, Miss Southern, please. And we're going to keep popcorn style. People want to jump in. We definitely hear some new voices, and I got you as well, and Brandon. I, I did, but I want to get a couple of new people in. And I did want to say, guys, too, <laughs> this is great, the discourse that's happening, and I think that's what we want to keep going on. I know somebody had mentioned, like, if we were blame, if we – how come we're not blaming the shooter? We're definitely putting a lot of onus on the shooter, but we're also being responsible as a 
entertainment and news show um, about up. There's a lot of details that are circulating that we don't. Yeah, we have don't even yet. know who the shooter is. Yet. Um, we don't know who the shooter. Yeah, I heard the shooter fled the scene, so we don't even know. So we don't want to be irresponsible and say things that's not true. But we definitely, absolutely, are blaming anybody who had any part in that. That's for sure. So we don't want to put that impression out there. And the other thing, guys, is too is like as we are speaking and we are having this discourse and dialogue, which is beautiful. Um, make sure that we're allowing people to get their point across. Um, because we want to be respectful in this space. So just wanted to say that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, who's next? Okay, so Ms. I, I wanted to take a different lens or, or, or maybe get your feedback or thoughts on a different side of it. I'm wondering, have you talked about how this may impact the other members of, of his group? Uh, I don't know, you know, if you all have ever dealt with the, the death of a close friend or loved one, but I know that I've had family members who've had other family members who passed away and it changed them forever. Like it yeah. really changed their personality. It changed the way they function in this world. Um, mm -hmm. It can be very, very traumatic, particularly um, when people die unexpectedly, like, you know, not necessarily that, that death isn't hard at all times, but we, there is a cycle of life. So when you lose a parent, even though it's very challenging, we expect to, to um, for our parents to die before us, but you don't mm -hmm. expect someone at 28 years old to be killed. So I just wonder how this may impact the other members of the group and, you know, how they will glad. be fair after this. N no, I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, that's a, actually a great point. Um, I, I think, I mean, there can't be, um, again, it's just my, my thoughts. So... Blame everything I'm saying on me. This is my thoughts. I don't think there's going to be, because of the, fine, the family dynamic of all three members, I don't think there's going to be the Migos again, right? Just because you lost someone significant, like like a huge part of it. And, let, and I'll be the one to tell us, I'll stand on this hill. Take off lyrically is better than all them niggas. That's just me. Yeah, that's just that. <laughs> that's what a lot of people. Are that's cap. That's cap, Jerry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's just my opinion. But um, this is my opinion. But when you lose, it's a three man group. I, I believe someone as significant. I think as a family dynamic, I think they're gonna be able to cherish that the moments that they had. I actually think it's gonna bring um, Quavo and Offset to become tighter. I also believe that this is going to help wash away whatever situation that they was going through prior to this, because I actually believe that this later on would have been rectified with the Migos or whatever the situation that was going on, why Offset went his own way and the two young men went their own way as well. Because guess what? When, the, when that new contract comes around, and them labels or them different people talking about that money that's on the table for the Migos to get back together. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no woman, no anything mm -hmm. is going to stop these guys from getting their bread because you know what the Migos is about. They're all about their paper. So a mm -hmm. company probably would have made them an incredible offer that they probably could not refuse to come back and have the Migos come back as a unit, even with yeah. the situation that was going on. Um, I agree. Right, yeah. so I, I believe that. But now, as this stands, again, this is just my opinion. I don't know nothing more than anybody. I'm just mm -hmm. looking at the family dynamic 
their respect of what they was able to achieve as the Migos um, and everything. Because guess what? Quavo and um, Offset got solo careers that they can keep going on um, and, and doing. Maybe they will come back as a twosome with the Migos in honor of him. I don't know. But I think the whole Migos frame always stood on the three of them, the three Amigos, yeah, yeah, those that yeah. know the movie. So I don't think that's going to happen. Jerry, so it kind of reminds me of when um, TLC lost Left Eye, you know, even though they've reconvened and, and done some work, it's it's definitely different. And so I think yeah, the dynamic same. is forever mm-hmm. altered. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, no offense, yeah. I love I love TLC, but it, it's not the same. Seeing them is not the same. You can't replace them. Music is not the same. It, 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 it's just different. Yeah, yeah you can't replace really them, like, visually, lyrically, um, just the aesthetics of the group, the vibe of the group, you can't replace them. You know, that's it's just not a good fit. Um, and I agree with you. I don't think there is going to be another Migos together. Yeah. Um, I don't think there should be at that point because there's such a there's a magic with the three of them, right? Yeah. Um, and then they're all starting to work on things individually. And that's not Cap Shannon. That's no, not it, Cap and Shannon. I, and I do know um a couple. Of, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like a couple of days ago, there were a couple of articles circulating from different hip hop outlets and stuff that were saying that um Quavo and Takeoff were um interviewed and they asked them, you know, what's the future of Migos? What do you guys think? Are you guys going to come back together as a group? And they're like, well, actually we feel for our future that we are going to be together as a duo. So it's going to be Takeoff and Quavo. <clears throat> and now that's no more. And we know Offset, he started to do his own solo career. So with the group as it was, um, even before they're falling out, what they had, you could see that, you know, they were starting to prepare towards let's try solo projects, let's try individual things. So that was already, you know, headed towards that way. But um, mm-hmm. this definitely now seals the deal for that. And I, I just don't think you can recapture the magic. And some things don't need to be recaptured. You know, it's not like they left, you know, it, it, he's he's still around, he's not. So I think they should just leave it as it is um, and just move forward, you know, if they can. Absolutely, and who was next? I'm having an issue. I'm trying to put this link up. If anyone could Google it, maybe someone probably already have all three pictures because every time I hit the link, it's telling me for change my settings or whatever, I guess because what's being said. And I ain't got time for all that. Um, but if anybody could Google, there's a text message actually on Twitter, too. There's a text message chain that is speaking to what happened before. Let me see if I, I can look at it now. Um, I mean, you, you yeah, probably Google it at this you. point. Can you read it, Jerry? Yes, I'm going to read it. Okay, so here it is. It's, it's from a 512 number, and when you send me the link in the back channel, whatever, I'll put it up so you guys could do it. So this is what someone explained. So Quavo was shooting dice, and he was getting his pockets broke off bad. So dude had an attitude, and he tried getting aggressive with the wrong mob ties niggas. And then it's a parenthesis, not going to drop names, all right? And dude got on his ass. Then somebody they was with jumped up, and that's when everybody bunched up. Then shots just started ringing, but they were coming from somebody, uh, because they they uh <laughs> they grammar they grab their grammar's terrible, uh, from somebody Migos was with, but he was shooting wild and hit takeoff on accident 
and the other niggas start shooting back. And I think he got hit again, but ultimately his own people killed him because when he got hit the first time, I seen his body just drop. Quavo, it's another part of the text. Quavo was plexed up over some small shit. It really wasn't worth it. Takeoff was the coolest, quietest dude in the room the whole time. All right, let me see if that's that's the end of the text message. Yeah, send that link because I don't want I want people to understand that you know this is oh, actual information. And Jerry, and, I've, I've heard from other sources too that we're trying to mm-hmm. say that. Oh, and I want to say this allegedly because again, we're, yes, it's, allegedly. It's, still de- it's still a developing story, so I just want to put that out there. But uh, but I'll be clear though, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. This is from a 512 number no, that was yeah. sent to someone else, it's, and we're just putting verified. out the facts of yeah, what it is, yeah. of what they actually no. saw. But go ahead, people, V. Yeah, a lot of people are, from what I've been seeing from this morning, uh, I was getting pinged on stuff, that a lot of different people that were there are kind of like verifying the same thing or corroborating, saying the same thing, that he basically was hit from both sides. Um mm-hmm. Which is so, I mean, it's tragic anyway, but that's just like, my God, you know, it just la- adds to the trauma. But um, allegedly, that's exactly, that's what happened. Um, but of course, I know we'll probably be getting more official news pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I haven't seen any updates just yet. I've been trying to keep up the date on it. But as of right now, I haven't seen any official updates. But Jerry, that yes. was a you great segue from what I brought up because if that is the case of what happened and you know i actually pray that that is not what happened honestly Mm -hmm. because if it is there's certainly going to be some emotional toll that takes place from his own people the the survivor's guilt or survivor's remorse whether it's Mm -hmm. like had i act or governed myself differently had i not shot you know in the crowd or shot the wrong man that is elevated trauma for certain right that's that's really 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 concerning and i I want to shout out this young lady um she sent it to me the back channels as well uh shout out to you uh girl (laughs) girl fuck you (laughs) Uh, good morning to you too um uh for providing me the information but the link is right here up on top uh shout out to you because we always want to give the information correct again this is just the information that's put out there that he allegedly was hit by one of the people in his own crew, and then the crew that returned fire, again, uh, he was hit a second time. That's what they're reporting. But the person that actually sent this text, uh, because there's no name attached to you can read it for yourself, uh, he said he dropped literally right in front of him. So he saw actually what happened and that. And, and, and this goes back to the point that we made first coming into the room. No, good. I'm sorry. So what I said, they said, would it have been better if he shot the right man? I'm not trying to mm. say that at all. Let me just make it clear. But it certainly is much more dramatic to shoot a relative, a family member, a friend than to shoot a stranger. It's the reason why it's the reason why um, surgeons can't provide, do surgery on their own relatives. You just can't. So to, to say I'm, I'm minimizing if someone random had been shot. Absolutely not. Any shooting, any death is traumatic and it's it's really sad and unfortunate. I'm just saying to be shot or to shoot your, By own, your own people, or family member, that it, it's like friendly fire and war. It is traumatic. 
But yeah. Jerry, and, that 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 that's speaking? what I think. It's Shannon. That's that, that, that uh -huh. that's the that's the whole point that that like when I spoke earlier that I was trying to make, right? Is that let me say it again. Quavo was just being a regular smegula dude like any of the yeah. rest of us. He was just out yeah. being regular. Like it wasn't on no rap. It wasn't on no nothing. And so to tie and correlate, right? And I think, mm -hmm. listen, um, I think most most people know, I'm, and I'm sorry, I, I believe I said Quavo take off because um, I wanted to talk about Quavo. Quavo's his uncle, right? And I think like that throws a whole nother dynamic in it. And I just want to say this like across the board, like I really, I really am rah-rah in real life, right? But I also have the emotional intelligence that sometimes I back I back down a little bit, right? Like I, I don't have time for you cutting me off. Then we roll rage, like all of these things. Like these are things that are ingrained in our society, right? Like, and I, again, I will say, like if y'all don't think people are out here gambling and that things don't get heated and they don't look like us. You're crazy. Like you're talking about money and I don't want to throw in mob ties and all that other stuff because it, it might be true, but it could be so far from the truth. Um, right. Cause everybody in Houston is not mob tied, right? Like it, 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 that's just not factual. Right. But, um, <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it's, 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 that's just not Everybody factual. ain't gangster. Right. <laughs> Correct. And so mm -hmm. I, I just want to say like, I try to use like a, a lot of artists because we do know them, right? Like when Drake and Pusha had their back and forth, right? And and Drake was told like, don't respond. Sometimes you gotta have somebody in your crew and in your circle that looks you in your soul and says, it ain't worth it, let it go, right? So something like this doesn't happen. And if what happens, the, what we're saying, you know, it, it, it alleged at this point, but if that is true, this does happen, y'all. Like everybody ain't got good aim. Uh, and, and and again, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying that to just That's caution true. us all that like not everybody is out here at the gun range and has good range, a good a good good aim and understands like these are moving targets. And and, and, and again, it's unfortunate. I, I'm very saddened by this, but I do want to say I don't want us to be a space of an echo chamber where we're promoting the same things that other rooms are, are are promoting which is we're trying to tie this to the culture this is this is an incident that could unfortunately happen to any of us right it, it's it's That's something you, they were at a bowling alley and, yeah. and they were and, and let me say this too for for those that, that are, aren't aware they weren't in the hood y'all i keep hearing everybody like not in here but i, I keep hearing like people wanting to like give like this dark like oh they were shooting dice like they were in a back corner in the hood no y'all did y'all not see? that's a rooftop that is a rooftop it was a bowling alley <laughs> yeah. like you know what i mean like i, I just wanted just to let her land we got her oh yeah yeah no i'm letting land i just wanted to provide that context and then also i did want to say like on 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 the hills of of what Miss Kumbaya said, I, I just want to say like you're his uncle witnessed it, and to know that it might have been ignited by his actions, I, I do feel like um, at the the music at this point, it, it doesn't probably really matter to them. I think like the mourning and the grieving and the healing is the most important. No, that's yeah. not so bad. I just wanted to build on that. Um, I think I think that's absolutely true. I encourage everybody in this room to resist the temptation to fall for the anti-black trope of this being hood culture. Um, black people's proximity to death, unfortunately, in an anti-black world is very different than other people. Um, we don't 
talk about hood culture when Ahmaud Arbery or Breonna Taylor or George Floyd is murdered. Some of us may, unfortunately, because we engage in anti-blackness in ways that are just unfor- very unfortunate and problematic as hell. All forms of anti-blackness are, but I think that temptation exists as Shannon put it, it's, it's permeating the entire app right now. And I want to build on what Bougie said, which is, this is us. This is us. This is as American as apple pie, um, as the saying goes. Violence, death. Um, we have, well, some of us anyway, have no problem when a bombing happens in Pakistan, when a family separated, not only at the border, but also within our own country, when we separate uh, Black families from one another, whether it's through uh, children being separated from their parents um, through egregious processes from the state, or whether it's in prison. Prison, like we see this often, and this is this is what America does. And when you have this kind of culture, it's going to exist in very small areas, and in very, and it's going to happen in very random ways. Um, I remember when I was in London one time uh, giving a talk in the. I asked the gentleman, well, a gentleman asked me, he was like, where was I from? And I told him I'm from the U.S. He knew, he was like, obviously, I know you're from the U.S., but where? I was like, Virginia. And, you know, he spoke about it. And he said, you know, I asked him rather, I was like, you know, have you ever been to the U.S.? And I believe Bougie alluded to this earlier. And the person was like, oh, goodness, no, I would never go to the U.S. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, because I heard all, everybody could carry a gun, right? This is how the international community, or at least one segment of it, views us. We are gun-carrying folks who hold not only hold on to our guns, but really enjoy violence. And so again, I encourage people to resist the temptation of saying that this is a part of hood culture. There are dice games where this doesn't happen. There are dice games when people aren't murdered. There are dice games and spade games and so on and so forth that people just talk shit, they keep it moving, they put money on the ground, they put money wherever and they keep it pushing. So this is just, again, I think a product of American culture and it's so unfortunate that we lost a young life. It's always unfortunate, unfortunate to lose life. And so I send my condolences to his family and those who love him and those who are grieving right now. I'll land there. Thank you, brother. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Amahun. Um, uh, sorry if I'm not pronouncing it correctly, but I appreciate you, brother. You've been in numerous spaces with us, and I, I appreciate you um, adding that part. And before I come to anyone else, once again, man, <clears throat> this is the Hip Hop Rewind. This is our podcast that we record every day, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We actually had a whole nother show that we wanted to do that we just said, you know what, let's talk about this because obviously we are a hip hop show. Um, and it's important that if we're going to talk about the culture in the glorious times, the great times when the new music is being released or the latest video or concept or um, the selling or number one artist that we also talk about some of the negative stuff that goes on as well. You know, it has to be a balance. It has to be some accountability and maybe Again, it, it does seem like we constantly having this same conversation, and that goes to the point that Shannon made of like how many times things sometimes happens in, the, in these situations, and this might not be that same situation, um, but we, we just gotta you know talk about what goes on in our community. So everybody's opinions and thought processes are valid here, and once again, it's the hip hop rewind, and um, just trying to provide a safe space for people to come talk. And have rational thought and um yeah just maybe add something to it uh who was in the queue to uh talk 
Um, Brandy, uh, Blue, I think Brandy wanted to speak about the culture. Blue wanted to go na- um, as well. Okay. And does anybody, before I let them two go, anyone else want to be put in the queue to speak? Okay. So we let them two go and then we. Uh, Is that Ma- Micah, were you coming off mic to be in queue? Yeah, I was. Okay. Then you, okay. You'll cool. go after so we have Blue. The, okay. So we have those three. All right. So go ahead. Uh, who was first? Brandon or Blue? Brandon. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah. Um, so, like, as we're having a conversation about, like, our culture and the things that happen in our communities, um, like, I just want people to, to take a moment, because in the chat, uh, people are saying, you got to stop blaming the media. The media isn't the people that's pulling the trigger, but the media is the people that frame it. Like, the gang culture that we hear about within our communities, like, when do you hear stories about neo-Nazis or fascism or the people, the skinheads, like they don't cover the other people's side of the community and the, the underbelly of what goes on in other communities. And like I said, you have to be mindful of the things that seep into your subculture when people are feeding you the consistent message over and over and over again. So like the, the framing of how we look at something like this um, is really, really important. And the aspect that I was going to bring up is whenever somebody is shot, like we always are having the conversations, but it happens with our young professional athletes. When you give somebody young an exorbitant amount of money, it doesn't help them be a more responsible person. If you think back over the summer, Henry Ruggs, which is the the Raiders um, first round draft pick, he killed somebody going 145 miles an hour in his Lamborghini and he's going to be locked up for the rest of his life. Like, so there's, there's pieces of our culture that we're not preparing people to deal with success at an early age because we're some of the most talented people on the planet, if not the most talented people. And we're, we're giving people access to things in our culture that they're not ready to handle. And like in this situation, for anybody that's ever shot dice or played spades or what we're talking about, any fast-paced environment like emotions and things are charged up. So if you're not an emotionally responsible person, and if you have alcohol and other things that have been involved, you're not necessarily gonna back down from the bravado that can get yourself into a situation. Being the people that you are and the things that you are, being a multimillionaire at 28, it doesn't change fundamentally who you are as a person. It just gives you more money and trinkets to do things. So like, as we reflect back on situations and we look at people, it's easy for us to say, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation or you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that. It's hard when you're that person and those are the people that you've endeared yourself to because no matter how rich or how poor you become, your friends are your friends. And it's hard to separate away from those people because those are the people that have been there when you had nothing. Those are the people there when you're successful. And like within our culture, the same thing happens to the local drug dealers on the corner. Like, so the more famous people get the attention, but this stuff happens on the corners of just about every hood on a consistent basis. So when we get to the root cause of things, um, like you have to take a step back and say, it can't just be the famous people that we're having the conversations about. It can't just be when a PNB rock or a takeoff or uh, a young Dolph, because these things, happen on a consistent basis and that's what the numbers are showing us so like these conversations should probably happen on a weekly basis in some shape form or fashion because the the 
the receipts aren't changing. We're doing them over and over and over. So we're not learning from the trauma. We're not learning from the experiences. It's only when somebody that is uber famous that we feel deserves the adoration. But what happens with the kid that has no name that happens to on the corner, on the block? Like it still happens. So at some point we just have to have more conversations about it, not just when somebody famous happens. And I'll land there. Nah, yep. thank you, Brandon. And before Blue goes, I, I wanted to give a statistic. We got you, that, Darren. Yeah, um, that, a statistic that Ari had dropped in the chat that I think is pretty important because we're talking about guns, gun control, that sort of thing. Who do we blame? She said that London in the UK, um, they had recent a lot of gun control uh, laws put in place. And over the last year, uh, homicides by stabbing went up about 70%. So I, I think that's pretty significant when we're talking about that. It's like, okay, what's the exact answer? Who knows? You know, is it eliminate guns? Is this? And I think it goes back to the mindset of people and a lack of emotional intelligence, a lot of other stuff. But I wanted to provide that before it went too far mm -hmm. up in the chat because that's pretty interesting um, because, you know, whenever a shooting happens, that's the first thing we all start talking about is takeaway guns or not takeaway guns. So just wanted mm -hmm. to offer that up. But um we have blue next in queue um and then micah and then after micah is tj wanna, boy as well uh, no no i want to um darren uh if you don't mind blue if i can let darren go right before you because she hasn't had a chance to speak and then it'll be blue uh who you said and then it was mm -hmm. it was micah micah was and dj hip boy okay dj hip boy mm -hmm. uh go ahead darren hey good morning everyone um so this is something that's not like completely flushed out, but I feel like another way that our being desensitized to death um, presents itself is where we are focusing on the PR of a shooting um, or just how it looks versus a person actually passing away. Um, and in some instances, just, I mean, the previous speaker, I, just like this way that we figure out a way to victim blame um, a person just existing, minding their own business. I mean, I think all of us wake up expecting to wake up the following day. So I don't see how there's really a sense, like a way to be at the wrong place, wrong time, especially yeah. if you're a celebrity um, and you're at another well-known person's birthday party. I would assume that he had this expectation of safety um, but I think that's, yeah, that's where I'll end there. I'll just be quick, but I do think it's interesting how we want to start looking at how it looks instead of a person just died. Nah, thank you, Darren, for being able to share that with you and good morning. Um, it's Blue. Uh, go ahead, Blue. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be brief, man. I'm just kind of speaking to the coach. I think um, my man, Iman, um, I said your name uh, correct, right, brother? Um, okay, yeah, I think he 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 said a lot of things that is actually factual um, as far as how we just, you know, automatically assume that things just are going to be negative just because of the situation. Um, I, I do feel that when it comes to, like, emotional intelligence, that it is important to, like, really teach people at a young age to, like, control their emotions um, because, you know, you, you don't always have to act out in certain situations. Um my my first time ever shooting dice, um, I was actually winning. Like they taught me how to shoot, and I was winning. And 
you know, a lot of people were upset about it because it's like, damn, you know, he he fresh on the dice and he already hitting and all this and that. But, you know, they were able to kind of control themselves because at the end of the day, they know that we're boys and they know that that's just how it works. When you gamble, you gamble. If you go to Vegas and you you get on the crap table and you lose, you're not going to, you know, try to fight and all this and that because at the end of the day, you get thrown out. You know what I mean? So I think emotional intelligence is definitely important. I also feel that when it comes to like people of the culture, man, we really, really, really got to, you know, put in perspective that when it comes to violence, that we it's 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 all around. Um, it's in all cultures. But again, unfortunately, when it comes to black culture, it is just publicized and just in a way that is making it seem like we are really like just evil or down like just just bad people to kind of be around and i really hate that narrative i really hate that when it comes to like people of color that we are looked at as like demonized people because of like situations and there are a lot of situations that do this happen in other culture and it just isn't publicized just because of for whatever reason but i just landed but you just made a great point though a very great point i want you to think about this when the motherfuckers is in vegas Losing their motherfucking house and shit, right? <laughs> I never see these niggas swinging on the on the table, man. <laughs> I don't see them beating up or, or, or stabbing a nigga at the blackjack table. Jerry, there's a lot of people in the Hoover Dam, like for real. Like you say, sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> Not in the Hoover Dam. Good <laughs> no, morning, P.O.I. It's for real. Good morning, Sam. I'm telling you, okay. it's a, no. There is a Hoover Dam. <laughs> that's a okay. fact. There's okay, a lot of mobsters in the Hoover sleep, Dam, though. Sleeping, sleeping that, in that, the, that, the fishes. That may be true. That may that be true. Like, that was the but, Hudson River. Right, right. That may be true. But it happened in Texas too. I'm telling you. That that may be true. But we, he he made a point of emotional intelligence. You know what? You made it a point at that gambling table. I'm gonna fuck that nigga up. You didn't. <laughs> you did it whatever way you did it. Again, I'm not. <laughs> shout out to the, the Italian mob and people that got cement <laughs> for feet and shit. Cement. I, ain't got, <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Not I'm just cement. here. Right. I'm just I here. Not too much. Right. I just said that <laughs> they had the emotional intelligence to say, all right. You took all my money. I, 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 we gonna handle what we gonna handle, and it be what it is. I'm just making the point that you knew better. Okay, I'm in Vegas. I'm in front of all these people. They're respectable folks here. I'm not gonna fuck up the whole place. That's the point. I'm not gonna fuck up the whole place because I'm mad that I lost money. Now, if you want to go outside or a couple places away and things happen, hey, I don't know what's going to go on. But these are respectable places. Somebody said this was a rooftop, respectable place. Yeah, we don't very need nice. to, Yeah, people don't need to tear up the good places, man. That, that, that was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, but, uh, but Jerry, they created a yes. gambling hall that was not a gambling hall. They was actually in a bowling alley, which is... It, well, it was a bill, it's, a, it's called bill, it's a bill, bill, and, bill, bill, bill and Bowling. bowling. That's, so it, right. That's true. It would, hey, bowling Yes. What's that? What's that one rap lyric? It says, "Dice game has killed more niggas than cancer." I keep, I keep telling like, y'all. Really I, keep... I just seen people, man. I stay away from yeah. this person. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, I, I don't. I'm not trying to be funny, but you remember that uh, video where those ladies say, "If you can't go to Bella Noche's, then where I... can you go?" Yo, that's crazy. This is kind of uh, like that same. This, well, this is kind of like that same situation. It's like if we have these. I don't. I don't think it's pertaining to certain areas. Like we have these. It, it was in a very nice space. I saw some stuff. It was very nice. So it's mm -hmm. not the typical 
seedy place corners that people want to place it. Oh, this is where it happened. Right. No, it was in a very nice establishment. But, but, and to oh, hold on, just a moment, second. And to your point, Jerry, that you mentioned a while ago about culturally, like we don't see white people doing this or glorification mm-hmm. of that. Out here in Arizona, you have Tombstone, right? It is a hot tourist destination where they talk about they pretty much glorify the fact that the cowboy area in there um they had shootouts and they had mm-hmm. fights over gambling over like poker and stuff and they okay. would have a shootout and x amount of person this person died and people pay money to go see that they pay to see the reenactments um mm-hmm. and then just and, and pretending to shoot each other in these little pop mm-hmm. out put your head in situations and stuff like that and they really like but they glorify it to like it's some type of mythic mm-hmm. lore for them right but then right. when it looks to black people it's like oh we're the curse of the earth when we do it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's a good so, point so it's happening so just want to point okay. that out yep. but uh, i know his boy was point. next to on, on oh michael no, was it was next. Mike, micah can i get in the queue after him yep, absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's, that? who's that again hey hey rez and i think princess came up on mike if, if that's what you're trying to you want to get in the queue princess okay uh, she didn't answer so i don't know all right, so uh, yes, Micah, please, my brother. Yeah, appreciate the space. Uh, this is a beautiful space. Um, I think there's a couple things I want to talk about, and I'll be real quick just for the sake of time. Uh, one, I just want to respect the space because the way that y'all are having this conversation, and not just this conversation, but a lot of the conversation that you have, uh, there's never any banging, as they say, that goes on on your stages, which I really respect just because um, Clubhouse, it's just funny to me that like, you know, you'll see rooms and it'll be like, oh, stop the violence. Why are we doing this, that and the other? But then there's literally rooms on here where people can have disagreements or discourse without telling people to pull up, without doxing locations, this, that and Mm. the other. So that type of stuff doesn't really add to, you know, trying to help the culture that they say they're trying to help and fix so that's one thing i wanted to wake up and also i love how the last speaker spoke about emotional intelligence i think that's a really thing a really important thing to stress um you look at a lot of shootings and not just when it comes to celebrities but just in general in our communities and it's usually um black men killing other black men of course um, and I think one thing that we as black men have to really focus on is um, therapy, right? Therapy, going to talk to mm-hmm. people because we deal with so much, whether it's PTSD, whether it's uh, all these different mental health issues. And a lot of the times um, we just don't know how to respond in certain situations. Um, growing up, you're told not to cry. Growing up, you're told the only emotion that is available and allowed is for you to be angry. So that manifests, mm-hmm. that continues to grow, grow, grow. And then we get into, you know, as adults, we continue to just take that on. So I think mental health therapy, those type of conversations is really um, important to have. So we just don't keep seeing these violent things. Obviously, it's not the only thing, but it's definitely a big thing. People think that PTSD is something that's reserved for uh, soldiers or uh, uh, police officers, firefighters, those type of things. But like, if you lived in these areas um, and you're seeing people die, you're living in areas where you have, you know, drug addicts in your house, or you're seeing people abused, uh, you yourself have been abused, you're walking around with this PTSD and all these things, and it's not helping you. And we're not getting any help help uh white communities a lot of them they have like all of these resources and for us we really don't have these type of resources so i think a lot of the conversations not just today but moving forward it does have to center around our mental health because i think that's where everything starts so that's my share and that's all i have right now 
Nah, thank you, Micah. I definitely appreciate you. And always uh, thank you for supporting our space as well. Uh, I believe Hitboy is next, correct? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to make this quick as possible. The thing that I wanted to say that I'm asking our community to do early on um, is teach our kids how to move accordingly, okay? Um, teach our kids certain spaces or how to um, assess certain areas and situations in certain spaces. Now, I'm not in no way saying that we as a people can't go out and have some fun, but certain situations, me personally, this is my personal feeling, I feel can be avoided if we assess the situation and what's going on and who is around. Um, personally, me, I wouldn't be shooting dice nowhere. If I got called out to do an event, and I move like this now, and I'm, I'm DJ, but if I get called out to do an event, I go out, I do the event, and I get my ass out the way. Because too many times I've been in that situation where I've came out, do an event, hang around, get drinks, take pics, and the next thing I know, shots are ringing out. We need to learn how to move accordingly and we need to know what's for what. That old saying is, there's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for everything, even when you're moving and moving accordingly through whatever channels you're doing. You want to gamble? We have one of the biggest gambling cities in America. It's called Las Vegas. Hop your ass on a flight. Go gamble your life away. Put up your goddamn <laughs> house. Put up your car. Put up your kids if you need to out there in Vegas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I heard that. Atlantic City, too. Oh, okay, Atlantic City, too. But in a situation like that, you got called out to do an event. I do the event. Hey, let's go upstairs and let's go shoot dice. You know what, brother? I'll take a rain check on that shooting dice. I need to get back on the flight and get back home to my kids. That should be our, I don't give a fuck if you're, whoever you are, that should be your main focus every day you walk out that door when i go out to do an event i give my wife and my kids a hug and a kiss and i make sure i promise them that i'm coming back home period i don't need i don't need i don't need none of the other bullshit you understand what i'm saying anything else that i need to partake in or need to go out and partake in gambling shooting dice playing cards whatever i can do that shit legally in front of somebody or in, in a secured location where okay shit goddamn i just lost my money shit goddamn damn i got i gotta explain this to the wife but i'm leaving and i'm i'm making it back home in this situation you got a situation where we shooting dice there's people it's not a controlled environment right so the controlled environment is controlled by other people who is hot-headed and as um, I believe somebody said, uh, uh, don't have that emotional, you know, attachment. They don't know how to emotionally control themselves. So it's not control. It's controlled by it's controlled by people who are not under self-control. And when you have a, 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 a environment like that, it's set up for fucking chaos. And one way or another, we need to start as black people learning how to assess certain situations, 
moving accordingly. You're a fucking multi-million. That's like saying Jay-Z at a fucking crap table right now. Like, what? You're a billionaire, dude. You want to gamble? Go to fucking Vegas. Buy out a whole casino where you and Beyonce by yourself can fucking gamble. This is not, like, we got to stop doing this shit. We get, we, we keep killing each other, and I'm tired of having these fucking conversations. We keep killing each other, and it be over senseless shit, and it be if we can move accordingly move fucking accordingly assess situations is it safe here is this a controlled environment if anything go on can i look over my shoulder left or right and say hey can you go ahead and make sure me and my family get to safety no i can't i don't need to be here thank you um, for sharing that's that. Just, that's, that, that is so sad that we can't be in community with each other that we can't be people with our we can't be regular schmegler i got you unique okay why can't we be in community with each other and that type of perspective means that you are absolutely seeing people who look like you as a threat and that is why we are in the state we are in as a community i refuse to see people who look like me as a problem that's not all right okay, okay. All right, hold, on. Hold, on, sure. hold on one second guys hold on because i want this to be controlled um Unique, jump in, and then Hip Boy. If you want to respond to that, exactly sure, what you're trying yeah. to say. Oh, yeah. I'm after. You, you I'm can. after Hip. I was after. Yeah, I, I got. I, I, I got you, Rez. I, I just just because they created that gotcha. that that, 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 that dialogue, conversation. That and this is okay. I yeah. just but I want Unique to jump in, Rue. Okay, I just wanted to say ahead, um, um, really quick that um, because he just said you know you know Jay Z's a billionaire and you probably um. Ever since I started going to recording studios, um, dice games are, are very common. It's not even a thing where it's like, oh, these guys were just, you know, being irresponsible. And, yeah, you guys are right. You know, I personally don't partake. But um, I could probably, off the top of my head, name at least 20 rappers, <laughs> you know, that, that do that. Um, they'll find a section somewhere at a club and a VIP. I've seen it done in a strip club. Um, so it's just, it's not, um, uncommon for, for them to do that. I just wanted to say that I don't, I don't want people thinking like, oh, they're just, mm -hmm. you know, being loose or whatever. It's, it's, it's a thing. It's part of their culture. Absolutely. So and, and I want to add to what Unique's saying is the difference is their money is much bigger than yours and mine. So they're really playing for some shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some shit that could probably pay for your whole child's education for the next 10 years. Uh, that's just how the big guys is playing. it. And, and since we're quoting Jay-Z, he always says, hey, man, if we're going to go to the gambling table, let's make sure it's the gambling table where the non-willies is actually playing. So let's also make sure we keep the quote uh, as it should be. Um, let me, hit let me boy. Yeah, yeah let me 30, just second, respond real 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah, mm -hmm. 30 seconds you, respond, and then I want to go to Rez. Go ahead. I got you, brother. Only thing that I'm saying, um, I think it was to Bougie, uh, what she was saying about, you know, not being around our people. I'm not saying not being around our people. I'm saying not being around or being in situations where the environment is not controlled. Okay. If you go to Vegas, there's nobody sitting at the damn crap table with a pistol on their lap. Like, yo, if I lose, I'm going to blow the fucking table man head off. Or I'm going to blow. You understand what I'm saying? Let's be more conscious of how we move. And especially once we have, um, uh, uh, success and money as such like takeoff does you got to understand how many people is relying probably solely on that man for their lives to be taken care of now that's been snuffed out of here because the environment wasn't controlled you ain't around responsible people and 
you know, this this is the this is the end result. Unfortunately, we have to start being more responsible and more conscious of how we move, where we at, and what type of environment we in. I end there, brother. Thank you, Jerry. Nah, uh, nah, thank you, Hit Boy. Okay. I want Rez to go because it's Rez's turn. Yep. And we, yep. And then uh, CJB after Rez. Yep, see, so. And there was another young lady that was trying it to was ask me Penny. In, uh, and then let's put Penny at the Penny, end of that. Okay. Got you, yep. Penny. Oh, good morning to my POI family. Um, this is a sad good morning. morning. Um, man, and it's sad for several reasons. Um, because here it is, another young black life has been taken, right, senselessly. And there's a couple of things I was talking about last night with some record industry um, executives last night. And one of the things I talked about, and it's so weird that this happened, is you can't take everybody with you, right? And here's where I'm going with it. When you have, when you are somebody and you're playing with somebody gambling that has nothing to lose because they're already at nothing, mm -hmm. we don't understand that you can't be in that mentality. I'm a gambler, right? I'm a, I'm a seven-star member with Caesars Rewards. And please understand, I travel all over the world, all over the place, gamble. I gamble in North Carolina. I gamble in uh, New Orleans. They have several hundred casinos everywhere. Um, when I go, sometimes I play private, sometimes I don't. I'm saying that to say to you that when you're spending that kind of money, I'm around people who are, I have security around me, right? I have people that they don't have anything, they have too much to lose. They, they're going to walk away, they be upset, but at the end of the day, they'll come back another day because they have too much to lose. And when you are going into a mentality where people still have this kind of mentality of, I have nothing to lose, they don't care about your life, period. And this whole mindset, and I understand, and I, and I, I understand what Bougie's frustration is, because we always talk about us from the perspective of, I don't want to be afraid of who we are. But until we start to change the mindset in the communities of the people that we're dealing with, that they, they still feel like they have nothing to lose, we are, we're not there yet. And we can't pretend like we're there because the reality of the situation is gun violence is real in our community and we take out each other for nothing, literally. And we've been having these same conversations and everybody's going to go prayers up. Everybody's going to have an attitude. Everybody's going to be upset and they're going to move on to the next news takeout conversation in a week. After this young man is buried and we're not going to make any changes in our community until we start to change mindsets and attitudes and behaviors. Yeah, I'm, I know where I'm at in my life. Do I, I, I still go back to Brooklyn? Yeah, but I go to Brooklyn and I'm there for like five seconds with the people that are still there stuck in that place. And then I say bye, because at the end of the day, I can't afford to risk losing what I have now. But if you need me to help you to get back and get that mentality, I'm gonna help you. But you can't help people that don't wanna help themselves. And that's, we have to come to some harsh realities and deal with those harsh realities and fix our communities before we start pointing fingers and we start making all kinds of crazy excuses. 
That's what I wanted to say. I appreciate you guys, POI family. Love y'all. All the time. Hey, 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 Rez, when you come to North Carolina to gamble, call me because I want to come on with me. Come on. Come on. I got you. I I had 20 this this weekend, so I got you. Let me know when you want to go. I got you. Come to charity with me. I'm going to jump into the queue line really quick. Uh, Jay, you were trying to say something? Ari was trying to say something, but I don't know. Now I see Jay came off his uh, microphone. Uh oh, is he still off his microphone? Um, no, yeah. he's he's on his microphone still. I mean, it's, okay, okay, it's, it's closed. So sorry. Okay. Um, who was next? Uh, I believe it was Penny. Yes, Penny. Oh. Penny for your oh. thoughts. And then Thank CJ. Thank you. And then CJ. Oh, so, first of all, I just want to say I believe, I agree with everything DJ Hipway said. However, I bring it down to a micro level to you don't have to even be rich or you know at, at the level of some of these celebrities i'm from a town called kankakee illinois anyone that knows kankakee you 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 already know mm-hmm. when i go back home there's just certain things i can't do because i because literally when i go to kankakee i, I want to say out of the last eight times i've gone Six times there's been a shooting where people were killed, like literally while I was home for a weekend, people I know. So I know I can't go to the hangout spot because I don't want to be around people that carry guns openly. I know that if I want to see my family, I'm going to have to run out a hotel, have a pizza party where they can all come to the hotel where it's just us or I'm going to have to stay in Chicago. Like, unfortunately, I know that I, I can't bring my children and just let them wander around in certain parts of where I'm from. And it's unfortunate, but uh, uh, until things change, that's where we are. The other thing I will say is uh, even the uh, like he said, we have to teach our children also discernment. And as hard as it can be against our ego, the ability to walk away. I had a situation just this morning where this guy like cut me off while I was in line at Wawa getting my daughter's lunch. And I was like, really? And then he was like, really? And I could feel that urge in my, to say, fuck you. <laughs> and I, and then I saw my, my 13 year old daughter and I'm just like, that's, that's not the example I'm setting for her. So we got in the car and she's like, mom, that guy was so rude, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, Mariah? It's, it's, I, he's a blip in my existence. I will never see him again. He has no influence on my life. So why would I risk your well-being or my well-being to, you know, have a back and forth with him? He means nothing to us. So it it makes I said, and I literally just had this conversation with her this morning. I said, sometimes it's worth walking away, especially to people that are literally nothing in your life. And I think sometimes I know I've had to struggle with, I'm a lot older now, so it's a lot easier for me to walk away. But I do remember times when it can be really hard to walk away. And that's because we're taught, man, you better man up or you better let them know you're not a punk or you better, you know. So it's I, I, like DJ was saying, I think it starts with us teaching our children. The name of this room is called the power of influence. So I really hope that the words that we're saying can influence us all and we can influence other people to let them know that there are better ways to handle situations. And so not only is it not our celebrities not done, but even our people in the hood where we know that this stuff happens all the time. And I, I really hope we can find a way to change it. Thank you. Penny, nah, I, thank just, you. I just want to say, Penny, um, 
on a side note, can you send me some iced tea from Wawa because it's banging? Sorry, I had to get that. Yes, 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 yes. Because okay. I'm telling oh, you, wow. I have while QT can suck it because Wawa is the yeah. I'm just saying you got me with Wawa. They're, Sorry, they're pretty. They're pretty are the best. Sorry, my I love family them. was so amazed at Wawa. They loved it. They were like, Subway, what? It's all about Wawa. You're in Florida, you know. They got Wawa here in Florida. Um, I don't have a rental car, so I might have oh, to Instacart it oh, to me. Dang. I went to Publix already via Uber, but yeah, Penny, no. Um, yeah, you girl, uh, hit me up in the back channel for that Wawa hookup. Just saying. Okay, CJ, you next. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. Um, keep it short because a lot of what I was feeling wanted to say has already been said, especially by DJ Hippo and Rez. Um, but like I said, like she was saying, we have to change the mindset. We really have to really really change the culture because anybody that's been outside they know shooting dice is part of the culture just like bentley's and iced out chains so the problem is that i see which is unfortunate is a lot of times people get in these positions they come from nothing or they come from certain environments and then they continue to do the same thing once they get to a certain level and you just cannot operate like that we are too comfortable as the people pnb rock was too comfortable in the hood as many times Quayle and them probably shot dice a thousand times with no incident and then this is the one time it goes left. We're too comfortable. It, and it, it sucks that you can't enjoy your wealth. You can't move how you want. Because like somebody said a couple of things. I'm not going to tell nobody where to go and how to move. and mm-hmm. not, You know what I mean? Because you, you earn your living. You live your life how you want to live. Or if not, you're living in a prison. But you're too comfortable in these situations. You have to, right. have to keep. You got to be on your square. You got to be on your team. And mm-hmm. you have to have people around you that are going to de-escalate situations. They're right. not the ones I, fighting hard. They don't know how to keep you protect. They don't care about the back because they're not the ones putting the work in. But the, right. you know I, what I mean? You have to have smart, level-headed people. I land there. Nah, absolutely. I just want to chime in just really quick before I change just uh, the um, the link up the top. Once again, if you go up to that and you want to just open it up and read it, you can. That was a message sent from someone to someone else that was describing the situation that was actually there at the event and is speaking about you know, Quavo was taking a loss in the game. Now, I'm going to say this because uh, Shannon was right in the chat. It's not about the person that's on the other end that, no, he's losing. It's that person's fault. We're just speaking in general tones of how the, usually what goes on in dice games, why they're not safe. Now, if you choose to go shoot dice, hey, that's, that's your business. I, I ain't one time to deter you. We're just trying to give you the information that usually in these situations, and it may not be applicable here, we just telling you dice games is usually not the place is it's not for the faint of heart. I'll just say that. And I will say this, if this text message is correct, and I pray it's not, because Quavo really and again I'm saying this allegedly, I don't know if the text and again we're just going off with people's account is, you know what I'm saying, that what they're seeing. But if that is true what happened and Quavo's kind of raising and we also know this happens at dice game, any gambling with any people, black or white, when you're raising the level of <laughs> disdain, not you talking to people at these shits, I am telling you, they don't give a fuck if you an artist, superstar or not. There's some dudes out there that's really built like that, that you're just not going to talk to them any old kind of way. They don't give a fuck who you is. You they know what have I'm nothing to lose. Yes. Again, right. They, they, they don't give a fuck. It's just... It's just that they stand on a different principle as men that, yo, I don't care that you are Joe Schmo, the triple million selling dude, dog. I'm Joe Schmo here. 
that everybody knows too, nigga. And I'm built like that for real. You're not going to disrespect me in front of my people. You are in a place that you're not even from here. And you ain't going to be talking to me crazy because you got your folks around you. So there are also that level of people that are really gangster, really stand-up dudes in their heart of like, you're just not going to disrespect them. Because whoever it was, according to what they being said, they was winning money. But you might have been talking to me real fucked up in front of my people. And I ain't going to kind of go for that. So remember, there's also that mentality of people. So just to clear up why someone might think, damn, man, you winning. Why you feel that way? It's just <laughs> some hood niggas are just built different. I swear to God. Well, they are. Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> yes, there, was a, there was a sentence in there that I, I guess the pronouns were... I don't know if they were out of place. I don't know who they yeah, were talking the, the, about. Were they talking about Quavo um, being yeah, upset? About Quavo. Or were they talking about the person that was... I don't. I didn't know what that was. They were saying it both. They said both. They said both. So the beginning was Quavo allegedly, according to the text, is right there for you to read. According to that is Quavo was a little bit heated on what was going on in the game, losing, whatever. We don't know the whole details of that. We don't know why he felt that type of way, but that's what they're saying, um, that he had an attitude, quote-unquote attitude, of how he was losing in the game. And we know how that can get in the game sometimes. The flip side of that is the person was, like, also angry of how these things is going on and things escalated from there. So that's pretty much uh, what I gathered mm -hmm. from it. But I, I could be wrong. Who knows? Yep. Uh, well, I wanted to say something, Jerry. It says, I'm seeing a lot of different comments in the chat, and I love you. The guys are really blowing up the chat in a good way because it helps to continue discourse. But I see two frames of thought where people are saying, no, that's going left. Don't, you know, we can't do that, or you can't police this, or we should do this. Let me offer this. <laughs> I think it's good we have these conversations because we just, you kind of mentioned too, that we are not a monolith. That's what we keep saying, right? Black people, we aren't a monolith. I think through discourse, it's healthy to have these conversations because we could be providing another option for people to do something that's authentic to them. So maybe with what's authentic to you is to use discernment and to stay away from places like that that are unregulated. Or maybe it's authentic to you to just go wherever you please or you just feel like, I don't want to do that. I think both are useful and that both neither one is wrong you have to do what's authentic to you and on your spirit so i wanted to offer that um yeah if you want to go to a dice game this is what I, we're not I telling just, nobody um what what they need to do or not we just duality you real like time. um some people have said right before. like it's just some right because some people really been at these dice games some of y'all ain't never been to the dice game so we're just giving you information for you to be aware that everybody that's at the dice game ain't there just to win your money. I'm just trying to tell you that right but, now. That, that's that's all we get. But Jerry, them. can I respond on what I was saying about going left? Is that, and, and listen, mm -hmm. I'm not here to, to to push anybody's narrative, right? Like, I, and I'm not here to push, listen, if dice games ain't your thing or you haven't been around hey, dice games, that, 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 listen, I'm not here to, to try and teach you. But what I will say is this, my comment of no is going left. Saying PNB got too comfortable. My man was eating chicken and waffles. What are we talking about? Like, I'm... What? Listen, <laughs> that's where I have a problem. Listen, Takeoff was sitting down at a spot and his uncle was shooting dice. He wasn't even participating. Let her finish, Raz. Let her land. We got you, Raz. So what I'm trying to do is push the conversation to a space of see how quickly 
we're sitting here and we're saying like, oh, you're too, you got too comfortable. Bro was eating chicken and waffles. Like, what is comfortable about that? Like, okay, you, so can I can, hold on? Can I, can I jump in to, act, to, to answer that for you yeah, really quick? Yeah, go, just, go just, ahead. Just really quick, and then I want you to land because I just want to interject that one part. I believe there was a little bit of too comfortability with 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 P and B Rock. I'm gonna say this because 100%. I believe to wear your jewelry. <laughs> in these type of areas is very dangerous and you're putting yourself as a target. That's what I mean by being too comfortable. And I, I made this analogy when we first did the whole situation about PNB rock and I'm from New York city. I've been to every borough in New York city, but I'm not from Brooklyn, right? I know certain parts of Brooklyn. If I walk with my jury out, whether I'm from New York or not, someone's going to help relieve me of that jury. That because part. that's not where I'm from. Exactly. And that's for me being comfortable in a situation, right? At 12 noon, there is no reason for me to walk in Brooklyn with $250,000 worth of jewelry with no security, no people to hold me down, no niggas even with the toast on them to support me. So that's what I mean about being comfortable. I think he was a little bit too comfortable so, there. So, so I, and but, so, but hold on, let let Shannon finish, and then Rez, you. you can jump in. Go ahead, so, so 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 the so the pushback I have on that right is so now people right that acquire certain things in life should have to hide what they do and what they wear because somebody is going to still that's the that's the fundamental issue with the conversation though right is that now we've okay. gone into vic now we've sure moved to, to the now we've moved to victim blaming and that's what i have a problem nah, with, right? not it's, hold on hold on no 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 but jerry it is right like okay, we're, say, we're, we're saying like oh he shouldn't have done this and he shouldn't have done this these dudes were not doing anything that warranted their life to be taken, right? Like, and we can go through a list of other people, right? Nip, Nip was at his own store, right? You know, we can go through a list Absolutely. of things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think like, I, I just think that we have to be cautious, right? Of saying like, oh, you got too comfortable and oh, you should have done this. Like, no, we can't dilute it to that. We have to look at those that are choosing to do harms, uh, acts of harm and violence against us. And that's where the pressure should be. Right, like oh, abso like, abso oh absolutely, absolutely. So, so, I'm not so, taking away. This is me so, and you having this, but go ahead. And I'm right, gonna chime right. back in. Go ahead. Yeah, so 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 that's where I was saying in the chat, and that's why I said I wasn't I wasn't coming at Hit Boy because I believe what he says is true, but I also think like we can't dilute it to this because I would hate for something to happen to anybody, right? Anybody, and you can think of whomever you would like. And you're like, no, they worked for that. What do you mean that they shouldn't or they got too comfortable or they shouldn't do this or they shouldn't do that? Like, no, like the, the we've got to focus on the violence that is happening amongst people because then we become part of this echo chamber and part of the problem where we just say like, oh, well, you shouldn't have been doing that and you shouldn't have been doing this. Like, listen, I'm gonna say it again. Takeoff was being a regular smuggler dude. He wasn't even involved. And his uncle, obviously, the dudes that was around him, if you've been to Dice Games, you know, they obviously have money too. To, so to say, like, they had nothing to lose. Oh, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even about talking about mentality. Oh, oh, hold not, on, Rez, hold on, Rez, for a second. I wasn't Shannon, saying I wanted, Jerry. I wasn't saying No, 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 no. I'm saying this is me and you just having a conversation. I'm saying, because I don't want to, first of all, this situation is too new to even make any assumptions. I want to make sure everybody knows that. We don't even have all of the details yet with uh, blessings to take off in his family. So I don't want to, I'm not even equating that to that situation. Only thing, remember I just said it, 
only thing I pushed back from you, Shannon, was the the PNB Rock situation. But, You're but, absolutely right. I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. You have the right to wear and do whatever it is that you worked hard for and all of these things. You have the right to do that. But this is the real world we living in right now. My mom has a statement that she always tells me. She says, Jerry, you have to think for yourself and these niggas out here. Because in the real world, or whatever world we want to say, yes, you have the right to wear your jewelry anywhere you want to do it, any place. But we also know in the real world, we're not dealing with people on the up and up. We're dealing with some motherfuckers out here that's not, that's not dealing with it all, Shannon. So the right that you have to wear that and all that, that's fine. But you also have to keep in mind that there are vicious people out here there are killers out here. There are animals out here that don't give a fuck about you. So you have to take the necessary precautions in the real world to protect yourself so you don't get harmed. That is just a real life situation. That ain't, I'm not saying you don't have the right. I'm not saying victim blaming. I'm not saying none of that. I'm from New York City. I'm not going to Brownsville because I have the right to wear my jewelry anytime I want to wear it. And I got my shit swinging in front of all these, all these, what? These niggas will come and take that. But, but Jerry, I think that's the real but you're missing. But you're missing my point, right? And if we're having a dialogue and listen, I I, I don't want to argue. Go ahead. Because, I, I'm going to let you finish. Thank you. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I appreciate it. Because I, I, what I'm trying to do is move the conversation to listen i believe if you work for something you have every right to wear it you have every right to go and watch your uncle shoot dice and your life should not be in danger right like i think that we're moving it to like oh well the victim should have done this and the victim should that that is victim blaming i don't i mean we can okay. google the death we can google the definition. okay all, all I, I, I guess we're just, this is not moving oh, anywhere but go uh, ahead all, all I, all I was saying was, is that if we don't want to become an echo, echo chamber and sound like everybody else, like this is what everybody else is saying. Well, only if PM Rock had not done this, he should be able to do what he, he earned it. And, and for takeoff, I, I don't even know. Now we're, now we're saying, right, you shouldn't even have been there. He was chilling. It wasn't even his, it wasn't even his fight. Like it wasn't even his thing. No, I don't think that's what everybody's saying. You have a one or two sorry, people that somebody, say that's somebody, not, I'll just, that's I just not. Want, I just that, want to land right through. No, no, I'm saying, oh, no, 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 no. I want to say this. That's not what everybody is saying. Oh, okay. You you take it one person or two people's point of view as what everybody's saying. That's not what we're saying. Uh, uh, I want to say okay. this again for the room. We're not saying take off on this and that and and these. That's not what we're saying. Only thing I answered was the PNB rock situation. I'm not moving the goalposts. I'm not disagreeing with anything anyone else is saying and and none of that. The sentiment of the room. The majority of the room is saying he had the right to be there. People are just describing what they saw. I read the text and all the different things. Anybody has the right to be at any of these places. We're not at no dispute with that. There's one or two people that have their own thoughts on that, but that's not the sentiment of the room. So I want to make just put that out there. That's not the sentiment of the entire conversation. My only pushback is the PNB rock situation, and I'll end it here because uh, there's some people in the queue, is that I'm not victim blaming. I'm not saying any of that. If y'all want to be textbook about that, that's cool. I'm just saying in the real world that we live in, New York, LA, Atlanta, Houston, all of that, these are the facts. Bro, 
people will genuinely come and take your shit from you from you whether we like it or not so you know what we need to do protect ourselves and put ourselves in situations where we won't have people come take the stuff with us because the pnb rock was a random situation where people these guys was outside waiting to catch somebody guess what if we didn't have the jury on that day in the middle people have told me and i'm not from la they said this is the worst part of california this part right here this is where all the goons is at i'm not coming out no 12 o'clock in the afternoon with all my jury out for what to go get a to go get waffles because i have the right to do that nah i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not doing that i'm not doing that it was 12 o'clock can i can i address her because she addressed me no 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 no, no, no. hold on rez hold on rez hold on rez no. I don't, uh, rez hold on hold on, rez. Hold, on. hold on guys we got a cue on, don't don't we got worry. a cue yeah i have a cue going guys so we i got have... a cue i'll let you get back in rez but i gotta get some because i probably addressed some of the stuff you literally just said like you know so um who was after rez and, and rez um, i got you i promise uh, Okay, I think John, John, were you trying to say something? I think I saw your mic cat flash. So John Scott, and then Iris, Iris, and then who was else wanting to speak? Nicole, is that you? Ari, you yes. Ari, Ari to get into. I was trying to get into Jay. Jay, okay, so I have Ari, Jay, and I think Nicole. Ari wanted to get on the queue. Okay. All right, so. and let this let be the last of the queue, and then and it res at the end. But let okay. this be the last of the queue because we got more stories and stuff to talk about. But rest in peace mm -hmm. to uh, take off this morning, man. Yeah, I think we the tangentially tangentially got off uh, down a path where we just weren't talking about it. I think we were talking right. about, you know, where our community is in terms of our value sets. And, you know, we really need to apply the same energy for any, you know, I call any all of this anti-blackness, you know, having to carry a gun and having to, um, you know, protect yourself in that way is just moving around people that are not rooted in black love. And so we, you know how you move now is different than what i'm thinking about what we should do as a community we're not a monolith but we ought to have a code uh a baseline of you know valuing black life and we need to protect that with the same energy as we go after the extremists and if, uh, same as you know when we protest what the police and the system does so that's all i had to add jerry Man, appreciate that, John. Who's the next one after John? I believe that was Rez. No, Rez was last. It was oh, Rez people. was last. last. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's last. Okay, I'm sorry. It was Iris. Ari. Iris. Iris and then um, Ari. Ari. God bless me. God bless y'all. I am in the queue. How y'all doing? We here, Iris. <laughs> we are here. I'm here. Yes. So, I mean... I've been listening. I had to dip out for one moment out of um, personal frustration, but I've been listening to everyone's talking points. And I can agree with a lot of singular things said this morning, singular, because a lot of what everyone says is true, but it's singularly true. And, and I feel like when we isolate our talking points and we, when we compare our black community to other communities, then it, for me, and I could be wrong, I will always say that, Iris's opinion could be wrong, but for me, when we isolate and we make singular points that can absolutely be right, then we're in the breeding ground for deflection and lack of accountability. So 
with that said, I had to, this is the first time in a long time that I had to write down what the fuck I wanted to say. So here we go. Um, and Penny, Penny is actually in the chat and this is what I came on mic to say. Risk management. I don't hear that spoken of, spoken of enough when we have these clubhouse conversations. Risk management. I need everyone to memorize that term because what some of y'all, we have, I noticed that in our world and social media and regular conversation world, we have all these like key terms that we like to use, emotional intelligence, victim blaming. I can go on in a whole list, but risk management is something that we should all hold near and dear to us. When I exit my home, Iris has to make risk management choices to return to my family. And I do that on a daily, especially living in New York City. Risk management, I, if y'all memorize anything from this conversation, is coming back home to your loved ones, making it home. So I know some of y'all wanna say victim blaming. It's not about victim blaming for me. It's about that person stepped outside of their cocoon, out of their safe bubble. What choices did they make during that day to make it home? What risk management choices so they can make it home? Think about that, guys. Because I want, listen, we can't guarantee living, but risk management reduces the possibility. It doesn't guarantee shit but it just reduces. So let's think about managing our lives so we don't have kids crying and family members crying at a funeral. It's, it's terrible. I've been at funerals, I'm 46 years old. Things happen accidentally to my loved ones that passed. Things happen where they could have made certain choices to make it home. So just please think about that as y'all exit these conversations. My next talking point, Utopia. And I'm going to say your name, Shannon. Shannon, you know I got love for you in these clubhouse streets. But when we talk about having rights to do certain things, we are talking about a land called Utopia. And guess what? That is not the United States of America. We don't live in Utopia. So please think about that. As you make your choices, your risk management choices, think about the Utopia none of us live in. Just think about that. And then maybe you'll get home that day. Not guaranteed, but you'll have a strongly, stronger likelihood. We haven't yeah. talked about, mm -hmm. oh, no, go ahead, Jerry. No, no, I was saying, I didn't know if he was landed or not. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm almost there, honey. Cause y'all, listen, you know, I'm usually concise. <laughs> but y'all been, I, I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit longer today. Honey. I, hey, I, I'm letting Iris, you, I'm letting you. And Jerry, Iris usually does, right. You, Jerry, you know, if Iris and Rudy come on stage, they got something they to got say. They got some shit to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I'll let you continue, Iris. Go yes, ahead. please, honey. Iris. <laughs> we won't be able to rid our community of violators. This is just something that none of us will be able to do in our respective lifetimes. So we have to move accordingly. Okay? I know we can talk about there's a lot of solutions to reduce the number of violators in our community, but we haven't even gone down that rabbit hole yet in this conversation. So I'm pin that for another conversation. Hopefully, hopefully some of y'all have that. How, what can we do to rid 
to reduce, not rid, reduce the number of violators we have in our black community. Then my final talking point, because I did it this morning. No, I want to be clear that I'm, I'm landing, y'all. I have a 27-year-old and a 17-year-old. We wake up 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Alarms are going off in my house. The first story that hit today was, hey, um, Takeoff passed away. Takeoff got killed. And I'm using, I'm not only using this conversation with my kids, I'm telling you, I have the Citizen app. If anyone lives in New York or wherever the Citizen app, I think it's in Cali, I get news alerts to my phone every day of different crimes, different events happening around New York City. I use all these news stories, celebrity or not, to have conversations with my two kids. I also get on the phone, FaceTime my cousins, especially my male cousins, and talk to them about risk management and talk to them about this is how you navigate situations. So I hope that with all this clubhouse talk, I like being in community. I'm on fucking clubhouse. A lot of goddamn hours listening to y'all motherfuckers. But I take these conversations to the people in my home, the people in my family, and I talk about how do you navigate? How do you move around? How do you risk manage in your daily choices? So please y'all, I know all of y'all got family in the hood. I know y'all got family not in the hood. I'm gonna sound a little elitist. I don't have a lot of family in the motherfucking hood. New York City got a lot of motherfucking projects. Iris doesn't have a lot of project family. Don't get hung up on that point. I know I'm being elitist. I'm honest with myself. I want y'all to take these conversations back to your family and start having raw, honest conversations with the young men and the young women in our lives about how they can de-escalate, how they can move around situations and, and risk manage and get back home to y'all who love them. That's the point of all these motherfucking conversations. Get back home so we can love up on you. I'll end it there. Well, damn. Hold on one second. Somebody yeah. else got that. What the hell? She needs some sprinkle magic for having notes. Can we get some sprinkle magic for having notes? For that black woman applause. And Vanessa and Jerry. Vanessa, I appreciate y'all because I really care about my black community, but I also know the dangers of my black community. But I want to yeah, end that's... it with this. I am, I am raising a young black man. I'm not actually, I'm done raising him. I'm guiding him at this point. Since he was a young boy who could move out in New York City without me holding his hand, I've told him his one job and every choice you make, your one job is to make it home. And then Iris, your mother will problem solve from there. Teach your young kids, make it home, and then your problems solve from there. But we got to start talking to these kids and you got to start talking to yourselves because let me tell you something. There's some 40-year-old dummies. I'm, I see 40-year-old dummies. So it's not just the kids. Start talking to each other, please. Thank you, Iris. And I'm going to do some magic for that. You're getting some magic for that, Queen. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's the Hip Hop Rewind, our podcast daily. We record here 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every day, except Wednesdays. Uh, but every day, 
and we talk about everything that's in the news on the front page, uh, pop culture, just everything, politics, sports. We talk about a little bit everything every single day. And um, yeah, this morning we have the unfortunate um, situation that we got uh, the word on about the passing of takeoff from the Migos. And we're just letting people vent and talk about uh, this this morning. And we're almost at the end of our queue. And then we got some other stuff that we're going to talk about that is also in the news um, as well. Um, who's next in the queue, please? May, hey. I, may I be added, please? The, the, we were truly, really trying to get up out of this conversation, but uh, yeah, let's, let's see where it goes. Spirit Twan. in the room. The right. Let us see where it goes, Twan. I'm getting, I, I'm I'm getting want hit Twan get in the back channels too, Jay. Yeah, like we got. Uh, yeah, we've been. I promise yeah, not since nine o'clock. I, I promise not to be long winded, bro. That's all. All right. Okay, so so who's I, next? I believe it's uh, Ari, Ari, Jay, and then yep. Nicole. Okay, let's, let's see where this goes. Hey, hey Ari. Can y'all hear me? I got a red bar. Yes, we can. Perfect. So I just wanted to bring another perspective into the conversation, bring it into context. One of the issues I have with the conversation is that it does focus, to Iris's point, it does isolate facts and it does focus on Black on Black. I posted a link in the chat earlier, but I'm pretty sure that y'all lost it. But I just wanted to bring some additional context to the idea of Black on Black crime. And Black on Black crime, as we know, is a myth. White people commit crimes against each other as much as they do as black people commit crimes against each other because crime is one economic and two it's a circumstance meaning that you are more likely to be a victim 20 miles within your home your address than you are when you go somewhere else but that's not the only thing that i wanted to bring to this context i really wanted to talk about the fact that when we do talk about black and black crime when we do talk about these subjects we neglect to talk about the things that black people are actually doing and again, I posted a bunch of statistics. I will repost it again when I'm done. But you can send it instance, to my back channel. I'll post it. I will, sir. You got it. For instance, specifically, African-Americans individuals show the highest rates of participation in community service, followed by white persons and in, uh, in individuals of other ethnicity, including Hispanic-American individuals. Who gives more money to, cha um, to charity? African-Americans do. Who, who mobilizes voters more? African-Americans do, particularly African-American women. In fact, it is a verifiable fact that Black people work harder to stop violence in their communities than ever, than anyone else can say they even blame the police for violence. We commit more money and more time to eradicating this issue. I just wanted to put that out there so that as you're hearing this conversation, it's not just about Black-on-Black -black crime. I would like us to also um, celebrate the fact that we are also the ones who are out there doing the most not just for ourselves, but for everybody else. Well, goddamn. Hold on. <laughs> Let that woman cook. Let's make that up. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, Ari. Uh, let's not always focus on the negative. Let's always focus on the positive. I appreciate you, Ari. Mm -hmm. um, who's next, please? That was great, Ari. Okay, I believe next would be Jay, then Nicole, and then we have some other people. So, yeah, um, all right, yeah, all right, that was phenomenal, and I appreciate you know just adding that perspective. Um, and, and I, I won't be long because a lot of what I wanted to say has already been said, but um, I just think it's irresponsible um, looking at the the either ors of these types of conversations, right? It's got to be it's 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 almost always going to be a, a both hand, right? A situation where 
we have to look at what is and we and we also have to look at what should be right or what could be or what we're working towards right because without looking at what is and understanding the reality of the situation and how we have to move even though it may not be right even though it may not be fair that's the only way that we can also assess the situation of what then needs to be done to get us to where we want to be right get us to that to that should be or that utopia that iris was talking about like getting us from where we are to where we want to be getting us from the place where we we do have to be hyper conscious of what we have on and where we go and the places that we are like that's a reality that we have to live in and that there's an irresponsibility of ignoring that completely and there's also an irresponsibility of only looking at um only looking at that right and and what Ari said is so poignant because it's 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 saying okay look at we're doing we're doing the work we're we're doing these things. We're doing it. At, we're outpacing um, many other communities. So the idea that we're 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 only you know we're victim blaming. No, we're 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 just we're just understanding that there's a reality that we live in, right? And and that's 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 helping us do the work to get us to where the the utopia that the place that we want to be, right? We got to black people in this country, um, just like women, right? We we always have to live in the dichotomy between what is and what should be. Um, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be the case that women's got, women got have to be hyper conscious of their surroundings and that they have to carry, you know, mace and, 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 you know, things for their safety, right. Or that they can't go places alone or that they have to do all this extra stuff or be hyper conscious of their bodies. Like that, that's not, that's not what should be right. But it is, and it's irresponsible to, to, to not take both things into account. Right. Um, it, it's a both and situation for me, but uh, thank y'all for having this conversation. Um, it has been it has been heartwarming in in a, in a in a you know confusing way right to 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 have to come back to these types of conversation as a result of tragedy but i think it's it's healing um for us to do these 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 conversations in community um so thank y'all uh, for this space nah and thank you jay uh for being here this morning and we appreciate you too my friend uh who's next okay next uh would be nicole then twan and penny and res did you still no mm, no 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 what? Uh, okay. Red, now, Red says she's cool with just moving okay. on. So we, I was, we got I that. Didn't, I didn't get that and memo, so I was just making yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's what I'm just saying. No, yeah, no, I've moved yeah. on. I've moved yep, on. She, okay, yep, she's, she's good. Okay. Um, and let Penny be the last one. We'll get you in Twan, and then we are definitely moving on. And I appreciate everybody for having this incredible yes. conversation this morning. Rest in peace, take off, because we got something to do for takeoff this morning. But yes, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up, uh, meow meow? Um, I just wanted to say, meow meow, <laughs> shit. Let's go. What's up? What's up? Listen, peace, gods, peace, gods, peace, earth. Today's mathematics is knowledge. I just wanted to say, uh, it's a sad situation, and I think what breaks my heart the most is that, you know, what I mean, Offset and his brother wasn't that in good terms, you know. So, you know, life is short, and if you got any issues, qualms, quarrels with your family, fix it, man, because you don't know. You, we all on borrowed time. You don't know how long you got with who you're around. So just, you know, make peace with everybody. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. And I have to say this. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow, meow. Meow
The return of the cats. Let's go. Yo, yo, we gotta, yo, Jerry, we gotta spend something later, man. Uh, yo, prayers up for Albie Shore too, man. It's a lot going on in the community. I was gonna talk about that. Hey, Tina. Oh, Tina. Hey, this is Yes, Tina. I was gonna talk about that too. Yo, Tina. Those are some classic days on this app, bro. What I heard now. What I heard meow meow. When I heard meow meow, I was like, holy oh, shit. I just lit up. <laughs> but, but really quick, but really quick, it was a really great point she just made on. Think about this. This is bigger than anything that we've made here today. I swear to God, it's bigger than any of everything we talked about. Rest in peace, take off. But just think about this. This man went to his final resting place. Not making amends with someone in his family, man. And that has to be one of the saddest things that you can think about, man, is that whatever issues people have, it's really not that big, man. This is your family. These are people you love, you break bread with. Yo, all three of these young men came out. They made it. They fucking made it, man. And I bet one of the biggest regrets, and probably even Quavo's going to probably think about it too, is damn. Man, we was at odds before our brother, our family member passed, and we couldn't even write that shit, bro. So thank you, Nicole, um, yeah, yeah, uh, for making that point, man. But that, that was some powerful shit just to think about. Uh, after Nicole was Twan, correct? Yes, Twan, and then Penny will finish and it Penny, up. Penny, and then, yes, thank you so much. Twan, uh, can you, yes? Absolutely, I'm not, I'm a, I'll be brief, beloved. Thank you. I just wanted to first say, um, it's all about choices. It's about all about people, places, and things. And initially, uh, we are all ignorant. None of us come into this world uh, with, with with complete 360 knowledge and knowing where we should be and who we should be around and what we sh should do. We don't know that. We have to learn that. But once you've learned that and you've seen over time um, that the results of your choices will affect your life, it, at that point, it's, it's your choice. Um, this young brother passing away in Houston is merely a microcosm of what's going on in our communities. And I know I'm preaching to the choir when I say that. So I won't even really necessarily make it about him because it is a, a sad situation. But I just know a brother that just got somebody just hit him 20 times on Friday and he's gone. Right. And so he's just as important as as this young brother that just got killed in Houston, because it, it whether you realize it or not, it affects us all. It's another notch in the devil's belt. It's another notch in that war, that, that X that we all have on our back, no matter if you are well-to-do or you're bottom of the barrel. As long as you are a part of this diaspora that we all share, then it, you can't avoid it. You're, you have a target on your back, whether you like it or not. So uh, I'll end it by just simply saying people, places, and things, once you know who you shouldn't be around, once you know where you shouldn't go, once you know what you shouldn't do, it's ultimately your choice. And it's in your hands. That's the beauty of life is that we are all given choices. So God bless that brother, but God bless everybody else that's lost their life over these last few days and over 2022 to some senseless violence. I hope everybody in here closes on that seven bedroom house that you want. I hope that that check doubles and it hits your bank account quicker than you expected. My name is Twan Mack. I'm from Kareem City and thank you for bearing with me. Peace. Nah, it's always love here, Twan. You already know what it is. Appreciate your family. Thank you for being able to share that and impart that with the folks. Yeah. Um, we are at Penny. Okay. Penny, close us out with something good, Penny. Penny, for your okay. thoughts. Okay. 
Um, I, I'm going to try to keep it quick and good. This is just, just allow me to nerd out for a little bit. So again, I work in risk management and I just want you, everyone to know, let's take it, take it off of this subject, but just know there are some, there are people in my um, organizations called actuaries. These actuaries can determine down to like a 99 percentile rate what someone's lifespan or what a community um, progress is based on your everyday risk management choices. So when, when I was talking about risk management in the chat and when um, Iris was expounding on it, it's not, it's not saying right or wrong, but there are literally, th th this is how your insurance rates are determined. Literally, the things you do <laughs> has been shown to dictate exactly where you will be and, and really how long you will live. So it's not up saying anyone's right or wrong or anyone's at fault, but there are certain things that we do that can have an impact on our life. And unfortunately, it's a science to it. And, and I just wanted to leave everyone with that. So just know that some of our choices do affect, you know, our tomorrow. This is Penny and I'm done. All right, Penny, thank you so much. We appreciate you for that. Uh, Jerry, you still here? Paige and Jerry, Paige and Jerry. Well, Jerry's coming back. I just wanted to thank everybody for having this conversation with us today. Um, we got more show coming up and things to talk about. And I know Jerry's working on something. We're going to be honoring takeoff as well. But, um, you know, I just want to say it, it's beautiful that we can have discourse. It's beautiful that... <laughs> People have different opinions. And here's the thing, are things gonna change tomorrow? No, that's the reality, right? But little by little, we can make changes. And I think my hope is by having these conversations, even if you have opposing views, that you've planted a seed into someone that can allow them to think a little bit different to where we can make active changes because we didn't get here overnight, so it's not gonna be fixed overnight, right? So we gotta give ourselves grace and space to absorb what we've been given and to see where that fits in our lives and how we can be active and productive members of our community and keep moving ourselves forward. And I know sometimes people are saying, may feel like the conversation's not moving forward. It actually is because you have two different sides or three or four different sides coming together to have a conversation, hearing points they may not have heard somewhere else in a, a constructive and healthy way. So I just wanted to honor and thank everybody for their thoughts, their opinions, and um, their prayers, and for takeoff in his family and just good thoughts. So just want to say Absolutely. That. And I want to give everybody in the room, everybody that's come through here this morning, uh, to support us and just want to have just a, just a conversation where they can talk, land their plane, you know, have valid um, assessment of different things, even have some going back and forth with a nice dialogue of trying to understand both sides of the coins of this thing. Because this is uh, some pretty deep stuff, man, and it's never a great time. In, in, in light of someone's past and so, but I do want to give all of you guys um, a round of applause because like someone said earlier, there's multiple rooms you go in and all of a sudden it's arguments, the shit devoids into total madness and chaos and everything. And like, we can do better, man. Let's just have a conversation. And even if you don't agree with what I'm saying, it's fine. I'll see you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a whole nother conversation to probably disagree on, but it's okay. And that's the part of having great dialogue, man. So once again, uh, give you guys, man, a round of applause, man. Great talk. Absolutely. You guys are amazing. And Jerry, let me just say, 
I can't even see with the number of comments we had in chat because it's not posted up for me. But it's we over had a thousand. Over a thousand? Okay. Well, we yep. had 771 people coming to visit us today. So thank you Salute for everybody who came to visit. It hit Salute the greenhouse. Join join the club. We, we have a lot of good conversations like this on a Every day. Well, Every except day. on Wednesdays. Yep, we ain't here on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Because you know, you know why? Because we, we need a day off and we're getting stuff ready for our podcast. So make sure you guys yep. are following us on all your podcast channels as well. Just uh type in hip hop rewind. We are available on every single platform, Apple Music, uh iHeartRadio, Spotify, Castbox, Deezer. Google Podcasts, we everywhere, and the numbers is coming back great. And we got a bunch of stuff that we're doing coming up. Um, uh, Thursday, I'll be in L.A. for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame weekend. Got some special things going on there that we'll be broadcasting live, live from Los Angeles this later on this week. Um, also, on next, the following week, from November 13th to the 18th, uh, we'll be in Europe. We'll be in London. Uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, and uh, Sweden, where we'll be broadcasting live as part of our Hip Hop Turns 50 special. We've got some special things going on with that, but also screening my film that I produced called From Pain to Power on the 17th, and we're going to bring that to you here um, live as well as part of the podcast. So make sure y'all follow us, man. Um, they say there's no content on here. They're lying to you. Uh, they're deceiving you. We got the um, content. Yeah, we got the real content. Uh, because there's actually in the world outside of Clubhouse that's going on. We just bring it to Clubhouse. It's simulcast. That's the great thing. We actually have a podcast and we simulcast it here on Clubhouse. And everybody knows my, my, my phrase. I love Clubhouse because you guys are our live studio audience because nobody is live and you motherfuckers in here. Shit. That live is a motherfucker. So, with that being said, uh, this, this is a short clip, but if you want to see it as well, you know, um, take off with just currently on the Drink Champs, and most people might have missed this because on, in the, the grand scheme of things, you know, you want to hear Quavo talk, you want to hear what's going on with, you know, the Migos, are they going to get back together? Uh, shout out to my boy Jen here. Legendary, legendary freestyle MC, man. Appreciate you. Uh, super dope back in our Def Jam days. Shout out to him. Um, I want to play this clip because it becomes even more poignant what shit takeoff said here, man. So go up to the pen link and I'm going to play it in three, two, one. Now, one thing I really, really love about the project is how you shine it. Like, like, I, I feel like I feel like I feel like not not like of course you were shining before, but I feel like you was dancing on this one. Yeah, I felt like you he was just crazy. like yo. I felt like it was like like it was always your time. It was your time to prove it. Is that something you had in your mind when you was going in recording? Oh, for sure. Okay, you know what I mean uh, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm chill. You know, I'm trying to lay back, but mm -hmm. it's time to pop it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's time to give me my flowers. You know what I mean? Right. I don't yes. want them later on when I ain't here. God damn it! You know what I, mean? I want them right God now. Damn. So. Give me God damn it! Yeah. Now, one thing I really, really want to get that man his flowers, man. It fucking hurts my heart. It hurts my heart to have to always speak about people in the past tense 
when we're giving any flowers, man. He literally said this a little while ago, man, that, you know, he just wanted his flowers. And I stand on this. I felt that Takeoff was the best lyricist out of the group. That's just my opinion. Some may agree, may not. It's okay. Um, but, yeah, man, rest in peace to this to this young man. And I want to just, just play a couple of joints, man, um, um, from the Migos and, and these guys, man. Stand up, man. Rest in peace, man. Let's go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Rewind. We paying tribute to you, Quake, to take off, man. Trap nigga with the chickens like Popeye. Money changing colors like Tada. I'm just trying to get it. I ain't trying to die. She got a big on your booty, make the world cry. In the kitchen, wrist twisted like a stir fry. Hold them bands down. Hold your mask down. Who told you come around? Who? We turn it up for you, man. Take off. Hey. You made it, though, bro. I swear you made it out. Suckers pulled you back down, man. I'll be go back, man. Rest in peace. Damn, man. Shit don't even sound right, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. The fucking Migos, man. Whoa. Hold on. Oh, you uh, Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. We're gonna turn up for you. Take off. Walk it like I. Hey. Take my shoes and walk a mile. Okay. You can't do. Talk to him. Big tops of the town, big boy gang moves. Yeah. I like to walk around with my chain loose. Chain, chain. She just bought a new ass, but got the same booze. Same booze. Whipping up dope scientists. Whip it up, whip it up, cook it up, cook it up. That's my sauce where you find it. That's my sauce. Look it up, look it up, find it. Adding up checks, no minus. Add it up, add it up, add it up, add it up. Yeah. Get your respect in diamonds. Ice, 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 I bought a plane, Jane, roll it, these niggas bought they fame Ooh. I think my back got scoliosis cause I swore the lane Screw. Heard you signed your life for that brand new chain I heard Think it came with strikes, but you ain't straight with the game gang, gang. 
walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, let's go. Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, hey, I gotta stay in my zone, say that we've been sorry, nigga, you ain't get no play today. It's about take off, you know, rest in peace, young rich niggas, you know, so we ain't really never had no old money, we got a whole lot of new money though. <laughs> hey, drop, drop top, drop top, smoking, no cooking the hot pot, fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot dot dot, cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't try nobody grip the trigger, nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. All set. Records on records, got backers on backers, I'm riding around in a cool, cool. I take your pit right from you, you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Beat down her walls, loose. Hopping the floor, loose. I tell that bitch to come, come for me. I swear these niggas is under me. The hate and Shout the out to my guy, Sterling. After the set, Sterling, I want you to, uh, I know you probably have something to say. I want you to get it in, my brother. Plus, you got some stuff coming up. Holding up, hey. Read the ruler, diamond cooler, cooler. This a roller, not a mula. Dabbing on them like the usual. Magic with the brick voodoo. Magic. And I'm gonna put this link up that Ari sent me as well for you guys to check out. I'm young and rich and plus I'm bougie. I'm not stupid, so I keep the uh. Kids on records, get back as on back as so my money making my back. You niggas got a low act rate. We from the north, yeah, that way. Fat cookie blunt in the ashtray. Two bitches just national smash that. Hop in the limb, have a drag race. I let them burst take a bath, baby. Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot pot, cooking, fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot dot dot, cooking up dope in the crock pot pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody grip the trigger, nobody call up the gang and they come and get janked. Cry me a river, keep you with tissue. Bad, bad and bougie, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage too. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Let's go, man. Once again, the information that Ari shared with us is in the convo up top. Ain't nothing wrong with a little straightening, though. DJ Durant! Hey, Castro, go crazy. Yeah. So, we gone. Huh? Stop. We good. Stop. Chill. We on. Chill. Scale. Huh. Let's go. Let's go. Domingo. Huh. Let's go. Domingo. Take. Huh. Let's go. Huh. Set. Huh. Let's roll. Hey. Straightening. Straightening. Woo. Straightening. Yeah. Straight. Straightening. Straightening, straightening, straightening. 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 Stra
Bishop Mill prone. Turn a pandemic into a pandemic. You know that's the shit that we own. Them niggas gon' pull up and L at the shit that's together. Won't fuck with you, homes. Uh uh, I don't do the fake kicking. There go a rocket is taking it. It's a problem with few, then we straining it. Swap out the cap with a demon in it. Upgrade the band up with fiends in it. I got some shooters you seen with me. We're running shit back, I just seen tenant. We gonna get straight, straining. Okay. Give a shout out to them white boys. Turn up. Don't let them take it. If they get charged, you gotta get straight. I got your up, I give them a face look. My niggas lurking and spinning the day shit. I got them right when you see me. Spin back the back, it's a repeat. Championship, it's a three piece. Shoot out the window like Drizzy and Freaky. I keep it on me, believe me. Yes, sir. I be up high where the trees be. I go and put on so much of this ice. They say, don't touch me, you gon' freeze me. Straight it, straight it, straight it, straight it. Come on, let's go. It's one of my other favorites, too. Trench work. Ay, mama told me ay, not to sell work. Seventeen five, same color T-shirt. White. Mama told me ay, not to sell work. What? Seventeen five, same color T-shirt. Yeah. Young nigga popping with a pocket full of cottage. Talk to him, Kimo, Sabi, Chopper, aiming at your knocker. Had to cut the attic, then the top. I had to chop it. Niggas pocket watching, so I gotta keep the rocket. Neck water, faucet water, market. Birds market and pipe stacking and next keep batting neck wrist on hockey hockey wrist on rocket rocket lot of niggas copy huh Man, so one can stop me. No bitches call me poppy. Bitch, Sachi, that's my happy side. Got it on the mallet, pocket, rocket from a wallet. One off in the chamber, ain't no need for me to cock it. Uh uh, niggas get the dropping. When that Draco get the popping. All I want is cottage, roll up, cigar full of broccoli. Cookie, no check, one off cash, nigga. I don't talk that shit, take. Bitches cross the water, nigga. Bitches from the tropics. What? I'ma get that bag, nigga. Ain't no better spot it. I'ma feed my family, family, nigga. Ain't no way about it. Family, ain't gonna never let up, nigga. Got said, show my talent. What? Young nigga with the animal, walking with the hammer. Talking country grammar, nigga. Straight up, with a pocket full of cottage. Whoa, chemo. Say, I say, yeah, Had to cut the attic. Then the top, I had to chop it. Squad. Niggas pocket watching. So I gotta keep the rocket. What? Mama told me not to sell work. Mama. 17, 5, same color t shirt. White. Mama told me not to sell work. Mama. 17, 5, same color t shirt. Let's go, man. Rest in peace, take off, man. What do I want to do today? Um, Jerry, you going crazy, baby. Bad bitch, <clears throat> small waist, pretty face. Having my way, having, having. She let me know my face. Bad. 
Stay in your place. Stay in your Shut up and stay out the way. Shut up. Decided what I'm gonna do today. Put some fire emojis in the chat for take off. I wanna look at this day. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Like am I copping that down today? I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Take off. I'ma go ride the rave. I'ma go ride like I'm from the bay. Bay. You better watch it, bay. Better up doing what Simon say. Say. They mad cause I caught the rave. Holy they look at my license plate. They look at my jewelry when I hop out, start singing Amazing Grace. grace. The feast we eat before we jump in, my nigga, we gotta say grace. Got to. My grandma gone, but can't be replaced. Then she paved the way. Mm. I'm turning the page on niggas. Turning. I waited days, remember? Okay. Then had that fam on the side of my hood, so it can change your niggas. How? Your niggas is slow, slow. I can beat you running backwards. backwards. The way I go ride the brave, thought you would've seen Casper. Where? No, I ain't gon' hide the K, no. cause I know I'm who they after. Fucking bastard. How much you charge a feature? Extra 20 if you ask him. Got a text. Bad bitch. Bang. Small waist, pretty face. Pretty. Having my way. Having, having. She let me nut on the face. Bang. Stay in your place. Stay in your Shut up and stay out the way. Shut up. Decided what I'm gonna do today. What? I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. I wanna look at the stars today. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Like am I copping that done today? I'ma go ride the rave. Ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Take off. I let her ride the rave. Come on. But she wanna ride the face. No. Ain't give her the car, but I give her 30k so she can slide and slay. slay. These niggas be talking about double R rolls, but did it 2008. Come on. Beep, beep. Double up, backing up, get out the way. Get out, recline the seats. Climb. Press someone button, massaging me. Massage. I ride with heat. Ride. For all of my niggas deceased. Die. The pen of us got it, it breathe. The lot of us got it, it stink. Fuck 12, nigga, fast on feet. Cartel, get the bad dirt cheap. Cartel. Got gab, but the tank on E. Gas. No flat, but the ice on flea. No flat. Walking out with the bag and receipt. Walking out. No clock, all facts when I speak. No clock. White rape for the red and black seats. Ray. Pulling up like a falcon with me. Pulling up. She gon' faint when she see the double R. <gasps> when she find out, can't. Casper with me, bad bitch, small waist, pretty face, pretty. having my way, having, having. She let me nut on the face. Stay in your place, stay in your. Shut up and stay out the way. Shut up. Decided what I'm gonna do today. What? I'ma go ride the rave, ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. I wanna look at the stars today, ghost. I'ma go Once ride again, the rave, ghost. I'ma go ride Rest the rave, peace. ghost. I'ma go ride the rave. Take, Take over, man. It's a hip hop rewind. I'ma go ride the rave, ghost. I'ma go ride That's the rave. That's paying tribute to the young king, man. Let's get it. Hop off a 16 passenger. This a G5. No, this not a challenger. Big one. I get some members <laughs> with me in the fridge. The coat seats. They some cannibals. Yeah. They like a geek geek. Drink a whole bottle, wake up and repeat. Damn. She took a look, mixed it with the chill out. Now she said she said 3D. Wow. I go in the jungle and then got a coat. I bet I come out with a meme. I bet I do this shit for the fam. Cause this shit bigger than Just me. Just hard right here. I'm in my infinity league. And in the factory masterpiece. I call on twin, could that be my brother? We got the same roller, he matching me. Nah, for real. Water on me, like the sun. Wait. Sun, carrots, sun, pointers. All these gummers, I want fun. Fun, me go gunners out the jungle. We tied all, fuck a Front Fuck nigga, cake on me, no funnel. Ooh, cash. Drop top, feeling like stunner. Drop top, can't be play no runner. We gon' chrome my wallet, Ooh. smoke my pilot. Ooh. Take three vibes to the trappies. Trappy. Nigga, one shit. shit. I was outside just serving narcotics. Huh? Pay me that stick. Nigga made one wrong move, just poppy. Pop 
living on broke with the whole flooded out in the hotel lobby. It's crowded. Diamonds be dancing like Bobby. They dance. Don't touch a dick like if you cocky. Don't touch. Shroom and GC depart. We geek. Bitches gon' trend on the top. Keep trend. The way I pull up, I'ma pop it and none of these niggas gon' stop. Pull up. Gone. Put that shit on, get a cup for the drip on my motherfucking fast. Keep low. Keep stacking your bank and get bigger. Never will. I throw some shit on my nigga. On tape. Little nigga don't blow with these niggas. I see the big picture. We up on these niggas. The hunch the one you gon' call on me, nigga. I got your back. You gon' follow me, nigga. When I get up, we gon' ball on these niggas. Fucking shit up, cause we beat out the system. Water on me like the sun of sun carrots, some pointers. All these commas, I won't fun from me. Go gunners out the junk. Me tied off, fuck a front of fuck, nigga. Cake on me, no fun of cash. Drop top, feeling like stunner. Drop top, can't be play no runner. We gon' chrome my wallet, smoke my pilot. Take three vibes to the traffic. Nigga, one shit. I was outside just serving our guys. Yo, these young niggas, man. I love these young niggas getting that money. Living on broke with the whole flooded out in the hotel lobby. Once again, so I want to say um, rest in peace. I don't know how y'all feel, man, but this just sounds so weird saying this shit. I swear to God, bro. It, it just sounds fucking It really weird, does. It feels like this is an alternate universe and that this isn't, it shouldn't be, well, it shouldn't be happening. But, you know, really, it's like, I guess I, I was saying that to Katie earlier is that it just really shows that no one is immune to it. Like, this is a multi-platinum it was a Grammy award winning millionaire person and it still happened to him, you know? And it's, yeah, just, man. it's just like, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no chill. There's no, it can happen to anybody, like literally. And it Anytime. Feels, and it just feels so weird. It's like your money won't save you. Your notoriety won't save you. Your Grammys won't save you. You know, it's just, it, it's just sad. And I, I feel so heartbroken for his family. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I really do. I feel so heartbroken for his family. And so I, I know people probably aren't, but my, I'm, I'm going to really believe that hopefully people give them their family some space just to yep. be and just absorb this because this is a lot. And yeah, and I don't know if they've named the shooter yet. I don't think they have. Um, and I, I'm not sure at this point, but that's a lot. And then that's a whole another event in itself, you know, and I know how that goes right. where... That's not mm -hmm. that's that's not an easy thing. So yeah. Um, and, and and you know the princes, man, they gotta feel some type of way too, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is like they have great you know relationships with a lot of artists, help put artists on. Their whole families about you know the culture of hip hop and just everything that their dad stood for. I mean, just everything, rap a lot, just everything. Like that can't be something that's easy for them too. Like oh, like this is a space that you are inviting your celebrity friends to be a part of because what I've understand is part of a birthday weekend uh, for one of the brothers and, and you know, the family and everybody was there. So this can't be easy for them, you know, you know, cause everybody feels like once you with the J princes and jazz princes, like you're protected, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you're in H town and just everything that they stood for. So I know they can't be, um, you know, handle this all that well as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to absorb. So. I think it's important, y'all, for us to allow the actual facts to come out because there's actually there's actually a, a different narrative of exactly what happened because I heard somebody say that, that he got pulled back in. But, I mean, it's actually the 180 of that, the antithesis of that. Like, you, I'm, not, I'm definitely not throwing any shade on, on that brother because from, from what I understand, 
he was like the smoothest and the most laid back out of out of everybody. Yeah. Not, a, yeah, not no. about not about not about the drama. Not about any of that. Yeah, nobody's but, painting but, that picture but, in here. Yeah. But again, but again, people people places and things. Like if I have a gram, if I have a Grammy, like my 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 um one of my very good friends is a two time Grammy winner. Speech from Arrested Development. And he's from Milwaukee. He's not from Atlanta, but he's been in Atlanta for over 30 some odd years. And all that to say this, people, places, and things. If you know, if you know there's if if I have if I have a Grammy and and I'm one of the top MCs, one of the top rappers in the whole world, it's no way that I'm shooting dice with anybody at a bowling alley in Houston in Houston. I don't I don't care how how street I am. And I'm from the streets, but but you're not gonna get me to do that because the whole point of everything that I do is to is to not only elevate myself but to also be able to to give people understanding that you don't have to feel guilty about not living or not being or not being a, a, not 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 hanging around a certain element once you get to your your goal is to get out like that I don't think that anybody anybody gets in the game to stay to stay in in a certain social economic situation or around a certain thing it's not to say that you turn your back on your peoples because you definitely don't but but you but we don't belong in certain situations into a certain plateau you know what i mean and so that's just my my take on it because from what i understand like what's nah, good we, like, yeah what i'm, nah, what nah, I'm nah. understanding is jerry yeah what i'm understanding friendly fire initially yeah but we, again, we, we, we we've discussed this we, we put all that on the right. table the friendly fire there was an exchange of fire i played the, i showed the text messages i know you just coming in just a little surely go but we've addressed like literally all of this and nah but i understand your point of view on it too and and once again to anybody we're never victim shaming or none of that um as well and guess what? He wasn't even shooting dice. That's the crazy thing. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But he was there. And I want to thank, thank you, Twan, for that. Uh, I mm -hmm. want to get back into playing these songs uh, yeah. to, to remember him. And then we got more show uh, to, to talk about. We got some yeah. other stories, man. We okay, sure do. Yeah, we sure do got some other stories. But I also wanted to say thank you to Jay, um, Jay Fetty, that's in the audio, that's in up on stage. Um, he did confirm some things that we were saying that we have reported again yep. allegedly were some true he says there's some stuff that they can't talk about right now they're still it's still a developing situation but if you go back to the replays a lot of things that people um are are, are seeing that we need to address and stuff we've it's already in there it's just a lot we had a big stage today so um that's the big thing for that and then um the other thing i think somebody in the chat said something that we weren't seeing people um we're actually trying to move on from this story so we're not trying to yeah, ignore we, anybody yeah, so we're, we're not we've, been, that. <laughs> we've been talking about it for almost like four hours now so yeah we're just trying to move on because we have some other news that we want to go ahead and get to as well so not trying to disrespect anybody so yeah so let's get into this next record right here this one is my shit yeah oh shit man who that is shout out Migo. shout out zay told me yeah Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Numenati. This is a gated community. Please get the fuck up. It's coming September. Sorry, light skin niggas. Gotta do this. Sorry. I'm always the first one to get it, man. That's how you lead by example. <laughs> Versace, 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 Versace. Word in New York is the diamond, and high schools are calling me poppy. I'm all on the low, take a famous girl out with it, no paparazzi. Damn, I thought I got worried that nigga part on there, man. Goddamn. This year I'm eating your food in my table, got so many plates on it. Honey, this TV at my house, I sit back like, damn, I look great on it. See, that's what I get for playing the remix. 
But um, sorry, Drake. This ain't your day, bro. Bet you ain't on Yo. this one. <laughs> you just dead his verse. Huh? Dead his whole verse. Say your name, what? Well. Right. We gonna get in the Montana, the Miley go crazy. Got Lizzie Mugwai, got Lizzie Lohan, and I can't forget about Katie. I keep the white like the 80s. I keep the white like I'm shady. Put the white rims on the Mercedes. Young nigga feel like Pat Swayze. Hannah Montana, 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 Hannah Montana. I got Miley, I got white, I got Miley, I got white. Trapping, 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 trapping all damn night. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. Classic man. If you know me, know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a print resume. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP the Nate dog. I had to regulate. Mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock the pussy out like right night. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right. I'ma knock the pussy out like right night. Hit it with a left, hit it with the right. I'ma knock the pussy out like right night. If you know me, know this ain't my first way. Certified everywhere, ain't got a print resume. Take out LA. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP the Nate dog, I had to regulate. Pocket rocket fire, watch him disintegrate. It's a short load, coming on the industry. Third line state, all of my dinner plate. Yo, man. 
nine beats, so she wanna make a sex tape. Rich nigga, I can never be a broke nigga. Broke niggas, I can never get along with them. Always been hated since a little nigga. This forever pussy nigga gotta deal with it, nigga. Broke niggas stand to the left. My rich niggas stand to the right. Little mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock the pussy out like fight night. Hit it with a left. Hit it with a right. I'ma knock the pussy out like fight night. Yeah, you know, you know what you said, how he had like the best um, lyrics or the rhymes. I think he had the best flow. Yeah, right. Okay, so how is it just a couple of hours before um, you found out about him? There was uh, something circulating online where people are saying we're talking about how Jazz and Drew Hill was like the like the equivalent of Takeoff and the Migos. How he's kind of like the unsung hero, and he had like the best <laughs> um, singing ability of Drew Hill. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these guys. I'm like, get you better give Jazz his flowers because Takeoff, you know, didn't get the all the admiration, you know, because you have Quavo and Offset, of course getting a lot of shine up front. So it just yeah. made me think about that. It was just kind of interesting how that was going around. And then a lot of people were mentioning that about takeoff. And I said, it's kind of interesting how those guys are kind of like back in the cut a little bit. They're quiet, right? But they mm-hmm. can be so prolific and have some of the best flow or singing abilities or just musicality all, to, all together. So it's pretty interesting. And I would say this, V, you know, I'm about to put this up in a PTR for everybody. I mm-hmm. do want to... um just change the mood just a little. I know it's a sad morning, uh, a sad state. Um, some people may be new coming into our room, um, but this is actually a show that we produce every day, except on Wednesday. It's the Hip Hop Rewind. If you go up to the link I just put up, we have 25 new episodes, 25 episodes up there right now. Um, some of the, the, the dopest, dopest conversations with some of the biggest stars uh, from Ghostface Killer, um, one of the few that did the sit down with Dapper Dan, the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis one is a six hour phenomenon. I promise you, I'm not going to lead you astray. If you go hit the link, the Jimmy Jam one is crazy. Um, everything from Prince to fucking uh, Alexander O'Neill, Cheryl Lynn. Uh, we, we was two hours into the conversation before we even yeah. got to janet jackson uh the janet jackson shit it was incredible michael jackson um boys to men shout out to sean stockman from boys to men that came in philip bailey from earth wind and fire we even got to do a tribute to earth wind and fire on that episode they can't fuck with us man have a snack ready for that episode if you're planning to listen (laughs) all the way through i'm just saying but it was good it was not stagnant whatsoever so Uh, yo jimmy jam has never sat for six hours for nothing uh so to sit with us and talk nothing but music uh, the way we started off about him and Prince as high schoolers and learning how to play instruments, I'm telling you, the interview is going to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I bring that up is because this weekend I will be in L.A. 
uh, broadcasting the show. We'll have information later on this week where we're going to be broadcasting from uh, for the Hip Hop Rewind. But we're out there because Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend. God damn it. Yes. Well deserved. You know, oh. long overdue, Terry. Long overdue. What is this? What is this travesty? They should have long overdue. But I'm just glad they made it in. I mean, should have happened sooner, but I'm glad they're in the right. number. Okay. The white folk, the white folks better get that shit right. Shit. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's this weekend. Also, Salt and Pepper is getting their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week, too. And we will be out yes. there for that as well. We're going to bring out some super exclusive stuff broadcasting live from L.A. Then the 13th to the 18th, we'll be in Europe broadcasting live from several spaces. Y'all get that information as well. Um, but I just wanted to, again, man, point your direction up top. Um, we have some incredible interviews on there. The podcast is lit. Conversations is the best. And we also simulcast here on Clubhouse because we like to call mm -hmm. Clubhouse our live studio audience. Like today, we get in real time real conversations from people at the moment and it's live like anything can literally happen yeah. like you know what i'm saying like anything can literally happen and we appreciate y'all uh for coming up and being part of this today especially in a solemn sad state man again it just feels so weird to me saying his name in past tense it's, it's just it just really hasn't settled in um rest in mm -hmm. peace to take off his family um and and it, it, it's just I'm still trying to get over it. So I'm trying to pick the pace up just a little bit, V. So you yeah. know what we're going to do just to well, turn up a little bit? But Jerry, you forget, mm -hmm. you, I got some happy news to help pick up the pace a little What's bit. That? I'm broadcasting live from Disney World. Come on. This does end. Give me some magic. Because you in the land of, place uh, on of Earth. Mickey Mouse, goddammit. Most magical place on Earth. The most magic place on Earth. I got something hey, for Jerry, you, too. You better hit me up when you in L.A. I swear to God, I'm actually sending you a email. No, I got too busy with salt and pepper, and I was hanging with celebrities. Oh, Patrice, or we're gonna make sure he gets to you. We're gonna make nah, sure. Nah, nah, Patrice, Patrice, I owe you, and Cheryl, I owe you. Uh, like Cheryl, I'm hitting you with an email today because guess what? We off tomorrow, so we have a breather to you know, get caught up with some mm -hmm. things. Some people like, yo, Jerry. F your day off. We want Wednesdays too. I'm like, but damn, damn dog, can we like this, be able can to conduct live? business out here? Can we can live we, just a little can bit? Can we get some uh, episodes for the podcast all straight up? Yeah, man, we got y'all. We got 25 of them joints up. I'm telling you, the Ghostface interview V, fucking mm, crazy. I we know. didn't even put up. We didn't even put up the one we just did with Spike Lee. Big John, which the brother numbers up, y'all. You know, Tame and John. We 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 got so much shit. Like, and and I be hearing people here talk about, but they got the best morning show on here. Stop playing on our top, man. What we doing, man? You know, we're playing on our top. You know, and I I take that to the T because I was telling people like, what you do? What I'm like, we have a podcast. You need to be a part yeah. of it. One guy was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to look that up right now. Go ahead and look it up because you never know, <laughs> Mr. Bellboy. Yeah. Look it up. He's I'm looking for a good hip-hop, you know, type of Join the power of influence. Okay, let me use my Yeah, we talk about everything, too. <laughs> you know, we the most even, versatile joint on here. We talk about everything. Even at Pop, Disney World, culture. I'm repping. Even at Disney yeah. World, I am repping. You know, so that's... Tell that's, Mickey, you better have my shit when I put my know, foot in Dickie's ass, know, man. Run, Mickey better run, not play no games <laughs> with us, man. Yo, chill out, Jerry. Chill out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in a bad mood. Run the money. 
But Jerry, but, let me tell you what I did last night, though. It was yes, pretty interesting. So, yes. Yeah, so, okay. Well, Sunday night, let me tell you. We we got here on Sunday morning. It was long wait, but the people were hospitable, you know, while we're waiting for a room. But Sunday night, I had this amazing burger. It's called the Lobster Thermidor Burger at the Floridian Cafe. Can I tell you, it changed my life in ways that I just didn't know could be changed. And it was so, so good. So that was good. And then yesterday, you know, it's kind of like low key rest day. I went to the grocery store a little bit, you know, Halloween was Halloweening with the continuous loop that Jerry was in the twilight zone. So that was interesting while I was at the public. So that was interesting. Um, but we saw the fireworks show because you know, they do a Halloween party at Magic Kingdom called Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which was completely sold out. But I'm staying at the Grand Florida resort in villas and since that's like the home resort for magic kingdom they basically bring the halloween party to the property so they'll have characters people and they had a trick they had a treat trail for everybody so my big old self was trick-or-treating yes i was i put my little ears on was out there with the rest of them <laughs> get some good candy right. um you know they had some good blow <laughs> pops and everything and i got a lot of pink lifesavers because you know those are the best ones I'm oh like, they, yeah you know i got like 10 of those joints i said they just knew they were just spreading that magic but what was really incredible too was the artwork they got here so i'll put in my ptr one of the pictures it was made out of all chocolate and it was the hearse from like the haunted mansion and it's made out of all modeling chocolate and it was just amazing i'm like how do these people do these things i just i just don't know but i'll go ahead and put it in my ptr so you guys can see that and, and, and am i the only one i like black licorice too man Y'all gonna stop you, candy? Y'all gonna stop uh, shaming candy? You might be on your yeah, own on that one. You need, you need, I can't ride. Yeah, that's crazy. I just got Not back in the room and the first thing I hear is black bitches. <laughs> nah, yeah. that's crazy. Y'all candy shaming. It depends on, on the brand. It depends on the brand. Uh-uh. Like, uh yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit is crazy. Get your life together, man. Try some black licorice. Remember? Oh, I thought we were supporting all things black. Now you don't support black licorice. Okay, not not that I black. No, black. Not licorice. that black. I can't. I can't do. I don't like them black jelly beans. I don't like the black liquor. I can't. But I did see. Speaking of licorice, I did see a pe um a memes go around saying that Twizzlers taste like it was supposed to be a toy, and they said, "Forget it. Just make it candy." <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't. That sounds about right. That sounds about so, right. That's what I. Uh, that's what I did. But yeah, if you guys were red vines. Yeah, red vines. <laughs> red vines is the truth. But if you refresh, you guys, you'll see. Um, in my PCR, that is a hearse they have. Um, from the haunted mansion, and again, it's made out of all chocolate. So that was pretty interesting. And there's some other cool stuff. Shout out to know. my boy Richie Epps in the building. Hey, Shot Richie. us one time. Shot us one time. Shout He's out to my the, boy Richie. What up, Jerry? What up, Jerry? What up, fam? I thought he was so going to do this. He got off. <laughs> he got off for you. <laughs> right. So, so I want to start off like this because we do this every morning, right? And I just want to pick up the tempo because I know our spirits was a little bit down. One of our brothers has left us, and we're going to keep his memory alive. And y'all know how I like to start every morning with my song. Y'all know how go. I feel. Good, Good morning. Good morning, love. Y'all know it's singing. It's my favorite love song. I love it here. So, this morning, we got a lot to talk about. I even got a surprise for uh, 
for Vanessa and my hot takes that what? I'm going to do. So we got some hot takes just for you. One of them is just for you. Okay. I want to talk to the ladies. My boy, if DJ Hitboy is still here, we got to talk this new news about Tom Brady. We're going to talk about that. Nancy Pelosi. Come on now. Come on Nancy now. Pelosi. No, no, not bad. Morning. Good morning. He don't want me to wake it up, guys. He don't want me to wake it up, He's avoiding. He's avoiding. I'm playing this song the day of the day of my wedding. This song we're playing. Hey! Uh, all right, so Tom Brady's back in the news. We got we got to talk about it, yo, Vanessa. It has to be like the fastest, fastest fucking divorce I have ever seen. Giselle Brunson said, "Get this nigga up out of here." Do we want to talk about your six and two giants? No, 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 Put a pin on you it. Can't do that. Because, we gotta, because we're gonna talk about this Giselle Tom Brady divorce right. because I saw a clip where he was doing something with Gillette that was uh he mentioned that she does Good rituals. So hold up. Good morning. It's my favorite. Good morning, love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you so say, anyway. Vanessa? Let's let's talk crazy about that now. Uh, what you uh, saying? Oh, now? That's you what we doing, Jerry? Yeah, no, no, that's, not, that's not what we doing. That's not what we no, doing. I'm sorry. We're putting sorry. a pin in that for a minute, okay? <laughs> because you know how y'all were saying, people are saying that Giselle is a witch, is that was helping Tom Brady, and as she said, "Now you cut me off, I'm gonna curse you." Well, there, I I saw a video that could possibly confirm that because he was doing a, a video had surfaced where he was doing this thing with Gillette, who was like on stage. I think it was like for Super Bowl or something, and he's getting a shave, and the guy's about to put a warm towel on him, and he was talking about you know the secret of his success. And he said that his wife does all these rituals, takes these things, ha- makes an altar in the um, in the locker room for him, and lets him know what kind of season he's gonna have because like, he had a losing season. She's like, "I love you, but this is not your year." It was like in 2016 <laughs> or something. He said, "What about next year? Next year's your year." He said, "So he used it for advice and manifestations and all this other stuff." And he said, "She conjures certain things and stuff like that." I said, "Oh, well, you know, that's a con- that's you're you're confirming your wife's mm. a witch." Okay, so she cursing you. I love a good white witch, though. I love a good witch. A <laughs> hey, hey, Tommy, she is a good witch. Hey, Tommy, do me a favor. Read my comment I just put in the chat for me, Tommy. Why? Why are we doing this? And this is actually news. I mean, you know what? This is how we're going to do that, man. Let's go. Hey, hey, listen. The best best thing I saw on this is the meme that's out there right now. And it said, Giselle is mad because... Yeah, he kept a job so men stay toxic because you can't please women. Yeah. The city, that's the problem with city girls now, uh, Anthony. When when a C-boy got a job and shit, now y'all got an issue. Now y'all want him to do this. Now y'all want him to do that. The brother just had a job, man. Let him do his job. He was shit. only home for 45 days, Jerry. They said he was only <laughs> hey, home for 45 days. Because he couldn't stand them kids. Hey, no, it is what he, it is. Hey. He said, you're not going to get me pregnant and leave them with them. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she's gonna get custody. She's gonna put part-time custody on here. I bet you. I bet you. Oh man, but listen, we Not really too much get on Tom that. Brady, please. Oh, that, 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 that's on Tom not, Brady. Right, because if someone could look it up, if someone could look it look it up, it has to be the fastest divorce I have ever seen in Hollywood. Period, bro. Uh, this shit was days. I like you went out. Fuck it, get out, nigga. And it's over. Like papers filed, done. Already a divorce. Like this shit is crazy. I mean, man. they 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 got money, so you know certain processes oh, are so set that, up so, for them. They've also been yeah. working oh, so that, on this for months. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Not you. Not y'all picking up with Tom Brady. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But here's the thing, though, too, with rich people, though, when you have <laughs> when you have your own and there's not a, a lot of assets to divide, though, you can get. Yeah, the it's, not like, it's not like it's not like Tom got none. It's not like Tom ain't got none. We well, it's not like she is. No, I didn't make my hand. He only got a couple of rings. Jerry, Jerry, I didn't. You know, you're taking it the wrong way. I meant on her side because she's got money. Too, so it's not like she's oh, they both got money, they both rich. right? So, with, got so with that, got it's just like walking Jerry. away. It's like, like I'm taking, I'm taking mine. That's I think fine. Tom and Jerry, real come on, how your girl got how your girl come make on. more money than Jerry? Me? Come on, turn that shit out real yeah. quick, man. Yeah. The bronze came through. Sal said, Get in the house, yo. Because you know why, Jerry? As many men were buying the Victoria's Secret as the women. That's what happened. That's why she got money. Giselle said, You ain't good for nothing but some penis and a football, nigga. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, you gotta really relax on my boy though. Like I need I need you to take a break. On really? something that my boy Tom Brady like that. Ah, you're right. You're right. Star. Just take a just no, take a right. quick breather. Hip take boy, five. Okay, let's, be, let's take five. No, no, no. Hip boy, five. because he relaxed and thought he was gonna be okay and mispracticed to attend uh, Robert Kraft's uh, okay, wedding. Okay, but we not been talking been about that. V. We not no, see. Yeah, we talking about all that he can get all the smoke in all areas no, as far as I can no, no, There you no. go. That's supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about <laughs> practice. Word up, <laughs> shit crazy, oh, man. Shit crazy, man. <laughs> we talking about practice. Tom Brady, baby. Just, Tom Brady, Mr. Practice. City, boys city boys with it. City boys with it. That's all I want to say. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-uh. It was our prize. Thank you. Uh, man. Now, but well, man, good morning. To our daily morning show, man, taking you into the afternoon and just having a great time. A little bit extended today just because uh been unfortunate passing to take off, man. And we're gonna salute him and hold him up uh throughout the entire show. Uh, but it's it's just time right now to really get into uh the get into the get into um Vanessa. So yeah. you ready for us to uh get these people what they want, man? Yeah, let's go, let's do it. Yeah. 
How, how, how does how does uh uh Terrence Howard give him what they want, man? man. What up, man? What up, man? Oh, man. Why you doing it like that, man? Man, why you doing it? No, you ain't playing with me like that, man. Why you had to do me like that, man? I hate when they do that shit. Come on, like, man. Oh, that burns. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come we gotta, on, man. We got to do better for Tom Brady, yep. man. Let's go, oh, y'all. Yo. All right, all right. See? All right. <laughs> hey, Blue, you still here, right, Blue? Attention. I'm about to wake some shit up in a minute. No, we're not doing I'm this, waking man. it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit that mute button. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you can't ban the snowman. Watch me work. Watch me work. Three, two, one, go. Drop it. Let's go. You're now rocking with the power influence. Welcome to the suite over. It's the biggest step of Chima. Shout out to Chima. This is how we gonna kick this shit Hottest off. opening show theme song. Let's go. Make sure you share the room. Take a friend or two in. We're gonna have some fun right now. What up, Ray Cusso? Share the Hey, y'all, PCR. Who wanna got a day? Who wanna sit on the clouds and get out of there? You can get lit up, I'll make it a holiday. Show me a pussy, I black it. Wakanda way, underlay my trick, I'm counted in front of me. Honestly, I'm in the top. You can stay under me. How you gon' aim it? You wanna be cool? Ask me. How you gon' fun the heat? My soul classically vibes. I'm old fashion restock. Blind colors, two pops. It's the hip hop rewind, y'all. Bitch in the pop, you bitches chicken. Did a kiss on beat by oh me oh my oh not again. I'm on my shit. Well it depends, cause when you're shitting in the pants, a smelly cat can be your friend. That pussy wet up like a fin, but it get wetter than her friends. My little Mary Kate ass way I'm busting rounds with my bitch in 2020. So that means my two bitches is tens. And if you're running from it, that just means you pussy on the inside, cream on the outside. Wanna get the checkup from the neck up in my house lies. And for the record, I'ma wreck you what your mouth like. You're scaring money, baby. Like quarters in the couch. Hide. I could push a brick over borders in the part time, but I'd rather split up your borders like a part time. Let's go, Shima! I'm a bald, I'm a bald, cause you niggas feeling tall. Short cake, heavy y'all. Ring, ring, money calls. Then it falls at the draws when the pussy really spawns. Shout out to my guy, Rudy. I'll see so ya. Like Shout out to everybody in the morning. What up, Lauren? I got niggas that really will. Hot my shit with the will. I got niggas that really will. I got niggas that really will. Cock and bang, they really kill. Pop the shit, they really ill. We on your bitch, don't get it till. Wait, wait. Hey Jerry, I have an update on the um Giselle and Tom Brady thing. You wanted to know? Uh oh. Um, you wanted to know. 
So um, it looks like, um, and I. Or, I or do you, or, or do you want to say it during the, the Tom Brady segment? Oh, you have a little segment on him? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. the hit boy. I thought you were just bringing an update, update on the Giants the losing okay, sixty-two uh, well, as well. Uh, okay, that's that's cool. Can we that, do that's that's what's well, up. Stop hating on the Giants. Yeah, Stop we, yes, we on can. The Giants. Yes, we can. We can. Just just for you, brother. I, hey, listen, this literally came out this morning. I, I didn't. Hey, but well, it's all I'll good. Just, well, no, I'll just say this real quick because it's not too bad. Because then I'll let you just relish in the Tom Brady segment on your own. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> to, to you, what you're asking me is this a file a fast one? They filed divorce on Friday, and it was finalized hours later. So this was filed <laughs> months ago. This was filed on the same day. And see, I see, 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 I looked. I looked at a lot of Listen. credible sources, and that's it. yeah, it was an end. Also, it. they just recently bought like a thirteen million dollar home in the area, which Giselle at this point looks like she's going to keep and stay in the area. That's right. And they get no, nothing. They didn't even and it and with this the way their divorce was set up with the filing it didn't have anything with custody in there yet but she doesn't think they'll have an issue with custody at this point. So, so it probably was an amicable split. They probably oh, yeah, had it was. It was. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is exactly yeah. why you get a prenup so that things mm -hmm. can literally be done in hours. Everyone thinks a prenup is oh he or she's going to take my money. No, you are literally wow. deciding if your wow. if your marriage goes wrong how the government. Um, mm -hmm. the government won't, you know, intercede in your marriage. Katie, what's, what, what's your team? Because you're doing a lot of caving for Tom Brady last couple Excuse minutes, me? man. I just need to know. I'm a TV uh, what's your Eagles team, Katie? fan, bro. I was a You're Eagles fan? fan? Yes, but I understand. Not too much on my material world. Thank you. But I understand <laughs> why people don't like him. Like, I can see both sides. I'm not so nice. Thank you. Thank I don't you. understand why people don't like Thank him. You. Like, I get it. I completely get it. I didn't like him very hey much boy, for don't a couple get it. years. Yeah. When he was going to the White House and being a fuckboy, like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. But Did you see that nigga 40-40 in the race when and, he came in the league? That nigga here, looked worse than Jerry's than just a Tom Brady shit. hater. But That's the problem. Here, but here's Giants. the thing with the Tom Brady Duh. divorce there. This is to what Katie is saying. When you have money like that and you don't need support, things can go pretty quick. Because nah, nah, the, the, nah. Hold on. But no, nah, Jared, the document We're not was doing only, that. Oh, no, hold on. The document was only three pages long. Thank that you. is hella short. And I was okay. probably like, that was probably basically like the cover page and the ending page <laughs> and something in the <laughs> middle. It was three pages what they did long. within their marriage was they pretty much kept everything separate in case anything like this were to happen. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like you can treat your marriage like that if it works for you. Clearly, yeah. it didn't work okay. out. But it, okay. Now they don't have to sort through all this shit. Like, okay, that's like, true. We bought the house that's in true. your name, you keep that house. I bought and this house in my name, I'll keep this one. So Katie, Katie, let me ask you this. Well, and add, to that, add to that, Jerry, just let you know, another thing was they also put it as irretrievably Should have had this broken. in the TV section, but Ir it's all good. Irretrievably broken. So I'm not okay. going to let you do whatever uh, no, you no, need but, to do but, on but, time, but I'm just letting no, you know. No, no, but, 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 but
Listen, Giselle uh, wanted Pete. Giselle wanted Pete Davidson. She's somebody hold thank her you. hands, take her to pizza, go thank sit you. down, and be all up in her face every thank five you. seconds. You saw how Kanye. You okay? saw how Kanye acted up, Razzle, with exactly. Pete Davidson. That's all that I'm saying. That man got a ten inch penis, and he right. fucking my wife. Exactly. Yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> thank you. I'm going on mute. Okay. <laughs> do y'all? Do y'all? Do you guys know who's in my PTR? Blue CJ. Do y'all know who that is? Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Before. Why you trying to say face? This shit is crazy because hold up. What Katie said was so eloquent. It was so nice. All textbook. So by the laws of the thing and attrition and, and arbitration and everything that goes on with the things could be kind of okay, equal, equal and, and, um, and um, you know, so legally all these things is right. But Katie, can it also be true? Because two things could be true. Can it also be that Giselle just want this nigga about the house as quickly as possible. Is that also something that could have been I like them? I'm tired of this nigga. With you, I don't think they've been living together for quite some time. If I'm being okay, honest. okay, that's what's up. Uh, I like they've that. They've been separated about it. They've been separated about a yeah. year. All right, we ain't we ain't yeah. we ain't got we ain't got to get too much on helping Tom Brady out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say this. Um, <laughs> This is going to be a great show today, and I want to, you know how we start, well, first of all, you know, shout out to Chima, <laughs> shout out to Chima, uh, that always provides us uh, with our opening theme song, uh, Super Dope MC, and I just want to say welcome to the Hip Hop Rewind, the podcast, your number one source for pop culture, news, music, entertainment, and so much more, but you know, as we do every morning around this time, here is news from around the world. Check this out. Chilling new details on the alleged plot to kidnap Speaker Nancy Pelosi. What prosecutors say the suspect wanted to do. He certainly did uh, enact what we believe is an attempt to murder her husband at the time uh, that the police arrived. Carrie Lake, who's running for governor in Arizona, appeared to joke about the attack. Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in DC. She's a dumbass. We hate it. Turnout remains at a record pace for midterms in Georgia. It is up to us to get out and vote, to put the right people in, not just Herschel Walker, because I'm going to win. A big break in a murder case five years after two teenage girls died, how police finally made an arrest. He's uh, hiding in plain sight, and, and that's the case. If you are looking to become an instant billionaire, you still have a chance. No one matched all six numbers in last night's Powerball jackpot. The Browns dominate the Bengals 32 to 13. Takes and Taylor Swift is making history with her new album, Midnight, doing something no other artist has ever done before. A woman in Scotland was surprised to attend a serious work meeting today, only to find out that she was the only person who wore a Halloween costume to work. So here they are here, this is all the co-workers gathered in the conference room, just a regular meeting. Except for one person. <laughs> Dressed as Ali G. I love it. Be great if she just played it off like, I'm not wearing a costume. This morning's I.O. Shout out to the top stories. 
Yo, these ladies in the comments going crazy about 10 inches is just crazy right now. Listen, I swear to God, if you Google it, because we're not having a Kanye show for at least another week or two, because we had enough Kanye on our I show. I prefer a month, but, but you know, yeah. <laughs> right. There, there is, if you Google, Charlemagne <laughs> talks about why <laughs> Kanye was really mad. That shit was crazy. Look, he was Keith like, heard, Ke- Keith, not- <laughs> I don't want to know about this man penis. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. He said, Charlemagne, you're not supporting me. This man got a ten and a half inch penis <laughs> and he's fucking my wife. Keith says she don't want her uterus shifted. Shifted, yeah. Yo. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know dead. that. Can y'all clue me in on why he knows I that? Don't know, right, man. Right. I don't know, man. That's what God knows. He knows that man. He be trolling online. Oh, he be knowing. No. Pete made that because Pete made that information known, public right. known. Okay. So, so That's he, what I wanted to know. He was, yeah, right. he wasn't shy about it. So you know, he was pretty. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Some other girls say it too. Some so other girls say it too. For him, to be, for him to be, okay. But my thing is, for him to be that upset, that tells me he's underperforming in certain areas, and that's all I'll say about oh, that. God. Yeah. Charlemagne, Charlemagne said that. Where's the lie? LD. Oh my God. Listen, I'm not going to lie. This is why. Blow this this whole room up at this point. They said that's why Kanye was driven mad. Was be- because <laughs> like, another what? yo P- pick a struggle, pick yeah. a struggle. Is it his mama? Is it because of the people? Hold on, wait a minute, struggle. guys. Wait a minute, guys. Was that Monique that just said that last comment? You think you slid in no, there? Like, Mo's that was, that was Monique? Right no, Monique's not oh, in here. No, who's the one that said six and a half and, and, and I, low? Oh, I made no, I, I was Ari. on what was said in the chat. Ari said six inches and under, please. I like my service. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I'll go. Yes, I'll because Ari. Keith, because Keith somebody, said somebody, she somebody doesn't clap need her. I I we we got we gotta give it up for Ari, man. Yeah. Because she admitted it. You know how some women be wild. Guys, she has given a lot of guys that are miniature or that got you shrimps. Uh, yo, some hope. Yo. <laughs> nah, but some women they be wilding. They be like, no, shrimp. twelve inches. I'm like, damn, you twelve inches. When it's supposed to be in their stomach, I just don't. They, I, it's, <laughs> Factual. <laughs> I love Red. What am I? Red is giving love in the chat to small penises. She's like, look at that. Look at that. Shout out to all the small yeah. penis guys, man. I do not envy you, but hey, shout out to you, man. You, you're getting a lot of love today, man. Shout out to y'all. Why? Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Crystal said, "I'm kosher, I'm no shrimps allowed." I'm just... <laughs> I'm <letting this> shit. <laughs> All right, so listen. Um, you know, after hey, Jerry, we do, yes, Jerry, real quick, because um, I've been meaning to say this real quick. Chima, because you guys always love Chima. She actually um, wrote a song. Yes, yes, Women of Color Unite. We paid her um, for International Women's Day. So, oh wow, um, I'm yeah. When we did it on uh, in March. Um, mm-hmm. We did it with Jamila, Jamila, and I Way. So I'm gonna send it to you in the back channel. It's a great song about fat phobia and sizeism. Um, it <laughs> Absolutely, is the dopest song. So I'm gonna send it to you in the back channel. Oh, she's so incredible. Can, yeah, so folks can hear it. And you know, she reached out to me personally to host her single release, and the room was cracking, 600 people. I mean, it, it was lit. Like we really overdid it and we killed it. Uh, shout out to Chima. 
Uh, you know, she wanted, her, you know, the best host, of course, uh, come through and host the rooms. We did it two days. One day uh, we did it like as a nighttime event. And then the next day we did it like a daytime event, man. So shout out to her, man. Um, incredible, incredible artist. Um, but, you know, after we do our, world's, our world news, uh, I like to sometimes throw in what's called our hot takes, right? <clears throat> so I got a hot take for just for Vanessa right oh, now. Oh, God damn. What's going on? Vanessa. Aren't you, aren't you in Orlando? I am, yes. Uh, um, have you been I'm like scared, just having Jerry. a good yeah. time? You know, you about to go to Disney World and then just have a good time with those folks out there? I'm having a good time. I'm scared as hell. What you about to okay, do? Okay, so since we want to talk about the house that Mickey built, here's mm -hmm. a hot take uh, for your ass. I hope they do not do this to you while you're at Disney World. But please, check this out. Uh, so imagine you're at Disneyland and yeah. they suddenly lock the gates and they tell you you can't leave temporarily. That really happened to guests at Shanghai Disney yesterday. Visitors were seen gathered inside the park after the Shanghai government announced they could not leave until they tested negative for COVID. That's the reason, of course, somebody was COVID positive, a woman who had recently visited the theme park. So it's the latest illustration of China's severe zero COVID strategy. City officials said all of the guests tested negative and they were allowed to leave at 8.30 last night. All, uh, all of wow. tested negative. Uh, Disney apologized for the inconvenience and gave out refunds for exchanges. So it's either so one the best thing, thing that ever happened to you well, getting stuff say, inside Disney or- The parents crying on the curb. And yes. Like, yeah. Or just imagine like listening to it's a small world after all. Over and over and over. <laughs> I'm glad they have one. Okay, Jared, Disney Jared, World. Jared, so Jared, hold on, I would Jared, like to respond yeah. to that first. So, yeah, this, this one. Okay, so that that incident, I I do know about a lot of things that's happened. That's not the first time that's actually happened over in Shanghai and at Hong Kong. Um, they are very strict over there when it comes to germs. Like, I mean, they are not playing over there, and that's before COVID, but especially after COVID, they don't care. The government's like, we'll shoot you if you don't, if you don't comply <laughs> to what we do. So I know at Disney, they don't want that smoke. They have to, they listen to the government because they don't, because they have a contract with them. Um, mm -hmm. It's like a land contract. So they have to be very, very strict, you know, have to follow them to a team, right. whatever the government says they have to do. So with that, you know, they have to do what the government says to do because they are not playing over there when it comes to germs pollution littering mm -hmm. any of that type of stuff so they have to do that now what i do so, commend them for is giving mm -hmm. them refund tickets for people because they didn't have to do that they could have said hey well we're just following government compliance and that's it so but they do try to go out the way to make people so stay be better so so before let anthony jump in here i mean the question stands like, how about if Disney World did that to you? They're like, yo, we're just going to close the doors and your ass is trapped in here. You can't leave. How would you feel about that? Well, you know, that kind of happened to me a little bit when there was a hurricane here when I was in an internship, <laughs> like almost 10 years ago. Um, they're like, you can't leave. And we're like, I want to leave. I want to go. They're like, uh, for safety, we can't let anybody leave right now. Um, and they try to make the best of it, honestly, with the situation, because it's all about safety. Because if you, they were to let you leave and something happened to you, the first thing people are going to do is to blame Disney so they can get money and stuff off of it, even though it wasn't their fault. And if you left on your own volition. So because everybody's going after them because it's, it's a multi-billion dollar company at this point. So and they know that Disney goes out of their way to 
kind of enhance the guest experience because they don't want they want to mitigate as much ne negativity as possible so that actually did happen to me kind of before and then afterwards they're like okay you guys can go but since we're cast members we didn't get anything free they're like y'all get in anyway so that's all right just go on home we're hmm. just happy you're safe and come back to work on your next scheduled day so it does happen but they're doing it because they're following if they have to do whatever they do for safety and in those cases like in the asian countries especially like over in china and hong kong they really do have like really strict everything guidelines on how things can be built how many people can you have at a time because they are not playing about germs they're right. not playing about <clears throat> littering they can't have you know they're not playing about that um so yeah that's not them they're just following what it is but like i said they didn't have to give people an additional ticket to come back they could have said hey well okay you know sorry that happened <laughs> it is what it is you know how the government be working Absolutely. So I want to then say this, uh, Anthony, you want to say something really quick while I put this next one? Because hot Absolutely. ladies, I got a hot take for your ass, too. You're not getting away, city girls. But go ahead. Dude, Anthony. absolute true story. 1998, I am at Disney World and we got stuck. In it's the small world after all. It literally broke down. Oh, we that would be stuck. hell. We were stuck in that. You see, I still remember the year. We were stuck in there for over an hour. And they never turned the freaking music off. And by 40 oh minutes into that, everybody <laughs> who was on that little boat, which we're all ready to get out and walk. Like, you know, the water's like knee high at, at best, ankle high at best, probably. But we didn't get out because we were afraid we might get electrocuted or something. But we were screaming, turn the freaking music off. All you heard for an hour is a small well after all. So when that guy just hit that, it just literally <laughs> just triggered me, man. Like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> True story, so a lot of you not. Wow, that's crazy. But I'm going to say this because I'm not letting the hot takes is going to be hot taking today. Ladies, we got I got something special for y'all too. I would like to point because I don't want to give it away too soon. I like to point your attention to the pin link up top. And I'm going to play this in the room. Here we go. Check this out. I ain't falling in love until I get that dick. That's why you fucked the first night. You fucked on the first night? My, my BD fucked the first night, 100%. Wait, you didn't tell us that one. You never told us that. Oh, okay. Yes. That's crazy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, we could chime in too. But ladies, we got a, a serious question. Um, I mean, you don't have to tell us all your personal business, but do y'all believe on having sex the first night? Shout out to y'all queen of the city girls since city girls want to be pumped up. Uh, city girl number one, Jada said that she fucked on the very first night. Very first night. And I'll be the first to agree with her because I, uh, I have good reason to say what she did is right. And I'm just going to say my little piece. No, matter of fact, I want to hear some of the ladies. You know what? Nah, let me, let me, let me say this first because this will give it more context. I believe I exactly what Jada is saying. You know why? Women be setting these fantastical boundaries of 90 days, uh, six months before we could get the coochie and all this other stuff, which is crazy, right? Get the coochie is wild, Jerry. This shit is crazy. Jerry, right? can I make a... Uh, 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 one, one second, because you're okay. going to love this part. I believe in Jada. Jada for president. I believe women should have that right to, to do that first night, and I'm not going to shame them. Some of y'all... 
Some of y'all heathens in the audience, and I believe a woman should do whatever she wants to do. But hold up, hold up, because we're gonna go right to this point. I'm saying that because why wait? The inevitable is happening. You're feeling somebody, you're digging them, right? Why wait? Like, and the reason I'm saying why wait is say you and the person hit it off. He's cool. He's handsome. He got money. He got all these things. He's taking you out. He's taking you and shopping and buying you everything you want. You wait six months to give him that prize, that oh, that prize, that's right? The, that's the, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right, 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 right. Put some goddamn magic on it. You wait six months to Let's lay it on people him. People who do that Hold for on. themselves. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, listen. You wait six months. You get in the bedroom and this nigga's a dud, a straight dud. You tried after that to try to say, maybe it's a technique. Maybe he just doesn't. The next one, he's still a dud. Okay, the magic's not there. When he holds you, no magic. When he touch you in your special places, nothing. All of that. That means you waited in that relationship for six months to figure out that he is really not the one for you. I'm saying, why not just get the shit over with? Stop thinking, stop thinking that the city boys is thirsty. Why I just can't be, let's figure this shit out. I'm figuring, I'm digging you. you driving it? Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yo, you digging him. She's digging you. Let's get this shit over with. Let's see if the magic's really there. Shout out to Jada. Ladies, y'all can chime in. I'm on yo, mute. I'm Go ahead, Keisha. Hey, I got next. Real quick. Um, um, whatever you just said about city boys not being, city boys are very much that. Um, Don't do that. Um, women have the right... <laughs> Pray for y'all give me fire. Um, women have the right to operate how they want. So if I'm feeling like doing it the first thing, I'm going to do that. And if I want to wait, uh, let me be very clear. Many men have waited. They will wait. And they never be disappointed. Um, also, I never waited for a man. And I was disappointed. So I think a lot of that is in y'all head. you just trying to trick the city girls out of their coins, pocketbooks, their undercarriage. And it don't work for all of us. Yo! Um, Dang, Keisha. Holes are created every day with this kind of mindset and accepting that men should just be like test drive the car. Well, this ain't a car because let me show you. Um, it is a little never, wrong. A car, a car can never do what this thing. It's a Rolls Royce. As a, as a, as a, as a reformed city girl, and, and I'm in my year of like, mm, I'm gonna keep my vagina to myself. Um, do what you want, ladies. It's your body. Um, go know yourself, know the vibe, and do what works for you. That's it. That's all I'm going to. Is a Honda. Wow, and, that's crazy. And do, that's, and do it safe. Safe. Oh, who, who was the next lady? Because I like Tommy's how you switched. Next, and then Katie. Nah, I like how she switched that whole Katie? thing around. Yes, yeah. please. But you just switched that whole thing around, Keisha. I didn't say you. Uh, us not gonna be. You, you know, said uh, women. I said the women. So, she said no. She said that no man is ever gonna not you know feel that the way tonight is is not good. Of course, to us everything feels good. I'm saying you ladies, we're the duds. The men, y'all waited no, six no, months I'm to get it. No. I'm saying. Oh I'm no. Saying the, I, I'm, I'm not not waiting a dud. Oh, no. you? No, 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 no. I'm saying you never had a bad lover. Yeah, but I I didn't wait for him. Okay, okay, thank you. My point, my point taken. City boys up. You didn't even wait. Let's go. Who's next? Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, are you there? You ready to go? Let's go to Katie, then okay. we'll come back to Tommy. 
All right. Well, Jerry, buckle up because it's about to get a little salacious. Wow. Okay. All right. So some of the people in here know my story previously. That would be Anthony, probably Gina, Keisha, yeah. Ashley, if she's in here, maybe Mo, maybe Tommy. The rest of you don't know. So let me introduce myself. Uh, hi, I was a former city girl. Um, I cheated on my boyfriend <laughs> at the time with my now fiance. Okay. My fiance was a good friend. We hooked up one night in a hotel room. It was supposed to be a one-night stand. Um, we were friends with benefits for two years and no one year. And now we have a house and two dogs and we're getting married next month. So, Ow. don't put your pussy on lock. <laughs> if you want Thank it, you. go out and Thank get you. It. And that's all I'm saying. You. Talking about Al. She's supporting us. That's right. Don't worry, ladies. Yes, I'm here for it. That's right. Let's 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 give it up. It sounds crazy saying that. Is uh, it my turn? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Go ahead, Tommy. Yep, Tommy didn't. Yeah, Rez. I'm gonna go after Rez because Jesus yeah. Christ, y'all said that with a lot of conviction in your voice. Uh, yes, go, I be- Tommy. I believe in a woman's right to choose because you got to be led by your own convictions. Ain't nobody worried about. I ain't never heard no real grown man ask nobody about nobody count anyway. But the bottom line is, you can wait and it'd be terrible. You can do it too fast, and it can completely take over the relationship and blind you to all the bullshit because the sex is so good. So you just really, really have to temper it and pay attention and, and be balanced in your actions. And it has nothing to do with the when or where. You know when it's right. I, I don't allow myself to be bound by all of these constrictions and the patriarchy. I'm led by vibes. I do what I need to do when I need to do it, and to do it well. And with that being said, I'm going on mute. I just, I'll go ahead, Rez. Okay, so I think Rez yeah, is next, so, and then I'm after. Yeah, go ahead, Rez. I'm 100% agreeing with you, Tommy. As a person who's had some whole moments in her life, and I've had some whole moments, um, those whole moments teach you a lot of things that are invaluable. So I will say this, that sometimes when the mood is right, you just got to sit on it. And other times, it's just, it's just, it's just, yo, sit on it, yo, <laughs> yo, it's wild, <laughs> yo, that's wild. And, <laughs> and shout out to the whole moments, shout out to the whole moments, right? And then other times, it's like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? And why did I give this man my stuff? He's just, he just can't perform. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a card game. It's a toss up, and. I know a lot of people think, oh, if we do it the first night, that is cool. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're so nervous that you do it the first night and the sex is terrible. So that's why I want to say City Girl's still up a thousand. Bam. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Who's after Rez? I'm I'm after Rez. Oh, shit. I'm going on mute. No, well, no, I, 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 I'm not here to shame anybody. Like, I'm not here for like, oh, if you do what feels comfortable and what could, does good for you, and I hope you're doing it safely. But for me, um, you know, I've been a victim of sexual assault, so I'm looking for safety. I've been healed from that, and I'm proud to say that. But I look for who can I be safe with. So if I feel that safety with you earlier on, then maybe that'll happen earlier on. If it needs to take some time to develop, then there's that too. But I'm going to do what's right for me. And I don't think anybody should feel shame for that. If it's if you want to go smash somebody the first night and that person's not feeling like that, then you might not be a good match. You go find what's good for you and don't shame that person, male or female, if that's not what they want to do. You have to be authentic to you and do what's right for you. And that's how you get down. That's good. Now, and I'm not here to 
to shame women either who do um, one night stands because I see a lot of men that say, hey, they want to smash on the first night. But when a girl is doing that actively and doing that with ran a lot of different men, she will be shamed and be labeled like a hoe. And I'm not down for that. Let that woman live and do what she needs to do because a man can do whatever he wants to do and people don't think two ways about it. So that's what I'm all I'm going to say. And again, I, I want to say, um, Jerry, before you say that, I put something <laughs> yeah. in the chat that Mrs. Hit Boy had said. Um, you can <laughs> read that. Uh, let me go down and read that. Um, I don't even see your it, comment. It, uh, I'll summarize that Mrs. Hit Boy was also supposed to have DJ Hit Boy as a one night stand. Okay, Mrs. Hit Boy is probably also a former city girl. Period. Thank you. <laughs> she said, thank uh -huh. you. And, 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 yeah, right. Thank you. And, and I'm going to say this. We're not shaming any direction. We're just I'm just putting out the question for the ladies, right? Is why wait? You can. And that, that's a good thing too. You can wait. You can save. You can see what he's about. All of these things. I'm just saying, doesn't it isn't it like sad if you wait six months and everything that you've been building up that you think this relationship is going to be doesn't even be that because well, now you don't even have, uh, let me just get the thought out. Okay, I'm not, I got again, something I'm not, for you right, after. Right, right. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying like if you want to wait six months, that's fine. I'm not saying either way is wrong. I'm just saying that the letdown could be something because you haven't been intimate. You've been building so much into this relationship or building towards it. And the one key ingredient that is really important in any relationship is intimacy, touch the next steps. It's not even just sex. He just doesn't do it for you. Period. Not just sex, period, physical, all of that. You're like, God damn, man, this is just not it. And you might've got a couple of inklings of it because a couple of times that he might've kissed you. Like, damn, it's really not there, man. But, you know, I'm still digging him. Maybe because it's just a kiss. Maybe we'll get more intimate. We'll really see how this goes because he can really let loose. Maybe he's being a little bit, you know, being the gentleman not to get too much. Cause, you know, sometimes a kiss can lead into some shit. But after six months, now you get to it. Sex is horrible. He touches you. There's no, no sparks, no nothing. Sometimes... I'm just being, be honest with yourselves. Y'all can say it. Like sometimes you regret it. Like, damn, I just wasted six months of this for nothing. Like he really doesn't do anything for me. And I'm just going to land there and it's on you, Vanessa. Well, it's, I would say sometimes you have it. Isn't it sad when you both are having a relationship or you're just smashing and you think you're in a relationship, but she doesn't think you're in a relationship. Shout out to Ashanti um, for, for that because it goes that way too. Like I said, I think when anybody should be allowed to do whatever they want some people wait because they have personal beliefs too and that's the thing you have to ask if you are not willing to wait for that person maybe your belief systems are different and that's fine but just go find the right fit for you that's okay. that's what i'm saying you're, you're that. going away from you're going away from the question no though, but that's, that's the question the question is i'm not saying who is anybody right for you i'm saying you think you found could, the right one right everything be, is right but the, the intimacy is just not there. But you said, you know what? I'm going to wait six months to, to, to give this chance to grow. You've but given Jerry, it six months. Most and women, 
Most uh-huh. women most will wait. What? No, most, I'll say this, most people, because men do that too, like someone mentioned. Men wait too, because they may have come when? back from, I've heard of men doing that. No, 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 but go ahead, I'm going to let you make No, no, no. Well, one man, my brother did it because, and I had some other friends who did it because they were sick of toxic relationships. And they're like, what's wrong with me picking the wrong person and doing this and rushing it? They, they, they weren't thinking about it, right? They wanted relationships, but they were leading with sex. When you lead with sex, sometimes that doesn't lead with relationships. What some people do is they'll detox and they'll take like a six months break to make sure that they're leading for if they're seeking a relationship for themselves that they're not just leading with sex and basing it off of that okay I, that's not that, that, okay that's but, not what i said but, that's not no, what i, I said y'all keep flipping it no no let me finish but what i'm saying is I keep when, flipping it. no but when people wait they know the consequence with that too it's like okay i know i'm waiting so i know i'm taking the chance that if i do this when when i do decide to give it up it could be bad or it could be good so most people when they are thinking about that they know that's a possibility that it could be bad so why y'all not answering the question though do y'all feel like I, damn I it's been a whole waste of time hearing. thank you they, they did all that but it. don't answer the question okay I, I answer, answer the question it. please so, yes well, please I would say if you wait that long and you wait six months three months however that long is the chemistry is good at first but maybe the physical chemistry isn't good physical chemistry is something that can be fixed you can teach and there is nothing more intimate to me even to have a man tell me, baby, this is how I like you to hold my penis. Baby, this is how, well, he's not saying penis. I happen to like to say <laughs> But, you know, but like for me, like my partners know, I will say, hey, I would like you to put your penis in my vagina, please. It's just one of the things that I like to say. So again, it's something that you can teach. So if you are great, everywhere else but our physical chemistry isn't where it needs to be there are things there's tantric eye gazing there is tantra period there are so many different things that you can do and work with that particular person if they are worth it to get them to get to do it and i mean how many women are telling men these days i mean you know how many spots we got we don't just have a g spot we got an o spot a u spot an n spot like there's so many different ways that you can be aroused and if you have a partner that's willing and able to learn, there is no more, there's no greater intimacy than that. And especially if you do, if I give you instructions and you do everything that I tell you to do, listen, if I give you the combination of cheat codes and you use the cheat codes, oh, I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> I think I love that. I Red saying, Red saying she too old to teach now. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, that's crazy. I I love that. If that's her pathway, that's her authentic in, truth. Yeah, I ain't mad at her, but I'm not doing in, out, in, out, in, out. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I am. Because I, it's I'm, slippery, I'm right? I ain't mad at you. It's slippery. And I like what Ari said in the chat, too. She responded, John said, psychological safety is important, and that's important to her. And I think that's important, too, is like having safety with that person, however long that takes. So if it, okay. you know, it's different like for Ari, everybody. Ari, Ari gave a full-length answer. I appreciate that, Ari. Uh, anyone else want to chime in before I change the subject? Because uh, another hot take. Yes, please. Another hot take for y'all ladies. Yes, go ahead, please. Ari kind of got to where I was getting to. But to answer your question, I would be extremely disappointed if I waited an extended period of time and the sexual chemistry was poor. Conversely, I find that to be difficult to believe because six months is a long buildup. And so we've built all the other kinds of intimacy. I assume there have been conversations, hopefully some vetting, um, because I mm-hmm. feel like at this big age and after being single for so long, I know how to get there by myself. So if you show up with some equipment, I should be able to assist. 
<laughs> but like wait, 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 hey, Jerry. everybody should yeah. be able to get where they need to go if they got all the stuff. Well, listen, with a little coaching if necessary. So yeah, I would be mad, but it can be worked through. Okay. That's, that, right, that's, that's waking up from the men's side though, because ain't no one gonna say this right. But if a guy is dating someone for six freaking months and nothing's happening and he's basically going home with blue balls, as we used to say back mm-hmm. then, when you finally get it from him. It ain't mm-hmm. lasting long. Mm-hmm. It ain't lasting long. So that first that first round may not be a good round any daggone way. So if you're making your judgment on that first round, you're in trouble. So I'm just saying, if you got someone who ain't doing nothing and they sitting there for six freaking months, you how long do you think that's going to last? Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. John Probably. Scott said in the yeah, chat. Yeah, that's like the first, a minute and a half right there, brother. Right. <laughs> you want to listen to you. Hold on, what you said, Brandon? John Scott put in the chat, the first pancake don't ever turn out right. So you got to keep it. Wow. I like the way you did it better. Thank you. Not the first pancake analogy. Can I just say, I was was Mm -hmm. just in the Whole Foods checkout line and my Bluetooth died and all of a sudden y'all were live. And they were like, what what radio station is that? Because of you, Penny. So I just Thanks, gave him the podcast. Now they oh, know we all man. nasty. Penny. Come Thanks. on, Penny. Yeah, Whole Foods now. Yeah. yeah love that. Can. Let's give y'all some dead class on that. Let's go. <laughs> give it up for Whole Check, as we like to call it. Whole Foods. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Now they know your now, friends are nasty now, Penny. <laughs> uh shout out to the hip hop rewind man. Um but I'm not done with y'all city girls cuz y'all think y'all be getting around this shit. Here's another hot take. Jerry, who hurt you? Y'all. That's what I'm trying to figure out because nah, you will be like nah. coming for the girls. Let these women nah, live how they nah, want to live. That's nah, how this the city girls them. the city girls always got some shit. So I Here's think somebody another. hurt you. It's okay. <laughs> Here's another. <laughs> Only person that hurt me was Gina, because of that. Because of that. Cause that damn you came chicken for her chicken. Got. You Don't came for nothing. the chicken, though. You did come <laughs> for the chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nobody wanted that stale ass chicken anyway. Gina. And I don't know Nobody what is with you chicken. and poultry, Jerry, because you you threatened to hit Ose <laughs> at that night with a piece of chicken. So I no, I did not. No, I did not. She hit me with a. No. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, she threatened to hit me with a piece of chicken. I don't know what is with you, women and chicken. I don't know. Really, some woman needs to cook for Jerry. I'm gonna pay someone. Listen, 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 guys. If y'all believe Gina could cook, y'all are out y'all rabbit ass. You're mom, crazy. Bro. She You're there's, the, there's no pictures. Like there's no, no pictures. chicken. You know how, you, you, you know how she did it. Uh, my man, my man, like my chicken. I know you need it. I know you need it. I knew you want some chicken, so I'm going to find Thank a woman you. to cook you some chicken. Thank you. Appreciate it. Shit. Um, and if you follow Gina All on right. IG, you can see the food she posts, so. Nah, don't. No, Thank no, you, no, no, it's not. Don't do that. Don't do city that, City girls Katie. up. Katie, you always caving. Not too much on Gina. You help the city girl. Not too girl. much on Gina, okay? All right. Period. <laughs> here's, a, uh, here's a second hot take for y'all, and I can't wait to see what the ladies say to this right here. Let, let's see what y'all say to this, though. Let's go. Let's talk to him, Lala Anthony. I'll never get married Are you dating? Again. No, I'm not. You know, I'm really not dating. It's so crazy. I'm not. I don't know. It's just like, 
there's nothing has come my way that's really caught my I'm sure there's thousands of dudes in the DMs, thousands of dudes trying to holler at you. But thousands of dudes doesn't mean it's the right dude or mm -hmm. the one that you're like willing to take time out of your schedule to make time for. I mean, yeah. Thousands of dudes are in Angela's DM. I mean, it's thousands of dudes all over the place, but it's got to be the right. You don't even pay you no money. No, 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 no. It's got to be. It's got to <laughs> be the right. Don't, don't speed past the. I'll never get married again, though. I'm never getting married again. Damn. Wow. I'm not. You know, it's one of those things in life that I feel like I could check it off. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I did that. You mm -hmm. know, maybe people want to say they've experienced that. I've experienced it, and. I know the good and the bad that happened to me, so it's not something I want to experience again. I can have an incredible relationship with somebody and not be married. I feel like marriage at times, and I'm not knocking anybody who's married. It mm -hmm. didn't work for me. I'm all for anyone it worked for, but mm -hmm. I feel like marriage at times becomes very much like a business mm. thing. And what I found with marriage is easy to get into and harder to get out of when you're dealing with lawyers and this and that just gets really complicated it's just like i don't i don't feel like i need that anymore. what is lala looking for are you looking for somebody younger older not in the industry doesn't play basketball in the music industry a regular dude what would lala prefer this is hilarious. I, I think like i don't have this checklist of like what i prefer i, I think i'm a really cool down-to-earth person i just want somebody i could vibe with it's mm -hmm. less about somebody like what you have obviously i want somebody with ambition and somebody that's mm -hmm. doing something with themselves but i'm good i want somebody like i could sit and have a conversation with i could vibe out with have fun laugh be spontaneous do fun stuff it's not just for me it's not like oh how much money does he make mm -hmm. oh what car he got it it's like that's not it for me would you date another athlete i think i would stay away from the NBA. MLB, NFL, soccer. Shout out to Lala Anthony. So, I guess my question is, I agree with, I agree with uh, Lala. Uh, I want to first start out this saying this though. Um, salute and congratulations to our friend, you know, our, our, um, power influence and hip hop rewind friend and part of the show and everything that's with that, uh, Anthony, who is getting married later this week. He's only a couple of days away. So let's give yeah. first, let's give him a round of applause. Oh, Anthony. Yes. Two days away. Yes. Two days away. Yeah, I'm also locked down, Anthony. Love lockdown. And I was over here. Uh, I was over here messing with Tammy. I mean, with Tommy too. Our back channel. I say, listen, I need you to change that PTR. You know, I'm getting married. You can't be looking at me that way. <laughs> so that's like, the great thing. I told him that's for the available. That's what she told me. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So you know. It's never no I, I knock. Just wanna, I, I just it's never no this. knock. I'm sorry. On... I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry. I just want to reiterate this. Rez is in timeout for the rest of the show. Go ahead, Jerry. Oh what, yeah, yeah. What she, did yeah. Rez, Rez do? Is in uh, <laughs> wow, right now she's timeout. Yeah, she, yeah. I I gotta go read some bro, of stuff. She, she, she is wild. Do? Uh, Don't read nothing, bro. Okay, so okay, cool. So read it. <laughs> my virgin eyeball. <laughs> right. right. Um, oh, I was gonna say. That's a lie. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't knock anybody that's marriage. If you find love and you find your true one in life, God bless you and all of that. But I agree with Lala. Fuck it. I'm going to say it. 
Why do you need a piece of paper? What do you need a piece of paper for to say that you love somebody? Listen, I love the relationship like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They ain't never had a piece of paper. They begin together with 30 years. And I, I feel sometimes when the piece of paper is introduced to get married, all of a sudden things change. Sometimes, just like I've been saying, let it go with the flow. Let it be what it is. Why does marriage have to be such a big deal? Now, I do understand women since being young girls, little princesses, y'all raised to be thinking that there's going to be a man, a, a king that is going to be chivalrous and it's going to sweep you off your feet. And that one special person is come and it's going to be yours and y'all going to get married and go live off that house, uh, the house up on the projects up there. Uh, no, no white fence. That's just a gated fence to keep niggas out of here. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go there with your one and a half point kids and all that other good stuff. But that's not that that's sometimes not real, y'all. It's not real. Why can't this? And I'm going to let y'all jump in because I know it's looking a little dingy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't it just be what it is? And I agree with Lala. You know, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't have to be for you. But let's stop faking the people like being marriage is this big thing and you want to have the ring on. That whole ring thing is a whole nother thing to me. Meaning ownership like that. That that girl belongs to you. Like I'm putting a ring on. That's my property. And all that. Nah, no. And I like to hear what the city girls and just the women on stage have to say to that. Are we agreeing with Lala F marriage or y'all still have the uh, the goal to be married one day? I love to hear it. So, so I say you, want, you want to hear from the single women or the married women first? Yeah, okay. that, that's actually a good question. Okay, let's hear from the married women first. Let's hear it from the married women. I'm probably going to get a red bar, but I love being married. I love having that dual bank account. I love having um, a partner. I love doing shit <laughs> together and knowing, yes, because that dual bank account is R. Yeah, I love that. And, and having my own. I love that I can actually plan stuff for the future with a partner that knows what, that's on the same page as me. So, again, I wouldn't marry anyone. I like for, you know, red bar out. Yeah, we just got your red bar. Yeah, we just got that red bar. That means nah, that marriage. That means that marriage stuff ain't oh for us. Yeah, marriage Yo, stuff ain't Jerry, for come us. Come on, uh, Jerry, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Jerry. Uh, who's that's, next? That's, that's reflected <laughs> of Jerry's opinions and on Jerry's opinions. Though, thank you. Oh, uh, who's next? Anyone else married <laughs> before we get to the single? I'll, okay, I'll please. Next month, but here's my okay. Email. Yes. I think that marriage isn't for everyone, just like college isn't for everyone. Okay. I, th I think that that is something that sh it's a decision that shouldn't be taken lightly. Um, it should something that should really be thought about. However, I'm going to go back to my lawyer logistical brain for a minute. Getting married in the grand scheme of things is important. If you do not have the quote unquote money to set up a trust, set up a will, set up a power of attorney, set up all that. It is cheaper to legally get married and make decisions for that partner than to set up a will, a trust, an estate plan, all that. That cost in New Jersey, at least, around three to $4,000. You know what a marriage license costs? 
90 dollars in the state of Philadelphia or in the city of Philadelphia. And actually in New Jersey, they're waiving marriage license fees right now. So that to me is an important reason to get married in and of itself. Additionally, um, you know, on the, the love fairy tale side of things, whatever, it is nice, as Penny said, to build and make plans with someone and know for sure that you are, you have that bond. It is a piece of paper. And if we're going to go back to my man, Tom Brady, that in order to break that, it's way harder. So you have to kind of work on things together, focus on the two of you, focus on, you know, fixing the issues rather than dwelling on them and things like that. So I'm going to just leave it at that. And I'm curious to hear what everybody else has to say. And, and if anybody has any marriage advice, send it my way. Thanks. Let's go. Who's next? Yeah, you on the here. single lady? I'll hop in. Yeah, let's get on some sick. Yeah, let's get some single yeah. ladies. Let's go. The only thing I wanted to add to that subject, I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, was because um, I've studied, you know, y'all know I, I'm kind of a scholar, but life expectancy for married women go down. Um, and this is over a longitudinal study um, for over the Ooh. past 20 years, uh, meaning that there is something that they've watched over time where the lifespan of married women go down while the lifespan of married husbands go up. Um, and that tells me, you know, that for me, because I'm obviously researching it because I have a contentious opinion on marriage, that, you know, is all that I really need to know when it comes to marriage and the stress that it puts on women and how women carry that burden and how that actually impacts our life expectancy. Actual research, this is from NIH. The most recent uh, study that was done, that I'm looking at right now, that's probably more recent, was from 2020. Um, and so for me, marriage is a thing, like, you know, I do look at it very cautiously. I am not sure that that is something that I want to get in at this moment, hence why I've probably been, one of the reasons why I've been celibate for the past couple of years. And if I were to ever consider marriage, it literally would be, to Katie's point, would, I think that's what we're just speaking would be because I want to protect my assets. It would literally be because I'm in hospice and now I want to protect my assets. So let's go ahead and go get married real quick and we can protect all of that shit. And I can know that I'm going to die safely and my kids will be taken care of. That would literally be one of the only places that I would consider marriage um, is because I want to protect my assets. So I want to say as a single woman, right? Um, I've been married before and I've been divorced. And... I, I, I struggle with this conversation for a lot of reasons because at this stage in my life where I've become successful, um, I want to be in love and I want to be happy and part of me wants to be married, right? But the flip side of that for me is that I have a lot to lose um, and I don't know at this stage in my life if starting over is something I'm willing to do because the laws are so weird. And it used to be where people's assets were protected. And if I've seen so many of my friends at this stage, men and women, lose a lot. I'm talking about literally having to start all over again, having to go back into another career because they find because this marriage literally destroyed them, right? So I'm I'm turning this conversation because from Looking at my grandparents who were married 60 years, it's a fairy tale thing for me because I saw what a good marriage looks like. But I come from divorced parents, so I also know what 
a bad marriage looks like too. So it's, it's a really tough question and I think that, you know, you have to do what's best for you individually, but my perspective is that you do what you want to do. We live in a different time now and I think that if you, if you decide to make that, at that hop and you got something to lose, protect your assets, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what I'm going to say and I'm going on mute. Uh, this is Tommy. Okay. And the, I have the, the same duality. There's a part of me that feels like I've gotten so far in my life, over 40, well-established uh, in my business, uh, doing well financially, and it can be a risk. Um, but then you come into all of the things that Katie discussed, which is estate planning and all of the things to protect my asset and my children, but those are other pieces of paper. So it's going to be some paper in this either way. The other side of that is not coming from a strong family foundation and wanting to build one. Um, so for me, I desire to be married. Uh, my educated, sophisticated lady answer is I want to build a family, build a legacy. And there's a part of me that has that need to want to feel claimed and belong, uh, probably some daddy issues mixed in there somewhere. And then my city girl answer, answer is, we probably need to be married, so I ain't got to argue with your bald head ass kids about stuff that I helped you earn. That part? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why you got to be bald head? Yes. No, right. Bald head? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's wanted, hilarious time. Are you hilarious. Wanted to speak from a never been married single girl perspective, and then Iris wanted to go too. Um, for me, I've never been married. I'm single. I'm highly selective. I'm not. I don't have standards that only God could reach, but it just hasn't happened, you know, for a variety of different reasons. And some guys have regretted, let me go. And it just wasn't the right fit. So that's a good thing. Um, and I think you should be selective and know what you want. For myself, I saw marriage from almost the beginning. I was almost there for the beginning of my parents' marriage, but to the very end of the marriage. I've seen my grandparents make it to death do them part to it. It's not easy and it's certainly not for everybody, but it can be a beautiful thing to choose to do life with someone. And for me, that's the that's the standard. Who do I want to cho do um choose to do life with? That's the standard my parents came with cuz my parents, they set it up really good. My dad, he was bomb. I never grew up I, we saw fairy tales and stuff like that, but we didn't idolize him like, "Oh, I want that relationship. That's a perfect relationship." And my dad, he said, "You know what?" You don't need to be married to be a complete and whole person. And he said, I don't care if you get married or not. I just want you to be happy, whole, and complete. That's the biggest thing. He said, but if you can be yourself and be married to someone, that's a beautiful thing. He said, because marriage is good. He said, you know, my parents said, sometimes you'll hate that person. <laughs> sometimes you'll, you'll want to like get out my face. But at the end of the day, you still love them and you choose to do life with them. So that's my standard. And I haven't found that person yet that I want to connect with on that standard. And um, there is a quote from Pride and Prejudice that connected to me when I was younger. I saw this in a literary class in high school and it said, only the deepest love will persuade me to marriage. And that connected with me. And I'm like, exactly. Cause I don't wanna give all of myself up to someone and that includes financially if I don't have the deepest love there. So that's kind of like my standard um, as far as my mom goes cause she's living her best life right now, right? She said she enjoyed being married. She enjoyed being a missus. But at this point, she doesn't feel like she has a desire to get married in the future. She's complete. She's open to possibly dating and having a boyfriend. But she said, I'm living me. I'm doing me. I'm, I want to know who I am right now. And that's pretty cool, too. So 
Um, that's just my perspective on that. So, Jerry, this is Crystal. It's a great, great perspective. Uh, yes, go let ahead, Let me Crystal. know when I can jump in. Yes, You're going to go right after go. Crystal. Right. Go ahead. As someone who's newly engaged, I have found that this relationship really made me appreciate my singleness because I, I love him. He's amazing. And if he did not enhance my life, like I had finally found my place and felt good and have been in the career that I want, I finally achieved the mental health stability that I want and some goals in my life that I've been working toward. And if somebody was not coming in to enhance that or disrupt that in any way, um, it would it would be such a travesty because I had a great single life. And I think that it's such it's so important because like that's how I gauge it every day. Like I had amazing life. Like there's no reason why that should be shifted now that you're in it. It should be enhanced in any way. And to tell you quite honestly, like it also works. My grandmother is turned 78 um October 6th she has a little boyfriend and she tells me that Mr. Anderson um can come and go as he pleases she owns her house she owes nobody and no money and her more and her pension comes in on the regular and when Mr. Anderson pisses her off he can go the fuck home um they go out they go to dinner that's the grandma he goes and stays at his place and she said um, nobody at this big age is going to come and live off my pension and confuse me. So you can get it either way, ladies. I'm done. I would like to go after the um, woman who was speaking. I think Iris wanted to go and then yes. we'll have you go blue. Yep. Go ahead, Iris. All right. So just as a little background, and I hope, you know, I'm in loud ass New York City, so I hope my background is not a distraction. Um, I came from, my parents were married right before my dad passed. They were going to make their 50th wedding anniversary. So I grew up in an environment not only where my parents were married, but all of their friends were married. And I'm not here to promote marriage being easy because I would be delusional to say that. But all of my parents' friends, they, they operated, and from an observer's standpoint, in a space of happiness. Um, so that I wanted to give you a little bit of context to where my where my points will go. So I've been I've been bred in an environment of seeing black love and black marriages. So with that said, I am I am divorced, however many moons ago, but I entered my marriage being dishonest to myself. And that's why my marriage didn't work out because I wasn't honest stepping into my wife into my role as a wife and I had some maturing to do so that's why my marriage didn't last but I the only thing that I would impart upon everyone's ears because we are regular people we are not celebrities and we do not have celebrity money and I'm not diminishing marriage to money because like I said I saw a lot of love filled marriages even through the tough times what I'm saying is that if you want to maintain a partnership with anyone, whatever it's called in your respective state or whatever you call, call it in your personal lives, 
please make provision a part of it. I don't care. I have no judgment if you don't want to get married as a regular person, but make sure there's provision. I find that a lot of times on my timeline of Facebook and whatever, I'm seeing GoFundMes because partnerships weren't provided for. And I, I'm telling you as an observer, this may come across strong. I do not want to be a part of anyone's Go, GoFundMe story. I want y'all to have partnership and love and romance and all the beauty that comes in being with someone you care for, but please have provision. So if you're not going to get married, make sure insurance policies are there. Make sure everything else is there because guess what? In the black community, we are petty. And if provision is not there and you're just a girlfriend, then you're represented as a girlfriend on the, um, on the eulogy or whatever they call that thing. Um, you're also represented as if you were provided for in your partnership, family members by blood will go after you if they don't like you and a whole bunch of other petty <coughs> reasons. So I just want you to look, think of the bad, the worst case scenarios of not being married as well as the beauty of marriage and just have some balance to whatever you choose for yourself. I just want people to have a good life while on this earth and when they leave this earth, if they're not married, that they leave everyone in their proximity, in their love circle, doing well. And then I'll add a certain point that we don't think about. There's a certain amount of pride that comes for children and knowing that they have parents with the same last names. Y'all can call bullshit on this, but I'm here to tell you, the kids, look at that. They honestly, little kids with little imaginations, look at why do my parents have different last names? How are we connected? They start asking a gang of questions. I just, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I've just given y'all food for thought and I'll land it there. Thank and, you. Uh, who's next? And Blue, That's I know you wanted to go. Um, I, Dar Daria has one more thing to say for the ladies and then Blue's going to kick it off for the fellas. So. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Thank you, Vanessa. Hey, Terry. Hey, guys. Um, I turn 50 with hip hop next year, as you guys know. And I, but I still would love to be married happily eventually, um, if that's in the cards for me. Um, but I'm not pressed, you know, it's like, if he's not a good righteous dude, then I'm not here for it. Uh, but if that's, you know, if he's really dope, cause the guy I'm seeing now is just amazing. Black man joy for the top of his head and bottom of his feet. And I could be married to him. Right. So we will see. But I'm not putting taking it off the table. But I grew up in such horrible marriages. Like, I don't want no parts of that. And I'm good by myself. And, you know, just keep eating my gummy bears until I die and I'm straight. So um, <laughs> I go on mute. One time for the gummy bears. Hey, uh, before, Straight up. Gummy before bears Blue jumped good. in, Penny, uh, Penny's in the chat asking, can she go with the, uh, for the women also before the guys start? Okay, Penny, are you in a good place? Uh, yes. The blender? <laughs> okay. Yes, I was at my daughter's school. You know, it's always something going on. But um, everyone People pretty much said it. I, the, the, biggest, the biggest thing is marry, for, marry because you really want to. Marry the person that you really want to. And, you know, for me, I think the greatest gift I gave to my children was their father. Because, you know, I picked a really good guy. <laughs> 
and it was with intention. So for me, it's, it's all, and again, if you know my story, you know, I didn't come from any of this. So everything I did was with intention. And, uh, um, I, last month was 18 years. So, and I'm not saying it's been perfect, but it's really good. Even sometimes I have to like, you know, say, you know, pinch myself and not, not let him feel like, you know, he got it too good, but it's been really good. You know what I mean? So yeah, everybody do what, do what, do what matters to them, but just be real with yourself. And that's all I'll land on there before I go back into this fucking matrix. Thanks, Penny. Yeah, who's next? <laughs> it's going to be Blue, and then Brandon wants to go after Blue. All right. So I guess I'll speak as far as, like, you know, the single man who's not married. Um, I'm 33. I've never been married. Never even proposed to, like, you know, anyone. Um, because I just never really got to that point. Um, when I was in a long relationship with someone and she wanted marriage, I didn't want it because I just wasn't where I wanted to be financially. Um, when I was with my son's mom, you know, it was more so that I messed up. I just, and that was just something that wasn't going to shake back. Um, so, I mean, the situation I'm kind of in now is kind of crazy right now. I really don't want to speak too much on it. But for me, I just kind of feel like marriage at the end of the day, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a contract. It's, it's a lot of legal things that goes into that. And it, sometimes it's it's not really about love in, in, in some people's cases. Sometimes it may be a business thing. So for me, I just want to make sure that if I'm going to treat it as a marriage, I'm going to treat it for what it is. I'm going to treat it for the love aspect of it, not really the business. And I understand business does, does play a, a huge part. I understand that in order to be married with someone, you, you have to like really, really like trust them because basically y'all are going to be one y'all are going to have like the same life in a sense and i think you know when it comes to you know the situation of being with someone like you really had to like take a lot of things into account as far as like how y'all gonna live y'all life i'm just the person to where if i'm gonna be with someone i'm gonna make sure that i number one love them for who they are number two make sure that the business is handled and just number three make sure that at the end of the day that I don't, I don't, I don't like the whole the thing of like quitting so easy. I understand things aren't perfect. I understand things are going to happen. I just don't want to be in a situation where something happened and they say, you know, we call it quit and that's a whole clusterfuck. I, I want to be able to make sure that you know we're going to be in this thing, you know, for the long run. Let's do that. Let's let's really continue to build. Let's continue to grow. Mistakes are going to happen. You know, people, we're going to get into arguments. We're going to disagreements, but let's not just end it just on that. Let's find ways to work through it. I'm a solution-based person. I'm not a, about, you know, what happened. I'll be like, all right, how can we get through this? That's just the type of person I am, and that's just what I want for my marriage and my relationship, and I'll land there. Thank you. Who's Blue, next? Who's good. the next guy, right? Okay. It's Brandon. I want to say, Blue, you're good people. I just want you to know that you're a good black man, you're a good father, and you're solid people. So I just wanted to keep you uplifted and encouraged that you get everything that your heart's desire and it comes exactly the way you need it and it's perfect for you. So just wanted to offer that to you. Um, but what's that? What's that? you're welcome. And Brandon is next. Uh, I'll say uh, for folks that uh, do want to get into the marriage piece of it, just understand that it's hard work. Like it takes an immense amount of commitment, dedication, perseverance. Like it's not for the faint of heart. Um, and it takes work. Like we get yearly checkups at the dentist. We go to the doctor for yearly checkups. 
but we'll get into a marriage and let it go three, four, five years before we address something. And the person you get married to year one, hopefully you and that person are not the same person at year three, five, seven, 10, 15, and 20, because hopefully you're still growing and you're growing together and you're building something. But like oftentimes the, the person that we say I do to is the person we expect that person to be. And like at some point, where does the growth come from? And if you don't have communication, if you're not doing those checkups, you can grow apart pretty easily. Um, the stress of adding children to a marriage, uh, career advancements, if her career advances, your career advances, the time demands, the mental fatigue that comes into it, um, as your career progresses, as you add layers of children and extended family and other stuff, like there's no blueprint for you to, to deal with it. So it's like you're fixing the plane as the plane is in flight and you're doing what you think is the best at that situation. Um, but like the communication piece and the hard work that goes into it, I think as people discuss marriage, like the difficulty in, in figuring out how to communicate with your partner effectively is something that's really underrated in our community. Uh, and then you look at the failed marriages and a lot of folks, um, it breaks down because we, we don't know how to express ourselves to the point that our partner can comprehend what we're trying to give to them. Um, and then if the communication has broken down over the period of time, you don't feel the need to even express yourself. So then you start to bottle up things. So, um, you know, marriage can be a beautiful thing. Marriage can be a destructive thing. And I think it's really what you make it, but understanding going into it, that it's going to be a lot of hard work. Uh, you don't set yourself up for this fairy tale that people are talking about. And this year was 21 years of marriage for me. Much like Penny, it wasn't something that was easy, and it's not something that has gotten easier with time. If anything, with time, it's become more difficult because of the demands that are put on both of us professionally um, and the things that we're committed to individually. Um, you have to make time for that other person because at the end of the day, um, you can do a lot of things individually and forget to do things together. And I'll land there. Can I ask a question? Sure, and then Anthony's gonna go after. Mm -hmm. oh, I can wait for Anthony if you want me to. Yeah, because yeah, we're gonna close out with Anthony. So go ahead if you wanna just oh, okay. chime in really quick. And... I'll be quick, Jerry. <laughs> no, 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 it's because Anthony didn't have a chance to talk. That's what I was saying, just chime in. Oh, okay, I just, Brandon and Penny have said so much and I just want a lot of times when I'm in clubhouse rooms listening to conversations about people that are thinking of marriage if you are thinking of marriage not only is it not only important that once you become married that you're with um, couples that um, you can share, you know, married life stories with. But also, if you're marriage-minded, don't let anyone deter you from being marriage-minded. Sometimes we ostracize people or give negative light to people who are genuinely interested in marriage. And if you're genuinely interested in marriage, really speak to people who earnestly, with humility, and, and with great love, because I heard Penny and, and Brandon speak with great love, talk to those people. And also, if you want to talk to a person like Iris who's divorced, but Iris is very honest about why she was divorced, you know, 
just get well-rounded information is my point. But surround yourself with people who are not pessimists and that are optimists through the um, rough times. And I'll land it there. Love that. Love that. Close us out with this, Anthony. All right. So I mean, like, it's kind of weird. Like I'm kind of shaking as I even think about this. But I'm going to open up with you guys for a moment. Some of you guys know and some don't. So this is literally my third wedding coming up. So my third marriage. Um, my first marriage was 26 years. And I'm going to tell you that I married who I thought was my, um, what you say, your soulmate. And for 20 of those 26 years, I, I was pretty sure that we both were in blitz and enjoyed our life together. Um, I was... Uh, start at 23. Obviously, I didn't make a lot of money, but by the time we ended, I was doing very well. I had my own IT firm running and everything. Um, so when we divorced, I lost everything. I still pay alimony to a woman who was cheating on me to this day. Um, but at that same time, I thought that this was like the best life I had until I realized that somewhere along the line, I personally, I'll take blame for these things. Uh, I never cheated on her or anything like that, but because of my business and I did a lot of traveling around the, um, around, not just around the country, but around the world for my business. I actually was a network security design consultant and I taught a lot of classes. So I would be in Europe and, and everywhere else. And a lot of times I would be gone. I would leave the house, um, you know, four or five days a week, come home for a day or two, get back on a plane and leave back out. Uh, I would leave, you know, leave all the money with her and say, hey, take care of the bills. I'll catch you on the way back in. At the end of the day, um, when our marriage finally ended and, you know, and she was with someone else and all those type of things, what she pointed out to me was that she felt like I abandoned her. And I felt like I didn't abandon her because I'm going to work every day to make sure you have what you need. You didn't have to work. You didn't have to um, you didn't have to do anything but do what you asked for. You asked to stay home. You asked to stay with the kids and whatever car you wanted, you had whatever you want to travel. We traveled. It was like we lived a really good life. I'm only saying that to say that sometimes, you know, you have to with Brandon said, you have to really keep a focus on keeping your marriage fresh. So when you're walking into these type of uh, into a marriage, you have to really take it to a point that it's not that you just got married. Like a lot of people think that the marriage stops at the end of the wedding and that's not the case. It just starts at the beginning of the wedding. And that's like more important to keep it fresh and have checkups. And even to this day, I wish that, you know, that it never happened. Right. And to this day, she, you know, we are friends. We talk because we have two daughters together. Um, she makes it very clear that she wished she wouldn't have never, you know, stepped out and we would ever fix it. I tried to fix it. She wasn't willing to because in her mind, it was like, this guy cares for me more than you ever did. I don't care how much money you gave me. So she went chasing him. And unfortunately, he was married and never left his wife. So like that is something that I learned that going into a marriage that you really have to stay very, very focused on keeping it fresh and, and, and letting that person know that they mean something to you. And sometimes not just by you know, going out working and bringing money home, you know, and then I walked into a second marriage when I wasn't ready. And that's the other thing that we really need to make sure that when we walk into a marriage that we are ready for that relationship. And I walked into that second marriage broken. And only reason why I even got married because my first marriage hurt me so bad that I needed to find somebody who was going to love me, you know, and make me feel special. And we can't walk into relationships hoping that the person that we are with it's going to make us feel 
like we're somebody. We need to feel like we are that person. We need to feel like we are someone before we walk in. No one in a marriage is going to be able to make you uh, feel happy if you ain't happy about yourself. And it took me, unfortunately, we dated for three years and then got married and then married for seven years. And we should have known from day one, like we literally, I wasn't even happy at the wedding. Okay. So we should have known. And we both talked about it afterwards that we knew that there were red flags, but she was broken and I was broken. And we both try to use two broken people to heal each other. So I'm just saying that if you're looking at going into a relationship, you're looking to be with somebody as far as marriage is concerned, you don't look for that person to make you feel better. Don't look for that person to bring you happiness. Don't look for that person to make you joyful. Um, Look for that person to be, you know, more of a partner and not someone that you rely on to bring joy into your life, which brings me to my wedding in two days. Let's the, go. Yeah. <laughs> for the first time in a long time, I've learned like my fiance, she knows that I don't need her to make me happy. I don't need her to make me feel full. I don't need her to make me complete. And I, I, I had, I am marrying her because I want to be there for her. I am marrying her because I've learned that I can smile and be joyful with her. I've learned that I love being a husband. I love taking care of my wife. I love being, being able to be in a family unit. And I'm not doing it because I'm broken anymore. I'm not doing it for any other reason. And we're not forcing anything to happen. Like literally a year ago, yesterday was when we got engaged we were dating way before that but that was our engagement and now two days from now we'll be getting married and it's been a joy ride all the way but one of the things i told her and i was very serious i said i need you to look for my red flags and if any of those red flags are deal killers you need to get out because i'm telling you right now if i see any red flags on you that are deal killers i'm out don't try changing me i'm not going to try changing you now see if we are perfect fit the way we are and it happens that way that we are so i mean I'm just sharing that because there's three different stories there that I'm sure someone can learn something from in that environment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but marriage is hard work. You have to stay focused on it. And even in my second marriage, if my second wife wouldn't have put me out the house, she decided to put me out. And I decided after all the hell we were going through, I wasn't going back and I never did. Um, I would still be there. I would still be there even if we we're going right. through hell, you know, and say in my first marriage and my first wife would have, you know, stop what she was doing and stop cheating. But what made me finally pack up and leave, I left on my own. I didn't file for divorce. I still try to fix it. But what made me pack up and leave was we were going through the mall one day and my youngest daughter looked over at me and pointed to this cute young lady. And she said, dad, she's pretty. If mom could have a boyfriend, why can't you have a girlfriend? And that's when I knew it was time for me to leave. So, oh my God, Jesus! Yeah, it was, it was tough. But I'm just saying, you, you know, you got to be willing to fight for it. and uh, You got to stay mm -hmm. focused. And, you know, from a biblical standpoint, for me, I was always like Ephesians 5.25, husband, love your wife as Christ has loved the church and gave his life for it. We ask an unconditional agape love. And that's the love that I have for my fiance. And I hope that we will make it. I'm never having a conversation about number four ever again, for sure. Let's go. Let's give a I'm round of applause it, uh, for you, Anthony. Absolutely. Man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you for coming. And I want to say... Um, Uh, Jean-Pierre, if you do want to come up, you know you can. I'd love to hear your thoughts about what's been going on with, you know, takeoff. We had an extensive conversation for a little over two, two and a half hours early this morning about it. But, you know, John, your, your, um, your thoughts is always, always, always welcome. And I want to say this really quick. I want to go to, uh, oh, Anthony was the last one, correct? Yep.
So yeah. I want to go to the next segment of this show. We got a lot to talk about. It's one last clip I want to play. It's a quick hot take, literally super quick. Yesterday was Halloween. And we did our Halloween special yesterday. And I want to put this in the pen link because I found this. Oh, shit. just disappeared. Uh, hope I didn't lose it. Oh, wait a minute. What the hell? Oh, shit. Uh, hold on one second. Man, what the hell is going on with my email? Um, fuck it. Let's go back here. Let's see what this does. Man, what the fuck is this? Sorry, guys. I have no idea what's up. My email just went out. What the hell is up with this shit here? You know how your screen becomes minimized? Like I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't even know how this happened. I want to put this in the trash then. Shout out to you for finally throwing that Giants jersey in the trash, but carry on, brother. Listen, you've been wanting to get this off your chest, bro. You got no, 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 no. No, you got, you got, you got the little. Do you want to tell everybody who's in your PTR? Since you want to be very informative today, you're on your media maven joint today. Like, so do you want to let everybody know who that is inside your PTR? Is there a point that you want to make with this, hit boy? Please, man. Please, I mean, the the floor is yours. If you if you PTR, actually, that's Kobe Bryant. Um, after he won, I believe that's his second or third championship. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't looking at counting. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't looking at the championships, but uh, I mean, anything you want you want to say about the Giants while we're here? Hey, hey, man, go ahead. You the man. You the man. You don't want you don't want me to give you them ring counts on the Giants, but you might want to sit back. Hey, you all right? (laughs) You all right? Thank you. You know what? So you know what? I, I can't play the clip for whatever reason. I'm gonna have to go in and out because I don't know what the hell is what the hell this shit is right now. Um probably gonna have to start my shit over. Um so what I wanna do though, uh we could throw this in here really quick. Um, because I have no idea what happened with that. Uh we can go here though. Uh where are we? I think this is right. no, that's not the right one either. Oh, you can go ahead and since you want to get into this, let's do this. Now, why would you do that? Why would you do that? I'm playing on silence. Man. Last night was Monday Night Football. Closing out the week. You had... The Crosstown Rivals. The Cleveland Browns faced the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cleveland Browns won 32-13. Ohio against the world, baby. You know, talk about it. 
And um, I just want to say this, man. My Giants did take a loss this weekend, so let me get ahead of this before Hit Boy does. My um, my Giants took a loss, but you know what? After winning four and five in a row, after going on the road beating people, after serving up that cold dish of revenge on a lot of players and a lot of teams, we, we, we was due to we was due to lose. You know what I'm saying? That's all I need you to do. Um, That's all I need but, you to do. But but I'm not right. humbling. But I'm not humbling myself. We what? also have a better record than anybody. Uh, south of the border, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers oh, are right. horrible, guys. Right. How does a professional NFL team score three points? That is crazy. Now we're going so, we're gonna do shots. Okay, so let's no, no, do no, no. shots. Yes, I, yes. I do avoid. I try to avoid. No, you did. No, you did. No, you did. Let let's, let's, let's do shots since we're doing no, do shots. Shot. Yeah, if, do if, shot. if you guys were PTR. Uh, momentarily here, you can see that gentleman in my PTR. That <laughs> gentleman name there is Geno Smith. Okay, yeah. let's not bring the, that back the, into conversation, the, man. Geno Smith that went to Seattle Seahawks and just beat the shit out the Giants, but he don't want to talk about that, huh? Why do we? Why we gotta go back yeah. to history? Can we just history alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just put that on. See, Rez, no Can y'all silence his mic, please? Mods, please, mod. I'm thank a mod. You. I can silence my own goddamn mic. I try to let you Okay, relax. thank you. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I ain't want to meet okay. him. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah Red, don't do me okay. like that. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Okay. I do understand. Yeah, right. There's only right. one 7 0 team on exactly. the Exactly. Fly Eagles, fly. yeah. So that, that, that so that's yeah. how that, that's how that's how we do Anthony. That's how we do Anthony. Okay, Anthony. I'm sorry that we silenced black men, and you know what? We're gonna silence another black man. But but you're and and I'm gonna silence another black man. Yo, not the censorship right. on this. No, si so silencing you another silence black man. I'm from Philly, so I got love too. Oh, so you part of the mutiny? Just let me know, Katie. Time out, time out on the play. Okay. Let me know, Katie. Let me know if you part of the mutiny, Katie. Okay. Hey, Katie, so. we need an inside man. Just don't say nothing. <laughs> we need an inside man. Just stay yeah, there. Uh, right, 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 right. Yo, don't give up our word. crazy. This is Wow. Now, shout out to the Eagles. Nah, this yeah, is crazy. Yeah, because you talk smack like the Giants already won the season. So, I mean. We are. We are, and we're we getting ready to get that ring in January. We are. What? We are. See, this is why I don't like y'all. Y'all more delusional than Cowboys. No, they're delusional. Like, no, nah, nah, they're delusional. Uh, I, just need to, I need you to answer this. Why is it cheaper for me to see any game at MetLife? I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, they shooting. Yeah. Uh, they shooting. Uh, get down on the ground. Yo. He needs some Katie, Philly I thought we. I don't like Word. Yo, yo, Katie, I thought we were cooler than that, dog. I love y'all. I love y'all. That's, that's, that's a hell of a way to show some love. What is uh, all the Giants hating going on this afternoon? Nah, it's because it's, you it's, Giants fans are delusional. It's, you it's guys okay. got six wins and think y'all won the six, damn Super six, Bowl six already. Six wins, though. As, Put that in the as, W column. As in so. everything in New York. I, I bet you this. I w bet you this much, Rez. It's the next year, too, right? Nah, it's the next see, year. You playing too much. Nah, it's the next year. This year too, right? It's the next year. It's the next year. I can't listen. I'm going on mute. This year, on year? this year too. Nah, bro, like yo, yeah, yeah, this is listen. crazy. Go, go, all right, go, all right. Fly so, right, right. So we we've had our fun. This is the football section of the, of the show. So I want to just make sure we got that right. Um, 
I want to want to say this. Uh, anybody else want to chime in about the the teams? We're in the NFL part. Um, we're probably gonna be eight and zero, Jerry. Yeah, we, yeah, we probably got, are. We got the Lions next. Like seriously, of course, that's the type of team that will upset you, right? You like, you know, you should win this like with your yep. eyes closed. So that's on my night of my wedding, so I can't even get to watch it. It's not fair. Mm. I should I should reschedule. I'll the text wedding. you updates. I should reschedule the wedding. Yeah, Katie, send me updates. Not reschedule you. <laughs> no, yes. DJ Hipboy, you laugh. You laugh, but we had to have a Friday wedding because I said, God forbid, if Notre Dame plays on oh, Saturday, my Irish wow. Catholic won't come. And Sunday wow. football. You, you, so, so you really take that wedding. into consideration when scheduling your wedding? Like, hold up, wait, is a hundred percent. My family is a football family, so there was no option. If let me actually tell you a funny story. Notre Dame did a bowl game the day that my stepdad got married, and they were watching the bowl game before the ceremony started. The ceremony happened probably fifteen minutes, and they went back to watching the game at the reception. Wow! Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Listen, so, it's a real thing. I busted my stitches in the hospital with my son because <laughs> there was a football upset. Wow. Wow. Was, Hold <laughs> the on. Vikings got, were I, undefeated and they lost that day. <laughs> when I got ordained as a deacon, so we're going back some years, I'll never forget that one of the deacons on that Sunday was sitting in the row. He was getting ordained with me in the row with one of those portable television antenna at church. With his TV off to the side, looking down at the game while we're supposed to be all That's what they had at the yeah. <laughs> A portable TV, yeah. And the Lord say, did we just go again? And the Lord. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love it. I love it. I don't know, Jay. They, there was a story on ESPN about LSU, and a guy had a Saturday wedding, and they had to have TVs at the reception. Um, otherwise, like half the wedding party wouldn't have shown up. So, like, it's a real thing in the South for football. Like, if you get married mm -hmm. on a Saturday during football season, like, people are advocating not to They're show not up at going. your wedding. Yeah, you're not Especially going. Especially in Buckeye country. They don't play that around here. Nah, yeah, college football, college football is crazy. So, I want to segue into this story since we are an NFL segment of the show. As you can see um, in the pin link up top, Tom Brady's divorce is final. As Vanessa so eloquently pointed out, uh, it must have been the fastest uh, divorce proceeding ever in the history of anywhere. Shout out to Hit Boy, your favorite player, uh, fastest ever. That's that's, that's saying a lot. Uh, but here's the clip. Uh, for the first time since his Check divorce was finalized, Tom Brady is opening up about his split from Giselle Bündchen and his plans for the future. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with more on what he's saying about it all. Ann, good morning. Good morning. The seven-time Super Bowl champ talking to Jim Gray last night on their Sirius XM podcast, Let's Go. The 45-year-old quarterback saying his main priorities now are his kids and winning football games. After his failing marriage to Giselle Bündchen made headlines for months, overnight Tom Brady said he wanted to keep a low profile on Halloween. Hopefully I'm somewhat anonymous tonight so the kids can really enjoy themselves. It's Brady's first Halloween as a single dad. The high-profile pair moved quickly last week to end their marriage. Court records show their divorce was filed and finalized on the same day, with their relationship described as irretrievably broken. Brady saying last night about the split, the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation and I'm really focused on two things and taking care of my family and certainly my children and 
Secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. His performance on the field has suffered in this his 23rd year in the NFL. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a losing 3-5 and five record so far this season. No losing is no fun. They really didn't have to put when that in there. When asked if his personal issues have presented challenges for him as a player, Brady says he's confident he can balance home life and his job. That's a perfect. You focus at work when it's time to work, and then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home, and all you can do is the best you could do. And the first test of that will come on Sunday when Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host last year's Super Bowl champs, the L.A. Rams. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ann. Thank you. Crazy, man. Shout out to Tampa. Shout out to um, Tom Brady as well. I do have breaking breaking news since we are in our sports man, segment man do you this see is it? fucking crazy, crazy right now um I wow this is where we at yeah here we back are. Back yo check them out it's the new a5s you gotta rock them <laughs> yeah, yo. you want it with the way that boy go to the hole and take punishment the young boss of the cross for four quarters and from three-point land he's all water matter of fact call him the king the way he breaks down the defense it's like he got the ball on the string and he will blow by you fast penetrate and dish it off or let it go high off the glass huh all you need is a pair of these Nothing else. Your hesitation is stopping power. Be something else. Track masters and J to the bar. I keep an extra pair in my car. In case y'all want to take it to the park. High percentage. I'm going to make it from the heart. Take it from the heart. What? This is Kiss talking to you. The A5 limited edition. Reebok bought them to you. Uh, even on the court, we stay fly. Jada and AI. Make sure you go get the A5. Even on the court, we stay fly. Jada and AI. Make sure you go get the A5. So we got. <laughs> Uh, we got news in the NFL. I to be a franchise player, and we ain't here talking about practice. God damn it. Not the game. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not, not, not a, a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. <laughs> Love it. Since we're talking about practice, this is definitely not practice. Start from the beginning. At all. What I'm about to lay, lay on y'all. This motherfucker, Steve Nash. Has just been Kicked fired the, from the Brooklyn Nets. God damn it. Fired. He's so it's fucking crazy. Do you, do you see this other news? Do you see this other news that just followed? What's that? Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka likely to be named next coach of Nets. Let's possibly, go! Possibly within the next 24 to 48 hours. That is per They've been saying that. A real coach in Brooklyn. You Boston. saw what he did with Boston. Boston Celtics coach. He, he took them to the dope. finals. Yep. Let's go. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking and, news. Uh, Clay, Claypool with the Steelers got traded to the Bears. Yep, the Chicago Justin Bears. Field, uh, yep. A weapon. Uh I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Chicago Bears, they can get that up. And to answer, and to answer, Victoria, he was the one that was um, accused, or there was some story earlier this year about Ime Udoka and him having some sort of internalized relationship affair. He had an affair. 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 I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be politically Man, correct don't cheat, bro. Like he had. He had an affair. He had some sort of affair with one of the 
Boston Celtics staff. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. And allegedly, allegedly, I don't think it was right. the woman staff player, but I'm going on mute. Oh my god. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't believe it. Black men don't Black cheat. Black men don't cheat. Um nah, we don't cheat. That's a fact. Uh what I like to also do really I, quick. I did want to say ahead, can I say one thing real mm-hmm. quick? Um yeah. first of all, I'm kinda over it, but um the <laughs> the fact that the Brooklyn Nets, right, um, would before any sort of accountability comes into play will just hire this person um is very unserious to me um but yeah that's all i gotta say stop raining on anything in new york it is what it is accountability has been had he's been suspended for over a year he's admitted to his guilt anything else you want from me monique you want how many days like four so (laughs) don't do that i appreciate it (laughs) Yo, wow, that's crazy. That doesn't mean he's reinstated yet. Okay, fuck it, Mo. What else you want from him? You want some blood? What else? You you want his his, his eye? Like, what else you want? want I like. He's admitted he's sorry. This should have been a private matter. This shouldn't have been broadcast. But no, people blew that up. But it's cool. And again, I'm not defending him. What should have been a private matter? No, what's up? What should have been a private City boys, I know. City boys, I know what's up. Uh, it was it was two consensual adults. It is what it is, and it, Nia Long is okay with it. Oh She's still God. going through this it. Is so weird. What, what, what? Stop being weird. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, city boys, what's good? Talk to me nice. All right, uh, black men don't cheat. Still unfounded. I still don't know who the person is. So it is what it is. Um, thank you, Monique. Uh, I will have to say one of our other top stories. Is my birthday twin. I could sing some white music from time to time. I like to go in my white music bag. I like to sing on the top of my lungs. You know, Katy Perry's Roar and, and all this other stuff. Don't judge me. I'm judging. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But this is my birthday twin. She was born also on December 13th and she made history. Absolute history. And I have to put this up in the pen link. Some of y'all, I know the last time I talked about her, y'all didn't like her, but I don't care. She's dope. She's making history. And shit, she might even be better than Beyonce. I don't know. Um, <laughs> nah, I, let me take that back before the, the thing comes open because y'all going to go crazy. <laughs> <Beyonce>. um. <laughs> uh, shout out to Taylor Swift, who is definitely making history as the first artist with the entire top 10 on Billboard Hot 100 led by Antihero. The first time a music hero, all all 10 slots is by the same artist. Come on, ladies, you got to give it up for a woman that's being able to do this. Not one man in sight. And by the way, She's a Sagittarius, born on December 13th, the greatest sign known to mankind. So Taylor Swift scores one of the most historic weeks in the 64-year history of the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart as she becomes the first artist to claim the survey's entire top 10 in a single frame. Swift surpasses Drake who logged nine 
of the Hot 100's Top 10 for a week in September 2021. Leading the way for Swift on the Hot 100, Anti-Hero launches at number one, making her ninth career song at number one. Swift also surges past Drake and the Beatles for the most titles from the top of the Hot 100 in a single week as her monopoly of the top 10 best those acts, each of whom infused the top five for a week each in 2021 and 1964, respectively. Meanwhile, as Swift adds 10 new Hot 100 top 10s, she now boasts the most top 10s among women in the charts history, with 40 surpassing Madonna's 38. Among all acts, she trails only Drake, who has 59 top 10 songs, which is crazy. So here is a quick clip speaking about the incredible feat by the one Taylor Swift. And shout out to my Swifties everywhere. I love y'all. Let's go. new single, Antihero, is the number one song in the country right now, according to Billboard magazine. Her music is also at number two, number three, number four, and then some. Swift dropped her latest album, Midnight's, just two weeks ago. Already, we can say there has never been another album like it. With her 10th studio album, Midnight, Taylor Swift has done what no other artist has before. Claiming all top 10 spots on Billboard's Hot 100 Songs chart, a first in the list's 64-year history. It's me, chart is anti-hero striking a chord with fans by focusing on swift's own insecurities this song really is a, is a real guided tour throughout all the you know things i tend to hate about myself it's the 11 time grammy winners ninth number one hit it must be exhausting, always for the this is also the first time no men are in the top 10 it is really, really hard to think of a precedent for the kind of star that Taylor Swift is. Jem Aswad is the deputy music editor at Variety Magazine. This is an album that a lot of people said, oh, gee, I was hoping for more pop bangers or whatever. So the fact that this kind of record does that by a female artist is enormously significant in itself. The singer took to Twitter to react to the news, writing 10 out of 10 of the Hot 100. On my 10th album, I am in shambles. I'm feeling very overwhelmed by the fans' um, love for the record. With over a million and a half sales, it was also the biggest debut week for an album since 2015. Swift is now one of just six artists who have seen more than 10 studio albums debut at number one, joining the likes of Drake, The Beatles, Bruce Springsteen, Jay-Z, and Barbara Streisand. What Taylor has been able to do, especially remarkably, 15, 16 years into her career, is just coming up with new ways and new things to keep people 
interested, engaged, caring about what she's doing, caring about what she's saying, and she's gotten better and better and better at it. I'm going out tonight. Wow, that's right. a thing to keep coming up with new ways. I know. I mean, the original album, because she's done a couple versions already, that's Midnight right. and then Midnight 3 a.m., the first one only has 14 songs on it. <laughs> right. Ten of the 14 are on the Billboard Top wow, 100. I mean, it's an incredible achievement. And let me be honest, when, when Taylor Swift sort of first broke big, I was sort of like, ah, this isn't my style. It's another pop star. It's a pop music thing. I'm not really in Not me. Really? Right. Like in her country? Oh, no. Even Fantastic in, from but, the early oh, yeah. I am such a fan now because I love her lyrics. I they do too. speak to me, man. And when I'm in, if you're in a, 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 a place in your mind and you put on some Taylor Swift, like you see the world differently. You've been in a lavender haze recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shake it off, Tony. Shake it off. Shake it off. It's just remarkable. Good, good for her. And yeah. Like you said, she's been reinventing herself yes. every single album. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I've been to all of her shows, and I just think she's one of the people that it doesn't matter what it is. The minute it comes out, I want to hear it. Yeah, and I also I love that she doesn't give like a beep beep. You know, she just does her thing, yeah. and she puts it out there, and you either like it or you don't. But yeah. she's not taking, she's not making any apologies for the style of music that she does. I, I have to say, and I don't mean to apologize here, but I, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, a completist. But the latest album, I don't think is her best album, which makes me surprised that it's done. You, you may now. leave now. You may I, leave. I, maybe I'm Fourth song. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Man, it's been a lot be going on. Yesterday, we didn't get to report a lot of the news that's been in the media. Because we had our um, Halloween House of Horror special yesterday. Um, so it's just been a lot going on with that. So I want to end with this. You know, it's, um, man, one of my favorite segments in the show, too. Um, once again, rest in peace to uh, the young legend, man. Take off, man. It's crazy. What been, this has been just a wild day. Uh, but let's go, man. Shout out to all the Scorpios out there that's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating a birthday on November 1st. But you also share a birthday with several celebrities also. Loving that they have bought in a new year. Healthy. Celebrating a two birthday today is Anthony Kiedis, actress Tony Collette from American Idol. Remember Bo Vice? Magazine magnet Larry Flint. Actress Jenny McCarthy. Music impresario David Foster. And legendary golf icon Gary Player celebrating birthdays today on November 1st shout out to all the Scorpios happy birthday god damn it to ya happy birthday to ya happy birthday to ya happy birthday 
Uh, an incredible day, enjoying. Shout out to all the Scorpios out there celebrating a birthday. So now, um, I know John Pierre probably loved this. You know, today is David Foster's birthday, guys. And I've said this quite a few times on our show that, you know, David Foster is one of the greatest songwriters and producers of all time. And um, just some of the records that he's been able to do and the artists he's been able to work with has been amazing. So today is David Foster's birthday. He's written songs, excuse me, he's written songs for Earth, Wind and Fire, just to name a few, Mariah Carey, Barbara Streisand, Josh Groban, Will I Am, Mary J. Blige, Faith Hill, Seal, Bono, uh, Kenny Loggins, it's crazy, Celine Dion, Andre Bocelli, even Olivia Newton-John. I mean, it's crazy. He's even written some crazy records like for B.B. and C.C. Winans. Remember that song, Don't Let Me Walk This Road Alone? It's one of the writers on that song. Uh, who else? Tevin Campbell. Oh, man. with uh, Oh, that song, Everything You Are by Tevin Campbell and uh, Coco. He wrote that song. Alice Cooper. He's even written songs for Al Jarreau and Peter Cetera. Air Supply. Natalie Cole. Jordan Hill. I mean, Whitney Houston, guys. Lionel Richie. I mean, the list seriously goes on and on. Even a song by Michael Jackson called It's Falling in Love. He wrote that as well. And uh, Lou Rawls, uh, Jermaine Jackson. I mean, the list just really does go on and on. But here's a record that we probably didn't think that he wrote. This is one of them cookout joints. That's a classic. And as we always do when we celebrate our birthdays and celebrity birthdays, we always do a hip-hop rewind throwback song of the day. And actually, I got a couple because these are just classics by uh, David Foster. So here we are with this. Yes, he wrote this song too. Who would ever thought yeah. David Foster is a co-writer on one of the greatest songs? That's crazy. No way. Yes way. We dancing with this song at the wedding, at the reception, Anthony. I want to leave Walt to do that. We're getting close to the close out of the show today, guys. I couldn't believe it either, Anthony, when I first found out. Yo, you just took me back to growing up in the school. Co-written by David Foster. Amazing. 
No, I'm just like an old man. This is what music with music. Hell yeah. Tommy, don't give him no props. Nobody don't care that about no picture in his PTR. Shout out to David Foster celebrating a birthday today. One of our Hip Hop Rewind songs of the day, a classic, To Be Real by Sherilyn. Now, another song that might surprise you, Anthony, because we're going to dance to To Be Real at your wedding reception, brother. They, they need to be dancing to that. Yeah, I think I'm going to have that added to the list now, man, because you just threw back, <laughs> man. For real, I'm jamming right this moment. Right. So here's another song that he's a co-writer on. Another classic as well. Check it out. play myself today, Brandon. Rest in peace, man. To take off once again, man. Love 
Still can't believe I'm saying this shit, bro. We need more love, love in the world, man. Can't believe it, man. Some shit that didn't even have nothing to do with it, man. You know what bothers me about this shit too? Like all of our lives, right? We work hard at our jobs, our careers, and we get every once in a while we get lucky, man, to you know live the life that we actually want to live. You know what I'm saying? Doing something that we love. And when they was talking about rappers like the mumble rappers and all that. I ain't gonna lie, the one group I definitely X out of that was the Migos. So I, I, I can clearly understand what they was rapping about every time. And they were just saying dope shit and they know how to turn up and they just wanted to have fun, man. And to see these three young men come out, poor backgrounds, not really favorable for black men to win in, and they won, man, they won big. One real big Changed lives for their families And it's always sad man To See these situations man Where a good person just cut down For really nothing guys Like no reason at all They have no beefs with nobody Really non Not problematic with people Problematic with people Man One of the coolest dudes man so to see this happen to him, man, it's just a sad day to be able to be talking about, you know, take off in past tense, man. It's just wild, man. It really is wild. Um, so with that saying, once again, happy birthday to uh, David Foster, who was one of the co-writers on that song right there for Whitney Houston. A legend and icon in her own right. So to close out today's show, um, and if anybody has anything else they want to add, please uh, chime in. Um, but I wanted to close out with something funny, really, really funny. And then we're going to play a couple of um, probably Migos records to take us out for the day. Um, but I wanted to, <clears throat> let me see if I can put this in the chat now because my emails was acting up before. Um, so yesterday was Halloween, which you guys know is like my favorite um, holiday of the year. So much fun. Uh, we had talking about our favorite, you know, um, horror characters, the 10 greatest horror movies of all time. Um, and, and just having a ball, man, being able to let loose and uh, talk about all things. Oh, hey, uh, definitely want to bring Aaliyah up. Sorry, guys, if I didn't bring y'all up, I wasn't looking at my screen. Shout out to Britt if she wants to come up. Because before I close, I definitely want to ask Aaliyah what she thinks about what's been going on. Um, so how are you doing, Aaliyah? Hey, Jerry. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. So I'm going to just close this out because I respect your opinion so much. Someone that's worked in this business for a long time. 
we had probably two and a half hour discussion uh, to open the show about, you know, um, the unfortunate passing of takeoff. And um, it really bothered me, you know. Um, yeah. But I like I'd like to hear your thoughts and just how you feeling about this. Someone that's been in the industry, worked with so many artists, and um, yeah, just just wanted to hear what your thoughts. That's all. Yeah, first and foremost, my deepest condolences to all of Takeoff's um, family, loved ones, friends, fans all over the world. Um, you know, and all the Migos family. Um, <clears throat> one of my dear friends and colleagues in this business, actually, um, you know represents them, you know, as their publicist. So um, it's very, very sad and tragic and frustrating, you know, prayers to take off, you know, for his transit, you know, during his transition, you know, for a peaceful transition. But um, you just hate to have to continue having these conversations, you know, it becomes like cliche, like this has to stop, we have to do better, all these things. And you know, and at the same time, like we, this is outrageous. Like we don't want to become jaded to these things. So, you know, and we don't want, this shouldn't be normal, you know, and we can't normalize it. Like, you know, from Dolph to PNB Rock now, you know, take off, pop smoke, you know, we can't normalize these things. I think that's really important, right? We, we, this is not normal, just like we can't normal, normalize, you know, mass shootings and, all the gun violence and all the gun deaths and, you know, police killings, you know, of, you know, innocent, unarmed people. None of this should be normalized. I think a large part of the problem, people will say, you know, it's the culture, is <clears throat> violence in the culture, violence in the music. But I think that a larger problem is the proliferation of guns. You know, we really have to address that because with all this violence that we see, all these, you know, homicides in major cities and, and, and not major cities, right, in rural places too, and mass shootings, the number one, the majority of gun homicides in this country, 70% are suicides, but but that's not, um, that's not highlighted, you know, that's not really publicized and talked about. And also, that's because, and, and, and it's also been studied and proven that a lot of suicides would be prevented if people didn't have access to guns, you know? So my, my personal opinion is I think, you know, guns are, you know, the major problem, but I also feel like it's a shame that people can't hang out, you know, in their own communities unless they're armed to the teeth, unless they have, you know, armed security all the time. It's like, you want to say like, people just got to stop going to the hood. You know what I'm saying? People who have made it out the hood got to stop going to the hood, but at the same time, that's not fair. You know what I mean? That they can't go where they want to go just because of their success or, you know, the amount of money they have or their fame, you know? So it's, it's, it's really, a, a, I think, a complex conversation, but it, it's, you know, we do need to figure these things out. And it has to be a point where I think we just say, this is like, enough is enough. Like it's a break in the social contract, you know, like how can we do that? Like some of our best and brightest, you know, take off somebody who brought people up, who, who built wealth, you know, for himself and his family. And I'm sure made others, you know, friends and family members made a lot of people wealthy. Somebody who was contributing art to our culture and who is a young man. And I'm assuming has children. And, you know, even if he does, he has loved ones, he has a mother, he has a father, all these things. That's not right. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not right. You know, 
So I'm just going to land there, Jerry. Thank you. Nah, thank you. And that's been pretty much the sentiment um, all morning on it. And we've had a couple of people that was there. Uh, yeah, this, 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 this is a lot today. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some updates probably throughout the day as more information becomes available um, as the investigation from the police uh, continues. Uh, Sion, welcome, my brother. If you want to um, lend any thoughts, you can. That's if you're up to it. And I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts uh, when you first heard the news as well. Hey, Jay, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, man, uh, condolences to, to Pete. Uh, yeah, it was tough, man. I got, so this morning, I, I got a thing to come on. There's some things going on for the kids out the meeting. And um, yeah, I got somebody that shot me a couple of texts. I seen another another message. And then um, a friend who's also a rapper of mine, a rapper friend of mine, she, um, she was the one that messaged me and said what happened. And, you know, when it's the humble one or the one that's quiet or the one that, you know, you don't at least expect, it doesn't make sense at first. So even when I seen it, I was like, well, I don't understand. Why would he, you know what I mean? Like just based on on what we've seen or what we have seen from takeoff, that wasn't really his, you know what I mean? Like he was always the quiet person. And then once we started seeing a little more of the story, it just, it was just devastating to know that, you know what I mean? He just ended up being a casualty of the situation, you know what I mean? So now, man, it, I have a lot of feelings on 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 what's happening in our community, our artist community, and a lot of different thoughts on you know when you have money, what you do, the lifestyle that you lead, or these other things. Again, him, he just ended up being the victim of the circumstance. But you know, it's gonna be real tough for for them. The rest of I mean, condolences to his family. I know it's gonna be a, this is gonna be really, really, really tough for Quavo. You know what I mean? Knowing the situation and knowing what happened, I can own. I, again, mm. I can't even think of what is going through his mind, right? Like, yeah. and being and being there, right? And being yeah, there, like, I'm saying, yeah. Being, being like, watching him die, watching mm -hmm. him die. But Jerry, furthermore, knowing that again, this is the youth that's the humblest one. He's not playing the game or anything like that. He's just again from what I've heard, right? I don't know if that's been confirmed or the situation that we heard if it didn't come from Jerry. That you know, like that he was playing the game and he was off on the sideline, and that happened. But if that did happen, God only knows how he feels. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Again, even even again, when you think about Offset and what's been going on, God only knows how you feel when you and you lose someone that's that close to you and you're not on good terms, Jerry. And you have to just there's nothing you can do. You can't go. again. That's not something we can come back from. So to even be able to make good for that kind of situation, again, it's just really, really heartbreaking to know that that's that, that happened, bro. And I mean, as far as us and what happens to the artist community, I mean, again, we just keep losing lives over stupid shit. Like, yeah, it's just, that's, it's, it just, it's, it hurts. It's like every time, Jerry, we end up having, it's, don't you feel like it's too often we're having these rooms, Jerry, where we're talking about, yeah. And someone passing and you know ah, man we gotta do less of this we gotta do, and it's just a cycle people talk about it for a couple of a couple of days a couple of days mm -hmm. turn to a couple of weeks and then it gets quieter quieter and then no one's talking about it anymore and then boom some shit happens again you feel me yeah 
you know, so it's yeah. it's tough. It's I, I get it. It's a lifestyle. People still like you know we're addicted to these things that we grew up on. Whether it's dice and you know you know what when we would play um Jerry, you would have your um you'd have your little quarter, your little thing, and it's a lunchroom, and you just flip it. That quarter turns to yeah. you know the dollar. You get a little bit more. That's money. right. You know what I mean? You get older and you get older. All right, now we got real bread. So yo, when they set a, a poker table, being pennies or whatever, we're playing. We're playing. We're playing. Right. So our monopoly. We're playing with real money now. Like so, like. I get it. Like there are things that we can't let go inherently because of stuff that we've grown up with. But again, it wasn't just him and his cousin or him and his brother, his uncle, or whoever playing. Like again, there's other people, right? And when there's other people involved who are who aren't on the same frequency or aren't on the same level as you or aren't on the same status as you, shit happens, right? And yeah. it's like fuck. It's like, it just it just sucks, bro. That he was 28 and. No one can tell me talent-wise, takeoff mm-hmm. wasn't the best in me go. No one can say that. At, at least yeah, if you yeah. listen to rap. No yeah, I said that, that too. Yeah. No one can say that talent-wise. I'm not talking about starism. I'm not talking about artistry or production. I'm talking about just if we're talking about rap and what right. he was capable to do. And we know that his star hadn't even started to sign his individual star. You know what I mean? So yeah, just, yeah, it sucks, bro. It sucks and. I mean, again, condolences to his family and, uh, yeah, so, yeah. And just to, uh, I don't say it's a correction, Patrice. It's just that, I mean, it was size that was taken, obviously, with this whole thing that went on. And and takeoff went with Quavo to do the, the project and everything. So there had been some, you know, some uh, tension uh, in the family, so to speak. Um, I mean, it's kind of obvious if if one person is like yo I'm, I'm not fucking with him or whatever and, and now we're gonna go and form a whole nother group and the other person goes with you is <laughs> is saying that pretty much i agree what's going on and i'm gonna side with the person that's right um and you know them all being family was just a wild situation man you know what i'm saying and um even from the interview with drink champs yeah, take off with standing with Quavo and everything that he said. Loyalty, all these things that he spoke on. Obviously, before they formed that group, they had these conversations. So he must have absolutely 100% agreed um, with, with that with that sentiment. Um, and I, I said this earlier, this has to probably be the worst part of all of this, is that he transitioned not making any final amends with any of people and they, they say that all the time man you got to tell your loved ones when you have these dumb fallouts man you just never know when you're gonna see someone again man and yeah it's just yeah yeah and i did want to put out there that it's being um different hip-hop um outlets and other media outlets are putting out there that actually offset and takeoff did have some beef is what they're saying that they did have some unresolved things but takeoff said that they will always be family and you know yeah. it's just and they that the true underlying what was going on with it never really was publicly revealed um and takeoff had mentioned that in a couple of interviews these sources are citing that they really didn't say all the details other than that it was between three brothers and that they'll always be family but they're just trying to figure out for the time being it looks like the migos was going to be a duo as opposed to a trio so i did want to offer that clarification and that is circulating out there on multiple outlets so. absolutely so once again, man, um, before we close out, if you go up to the top in the pin link, um, we got 25 episodes of the, the podcast available. 
um, some really dope episodes from the one we had to sit down with um, Dapper Dan, sit downs with Ghostface Killer, sit downs with, I mean, just everything. The Fat Joe joint, um, the best of Nas, Large Professor, Faith Newman, Joe Fatal, um, the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis one is a fucking epic episode. And we're going to be really promoting that one hard this week because this weekend, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis will be going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on Saturday. And we'll be out in Los Angeles uh, for that whole weekend. Uh, Salt and Pepper this weekend also in Los Angeles is getting their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, so we're going to be out in, in L.A. shaking a leg and um, maybe bringing some of these live shows here. Uh, but we're definitely going to come back and have a whole bunch of stuff with us. But we might even pop up and do some live stuff, too. We haven't decided yet. Uh, but it will be some interviews and different things. Uh, we're going to be making our rounds out in L.A. Uh, but for the meantime, if you go up and hit that link, you'll see the episodes there. And... Um, yeah, it's really dope, man. And shout out to everybody that's been supporting us and downloading and, and just listening, man, and supporting. So we appreciate y'all. Um, so I wanted to end the show on something really. Uh, let me go because I know they're about to talk about this on probably TMZ Live. Um, I want to end off the show with this. Something just to make you laugh. So like I said earlier, yesterday was Halloween. And... And our Halloween special, we did so much, but I, I got to play this just to close that out because it's probably one of the uh, funniest shits ever. And let me put this in a pin link. So shout out to my boy, Kevin Hart. He actually, one year, this was a classic one where he dressed up as The Rock. I don't know if any of y'all seen this clip, but this shit is funny as fuck. And you no, know, Kevin Hart goes to the, to the Rock's house to trick-or-treat for Halloween. And I thought this would be a great way to bring our um, Halloween special and everything uh, to a close with today being November 1st. So I'm going to play this clip. Um, Counts down from three, and you can watch it. I promise you it's a classic <laughs> Halloween skit by Kevin Hart and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, so here we go in three, two, one and play oh i got king size candies for you guys happy halloween right, bye guys check it why are you dressed like that because it's my costume all you gotta do is go to the costume store and say make me look stupid I, don't stand like that Bro, that's, that's the problem that's not how i said it didn't exactly stand like that i stand like Look, what do you want? The kids say you giving out the good stuff. I am giving out the good stuff. I'm not giving it to you. I said trick or treat. Okay, okay. You want some candy? Yes. Oh, hey, you want the king size candy? Yeah. No, you don't get that at all. Here's what you get. It's bite sized tiny, mini, like you. I don't want that. Put this in your fanny pack. Maybe next year you don't try to save money on your decorations around here. Hey, kids! Dwayne and Rock Johnson is giving out raisins and pennies. This sucks. Okay, okay. Stupid yeah. house. Okay. Hey, Kevin. Happy Halloween. Oh, I got it. I love their relationship. They be funny as fuck. <laughs> Jerry, you know yeah. Kevin dressed up. Him and his wife did a Game of Thrones theme <laughs> for last night where he was tearing up. <laughs> Yo, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> the wig and everything. I can't. He's like, y'all know I'm small. <laughs> so go ahead and just embrace this. Because I was like, 
Game of Thrones because the way he was standing up and he says that, you know, the Game of Thrones thing. And I was yeah. like, and I see it at first. I'm like, why does he have at least a blonde wig on and be like House of the Dragon? Like that black dad. I'm like, oh, she, he's Tyrion Lannister. And I looked down at the um, <laughs> comments. He was Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> For it's the funniest thing. I'm like, but it fits. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that definitely is hysterical. I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, Britt, how are you, Britt? Who's that little munchkin in your PTR, Britt? So this was going viral on Facebook. I don't know them personally, but someone else I, de- I do knows. So him and his mother both dressed up like this. He told her that he wanted to be Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> so they went all out, and he has the little grill. Like, it's so in-depth. And her costume is crazy too. So was she Monica? Because you know they were out on a date recently. <laughs> Listen, yo, not- don't don't. Oh my god, <laughs> people was going crazy. On. Here we go. Here's I just changed my PTR again, <laughs> so you can see him and the mother. Mm. There you go. I said yeah, you know- okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what's so crazy? Um. <laughs> Yo, this whole Kodak Black and Mana thing is fucking crazy. I can't. I'm not even putting that out in the yeah. universe, man. I'm just like, yeah, that's a Halloween spectacular. All yeah. Right. But why so does that baby really look like him? Like, yeah, he really does. Kodak. I'm like, you might want to get a DNA chip. <laughs> that, that part. <laughs> that's Absolutely. too much. He stole his face. <laughs> oh man this is crazy so i want to say man uh v is down in orlando um we can't wait we're gonna check back with you on thursday uh where yeah. you are um and if anything that you want to do you know you got the keys to the to the truck you can always open up and run, do whatever run. you like room room uh she's in orlando broadcasting from down there we're here i can't wait later this week thursday i'll be in l.a and um yeah this is gonna be really fun and salute to everybody once again this is the hip-hop rewind our podcast um unfortunately we've had to talk about takeoff who was tragically killed um early this morning um in houston um and condolences man continue condolences to his family i can't believe we're saying this it's crazy man anything you want to say before we close out v Oh, yeah, definitely rest in peace, take off. And I guess, you know, we were talking about this earlier in the day. This is just one of those situations that come to remind you that don't forget to tell people that you love them. I know it's cliche. We hear it a lot, but it's really important because you never know when it's going to be the last time you see them. So make sure you tell the people that you need to tell them that you love them. And if you need to squash something, you need to work something out, do it while you can, because it's definitely not worth it to hold on to it. You never know when it's going to be. You won't be able to resolve things. So, Absolutely. And I don't know. Of course, we're going to be here on Thursday, but I don't know the time at the same time. But I don't know how long the show is going to go because I know I got to travel to L.A. Um, I got to look at the times and all that stuff to make sure everything is good. Good with me because uh, that's a, the travel day itself. Uh, but salute to all of y'all. We'll be back on Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, yeah. Jerry, I'll be in yep. Animal Kingdom on Thursday. So I'll be hitting up with you guys. Checking in with you guys. Hey, um, live from Animal f- Kingdom. We don't want you falling into none of the, like, the lions then and getting eaten oh, and shit. Yeah. Like, if, if if you do, can you record it, please? Because you know, yo, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not, crazy. No, no, stop. No, 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 no. That, that's crazy. Crazy. This is Vanessa going into the mouth of the lion. 
This is their black. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a real black moment if that happens. Okay, I'm just gonna let you know. <laughs> I'm not going out like a punk. Okay. Right. Man, All right. So yeah, but we'll you. do that. And then we got boys to men on Friday for live from Epcot. So yeah, I'll try to oh, that's gonna be lit. And for broadcast them for you guys there. So that's gonna be lit. That's gonna be mm-hmm. lit, lit, lit. Yep. So um let's close out with just one song. Once again, man, rest in peace to take off. Man, we love you, King, man. It's, hey. it's just sad. Go ahead, Anthony. I guess before you close out, can I give you a Kevin uh-huh. Hart story real quick? Yes, go ahead. So Kevin Hart is like the real deal in reference to like his personality. Um, you know he's from Philly, but his uh his first wife and family was from Sicklyville, New Jersey. And my goddaughter one day wrote a letter to Kevin Hart and told her how much, you know, he loved, she loved him and great, whatever the whole thing is. So being from New Jersey, he's from Sickleville also. And uh, he came home to visit the family around Christmas and sent um, someone over to my goddaughter's house and asked um, for her to come over to the house. And like, no one believed it. And literally, so my my best friend, his her father, mom, everybody, you know, go with these people over to see Kevin Hart. Apparently, get there, and literally, Kevin Hart is at his in laws' house with a whole bunch of gifts for her, telling her how telling her how much he appreciate her letter and, and all these type of things. And not too much longer after, later after that, uh, maybe like a few months later, they're walking. He's uh, they're over in Deford Mall. And here come Kevin Hart walking through the mall. And, like, my daughters all got pictures with Kevin. He just sat there and chilled with them for a while and everything. So, like, he just he doesn't come off as one of those people like, hey, don't touch me. Don't come near me or whatever. He really came off really down to earth. And I like that about him. Nah, absolutely, man. That's my guy. Shout out to Kevin Hart. Shout out to my guy, Ron Amon-Ra. Lawrence is in the building. Uh, Ron, sorry I've been out of pocket, bro. As you can see. Well, let me put it back up. Um, we launched the podcast officially 25 episodes of the podcast up um, going to Europe November 13th through the 18th to screen uh, from pain to power out there I'm also doing a hip hop turns 50 uh, I'm going to be in London Copenhagen Denmark and then Sweden November 13th to the 18th next week I don't know if you're in LA or not um, Ron but I'll be out there on Thursday uh, for the whole weekend because of the whole rock and roll hall of fame stuff um, but you no, know, this is my guy here man Ron what's going on champ what's good hey yeah. man and I didn't hear you say it again, Ron. There you go. Good to hear from you, bro. Nah, yeah, I owe you a fucking uh, follow-up call, brother, plus a uh, tab. Okay. And it's just been fucking nuts um, on your boys in. Uh, but salute to you, man. Unfortunately, I know you probably heard the news about uh, Takeoff as well. Um, yeah. We've been celebrating him and, uh, yeah, just, just talking about it today, man. So, right. uh Man, yeah, so appreciate you, Ron, as always, uh, for being here. So I want to close us out uh, for the day, for today's show. Make sure to Hip Hop Rewind. Let me uh, put that in the pen link. Uh, the podcast is available on all platforms, literally any platform, literally any platform that you have or that you listen to podcasts, just type in Hip Hop Rewind, and we are there. 
And here's the link up top. You can also uh, go up there and there's 25 definite uh, episodes on there. Everything from, you know, to sit down with Dapper Dan. That's just a classic. If you're into fashion, we did a tribute to Virgil Abloh with uh, special guest uh, Dapper Dan. Um, the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis um, episode is there about that. Man, that career is incredible. Um, the best of Nas. Um, Fat Joe, uh, Black Moon, uh, I mean, shit, everything's on that motherfucker. And we got more. So y'all was here when we did uh, Big Sean and Spike Lee and Ice T and all these different people. Where's, where's uh, hold on, Crowns. When we did all these different people, and um, we didn't even put that one up yet, so that'll probably be a, a top top of the week next week. Uh, hmm. when, listen, marinate. Uh, but what's up, Crowns? I'm about to chime out. Uh, I just want to say thank so you I for just being here. Yeah, man, we're about to play this one song, close out, and we'll be back on Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with a brand new show. But I want to play and, this song. And to celebrate my wedding. Okay, sorry. Yes. Word. Anthony's He's married? married. Mm. And now Anthony gets married on Thursday this week, and it's going to be really dope, I'm, in, I'm so, chiming in for the wedding, y'all. I'm chiming in. Y'all going to be just That's going to be fucking lit. That's going to be lit. So, um, man, that might be a first, too. I don't know anybody that has done anything wedding-wise wedding on social audio. That's going to be fucking dope. Um, Wife so here's a song. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, no, he's bringing his wedding live to us. No, so I do I do have a link if you want to see the wedding live. Yes, I have the ability to do that. But I was talking about just on the day of the wedding in the morning, I will be here. Yeah, oh, okay. As it, because it is very important to be I in this room. I thought we was going to be able to hear like, uh, and, and, can, and everything live. Like you yo, can, yo. you can. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Listen, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you go to that channel. Yeah, yo, send the link. Yeah, the send link. me the link. Okay, send me the link, brother. Jerry, Jerry, is we gonna have our first POI marriage live? Yeah, <laughs> I'm dressing up. I'm watching it from my computer. Okay. We yeah, gotta all okay, put a suit up. on <laughs> computers. I can't. This so is a that's lot. That's probably as close as I'm gonna get. Right. <laughs> I can't. Everybody got uh, what, 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 what time does everything start? Uh, because you know how our shows go. Shit, we might really be tuned into that bitch. Like, what we doing? The, the, the actual ceremony uh, goes live at 4 o'clock. And she should start okay. walking down the aisle like around 4.30 p.m. So that's where like everyone should walk down. I think she's scheduled to walk down at 4.45, though. So it's a little bit later than you normally on, But mm -hmm. it's going to be there. It's been known to happen, yeah. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, and, and because and I'm in L.A. Started charging yes. by the hour. Like, we've been going 8, 9, 10, 12 strong sometimes. Yeah, so. mind your business, bro. Uh, Listen, if you guys talk, if you talk about it. Kanye, um, a couple hours. That, that'll definitely take up some take up some space. Did you get the cease and desist uh, order on that, Jerry? Because no. you keep referring to him as Kanye and his name is Yay. I don't so, care. That man, that man talk, is Kanye. If you talk about Yay. Right. Right. Hey, Jerry, I'm happy somebody's seeing the pain that I go through with sitting. Nobody in front don't see of your pain. Eight. Nobody will see your pain. Nobody will see your pain. Do you want to? Do you want to make this about you now? Do you want to be eight hours in the goo? I mean, you could spend eight hours in the goo if you like. 
Yeah, I mean, we can love. We love to hear from you. Yeah, we love to hear from you down there. No, you're really in here silencing people. You're in here, bro. I'm really gonna let the government know this. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, y'all, man. Rest in peace. Take off. Uh, the songs for you, King man. The right version. I'm really sad about that, man. Yeah, it really is, man. Let's, let's play this, man. Let's take him out the right way, man. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like yeah. I'm Illuminati. I, I, I know that you like it. Versace, my neck and my wrist is so sloppy. Versace, Versace, I love it. Versace, the top of my Audi. My plugger, John Gotti, he give me the dust and I know that they mighty. Whoa. I mean, I just love the Versace store. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Illuminati. I, I, I know that you like it. Versace, my neck and my wrist is so sloppy. Versace, Versace, I love it. Versace, the top of my Audi. My plug is Giancarlo. He give me the dust and I know that they mighty. Shirt Versace. Yo, man, I got one more my song I'ma play. This next one is my favorite shit. But one of them. What else? But I ain't never been the jungle. Try to take my set, better run with it and don't fumble. Versace, Versace, Versace. You can do true, I do it. I do got the hundred, I got the mazzy. I do the me, the dog inside it. I set the tree, you nigga copy. Cooking the dope like I work at Hibachi. Looking and watching, blah, I like some tacky. Come to my room, my seat, Versace. When I go to sleep, I drink Versace. Medusa, Medusa, Medusa. You know you they wish they knew you. They cop in the jewelry, missing the Louis. My blacks is fed and exclusive. That's right, short like I'm turning the tide. I'm beating the pack on me, Mike. Now that you nigga they copy. From my closet, Versace, Versace. Versace, Versace, Versace. Versace, 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 so hold on. You know I had to play this joint right here. Scooch. Scooch. up. Scooch. Hey. You get the bag and fumble it, I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight out the lot, 300 cash, and the car came with a blunt in it. Little mama a thot, and she got ass, and she gon' fuck up a bag. Pull up to the spot, living too fast, dropping the dope in the stash. In Italy, got too far, hold they deal with me. When it's cold, but you feel the heat. Be real with me, keep it 100, just be real with me. Eat it up like it's a feast. They say the dope on flee. Percocet pill on me. I saw my neck, baby, chill with me. Them niggas that popped in the back don't say nothing. Do that shit, take. For me. Back as I count in my sleep, on flee. Honey can't spit on that patty for leave. Bitch, I'm a dog in my tree. Hop out the frog and leave. I put them bricks in the fender. My bitch, she walk around like she Chris Jenner. I used to break in the ammo, then take up running like the game of Temple. It's simple, I play with a mantle. Mama said she saw me on Jimmy Kimmel. 
Canada, cause I'm a minor symbol. Walking with the rats, I'm looking crippled. Fuck on that bit, then I tip him. A nickel for me to take pictures. Not from LA, but I clip him. Double my cup or a triple. Fox on my body, no biblical. I'm not your average or typical. Look at my wrist, and it's critical. Hold it up, dropping the temperature. Talk to him, take. I got a bag on my cellular. Uh huh. Back in the back of the vegetables. Back of them cookies, it's medical. Cocaine, codeine, etc. Cocaine and lean is federal. I take off landing on Nebula. As an ounce when it ends on my schedule. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble uh. it. Straight off the lot, 300 cash. And the car came with a blunt. Yeah. Little mama a thot. And she got ass. And she gon' fuck up a bag. Pull up to the spot. Living too fast. Dropping the dump in the stairs. In Italy. Got too far and hoes, they DM me. Yeah. Drop the top. When it's cold, but you feel the heat. Be real with me. Keep it 100. Just be real with me. Eat it up like it's a feast. They say the dope on fleek. I know that these niggas get sick of me. They chance on my neck cause a meal of peace. I don't even like to freestyle for free. I put in the key and I ride the beat. I don't even come out the house for free. I pay a nigga to drive for me. JJ couldn't even co sign for me. I do what I want cause I'm signing me. I get the, I get the, I get the back. They get the back, have the cut of the head. Top the Comparing y'all making me laugh. Need to rehab, I'm addicted to cash. Convertible walk, convertible top. My dope got a vertical, look at it how. And it jumped out the pot, came out the jail and went straight to the top. Take it easy, baby. Middle of summer, I'm freezing, baby. Don't leave me, baby. Just drop to your knees and please me, baby. I'm fascinated. Two bitches so fine that I masturbated. Congratulations. She brought me so good that I graduated. They had to hate it. I don't fuck with them niggas, they plastic, baby. A trapper, baby. I rap what I own on my masters, baby. It's tragic, baby. I pull up and fuck up the traffic, baby. A savage, baby. I'm killing these niggas, cloak casket, baby. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight out the lot, 300 cash. And the car came with a blunt in it. Little mama a thot, and she got ass. And she gon' fuck up a bag. Pull up to the spot, living too fast. Dropping the dope in the stash. In Italy, got two foreign hoes, they did. Draw the top when it's Shout cold, out to Angela in the building, yeah. Brett, Nico, Crystal, Chug, Penny, Crowns, Nikaba, everybody in the audience. So I want to say, man, thank you to everybody that's been on stage. The usual suspects, Katie, Anthony, uh, Hit Boy, Gina. Still want my chicken, Gina. Real talk. Uh, Rosa, John, everybody. Tommy, as usual. I'm going to boom the room, as the kids would say. But before I go on to say, um, <laughs> I want to say rest in peace once again to take off and um, just having a moment of silence for him. Um, yeah, I want to do this right now. Let's have a moment of silence for takeoff, man. Real talk. Thank you, guys. Uh, takeoff, man. Just praying that your transition is a glorious one because uh, it's a journey that we all got to take one day. Um, just yours just came a little too soon, brother. Uh, so once again, rest in peace, take off, man, and all the brothers that we've been losing out here just in uh, bad situations, man. So once again, it's the Hip Hop Rewind, our podcast, uh, officially signing off for the day. And yeah, join us once again on Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, new shows, new headlines, more to talk about on location. Thank you once again, everybody, uh, for supporting us. So in five 
four, three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Bye.